live. Painkiller already, episode 365 with our guest, Filthy. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. Movement Watches, Dollar Shave Club, Omaha Steaks, and Bespoke. So we'll talk more about those later on in the show. Of course, there are links down below if you just can't wait. But yeah, I got our guest, Filthy. We've got some very interesting topics tonight that yes. maybe he could add some expertise to. And so, right off the uh, bat, let's give some thanks to Filthy for, for stepping up big time with some, some recording assistance tonight. You overplayed your hand by offering, and yeah. you got called on it. And you were asked <laughs> to do that. that, That's the worst thing ever. Like, have you ever offered somebody like a ride, not thinking that they would ask, like that they yeah. would actually accept it? And then they're like, oh, yeah, like, that would be super helpful if you came to the airport at 1145 at night on a Tuesday. It's like, fuck! <laughs> like, God he's a streamer before the show started i was like adjusting everyone getting it right and my computer crashed which made me nervous like my computer's not reliable and filthy was like you want me to do a backup hell yeah we do let's put the rest of that story in well, first what I miss? you asked chiz to do a backup yeah. and chiz replied by saying no my computer randomly restarts then we kind of looked awkwardly around at taylor and kyle who didn't say a fucking word and then we spent that. like 15 more minutes just sitting here, and they're like, all right, fine, I can offer. So we'll see. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. But it's just, I'm not, I'm not sure that I was sitting there just, like, waiting to, like, to, to offer to help. But I'm not sure quite, quite, quite accurate. I mean, I could, like, point my cell phone camera at the screen and, and get a record <laughs> yeah, right. that way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're that one fucking musical guest again? <laughs> what, what was his name? Like, Yonish or something? <laughs> I, I uh, showed up in his camera. Yonish? He was like, all right, let me adjust my phone. And we're, I, I was like, well, at least put it in landscape, not, I mean, <laughs> not portrait, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually, he literally had his phone like this recording. I was and, livid. He, I was li like, I, I should have kicked, ah, oh, a, a braver version of me 10 minutes into the show would have been like, get the heck out. Yeah, like, how dare you disrespect my show by holding a flipping cell phone up and, and like, ah. It was like world star hip hop fight <laughs> quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and portrait and like, everything. Which, which, like, to the credit of World Star Hip Hop, that's how, the only way I like truly feel comfortable that a fight is real is when it's filmed poorly. Like, if it's like got a stabilizer on it and it's somebody like like really getting in deep, it's like, ah, oh, this, this is probably you know some sort of a bamboozle. But anyway, we had something to go to right off the bat. As always, we fiddle <laughs> fuck it. around talking about nothing. <laughs> uh, so, Kyle, you found it's, a yeah. really great thing that you can do. For a loved one, or maybe a mom or dad for yeah. Christmas, yeah, or a Valentine's grandma. Day treat, grandma, yeah. Uh, can you relink you know, it? Your, your, your tax I person. I think it's illegal really to go the other way, though. I think you can go up in generation, but I think if you do this down in generation, you're you're probably going to jail. Now that oh, is you true. and your, you know, thank God we have an expert in child molestation on the call. <laughs> <laughs> Two experts, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, what this is is a, uh, you can take a mold of your butthole. And then they can make a nice, tasty chocolate tart out of your tart. Mm. And so that's pretty great. You can also get it made out of bronze. Uh, they have white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate. Uh, you, you don't even have to like do it by skin color. Like Kyle, for example, I bet he has a very, very white asshole. But he could still dark chocolate on. if he wanted to. Please tell me. Please, what I want to hear, Tiller, is that this comes in with like, uh, you know, you have you bite into some of the chocolates and they have something on the inside. Please tell me yeah. this is one of those ones. Tell me this is oh. not just like pure chocolate. <laughs> right? It's, it's oh, like like there's some uh, caramel in there that, that, that smushes in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Got fucking blackberry. <laughs> now, for all I know, they have a standard mold, and like that. Oh, no. I, I don't know the fingerprint of my butthole so well that I would be like, "That's not me." 
Oh, well, I, I couldn't I couldn't pick my butthole out of a lineup. I have no idea what's going on back there. Yeah, come on. I picked mine right out of a lineup. First of all, there is a video, if you scroll down, of a butthole being molded. And I think it's safe for work because it's a... Just, yeah, click the link, scroll down a bit, and there's, a, there's an animated GIF. And there's a, a lovely young lady, inverted, if you will. And there's a man dressed as a doctor. Let's just say that. <laughs> He's as much of a doctor as Ice Poseidon was with that Hitachi on that girl in the, in the hotel room. Um, I, I believe there was a rabbi there, so this is kosher butthole. Oh. Um, he's, <laughs> but he's got a funnel and some chocolate, and he's pouring it on her butthole. Oh wait, well, I not, I, I thought there'd be a layer and removed. I didn't think you put the it's chocolate right on. Yeah, you. They're okay. You that's took it a step too far. They're not like actually pouring chocolate into this lady's asshole. And no, that's how it works, Taylor. They're making the mold. <laughs> <Yeah>. I hope <laughs> there's a little bit of seepage in there, so it's like uh, you know, just like one long strand that hardened that got it. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> oh. then, all right, all right, pinch it off plaster. now. Pinch it off now. We're only done. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you're just like a total whore and you go do this? And they're like, all right, we're gonna need a lot more plaster than usual. We lost yeah. the first six ounces. Just you know right how in. you can, you know, how you can get those Reese's cups that are enormous like 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 you get your wife's butthole and it's just this gigantic like whoa i thought this oh, was bite size if it's like a, if it's yeah, like right? a, like a, a grandma gay, <laughs> it's like a gay prostitute you know those things they do in anthills where they like pour molten <laughs> silver in there and then they pull it out and they're like who could have known like that's what they do they just like a long yeah, I feel like you, you chocolate like the, treat the chocolate like easter bunnies like you know the, the one on the show here these like little ones you get in like a box of chocolates you need one of these like i think a special person might get this and come back with like one of these like two foot long easter bunnies of chocolate of their asshole with like the whole insides mapped out I, be pretty this bad. doesn't look that much different than a regular chocolate to me. Like, I feel like some would come in it's roughly. It's like an asshole. <laughs> it does, I but, but this... are they scented? I hope not. Like chocolate, I hope. No, but I feel like, I mean, the point of this is a gag gift, right? Like, this I is, want peanuts this is... in mine. It could be. <laughs> 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 <Right? laughs> you is wanna... that corn? <laughs> exactly, right? This is the type of thing you need to see in this. If they were gonna really do this to its maximum, they should be playing it. It's not just kind of like half-assing it. You know, no pun intended. They're this making with... them look gourmet and fancy. Like, like they need it's to go the complete cool. opposite way. Yes. Taylor, how much would we have to pay to get your butthole molded and uh, and, and get some of these out on the on the market for the fans? Oh man. $40, And I get to keep some of the chocolate. So there you go. Yeah, of course. Dude, can you imagine this fake doctor's job? Like, this must be the way gynecologists feel, where, like, your how good a day at work is is totally contingent on who walks through the door that morning. Like, this guy, like, when this kind of cute girl came in, he's like, oh, all right, I get to plaster this chick's asshole and the whole time pretend that I'm not, like, staring right at her pussy. You know, because she's got her legs up and like a stirrups, basically. Like, I'm afraid I'd be imagine judged. if I walked in there. Like, he'd have to do some shaving, some hair removal back there. Otherwise, you'd get some wisps. Dude, in Fifteen years ago, I had a complete hemorrhoidectomy. Right? Fifteen years ago, I had a complete hemorrhoidectomy. What if there's a scar or something on? I don't know. Like, no, no, the hemorrhoidectomy is that those were, I think, veins. But you know hanging out of your butthole in flames so they just cut those out but your butthole's fine i need to check this out oh i've seen it every it, every it, butthole it, oh. okay well thank You're you okay. <laughs> you know i was nervous is as unique as a fingerprint did you oh. know that well 
Oh, well, yeah. I always I, suspected. I, 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 I would I like to see the science behind it. I don't know if it. that's like really true, but that's believable. Right? <laughs> it's definitely believable. See, like, that's imagine, the future. That's Instead when you know the Orwellian like world's getting out of control. It's like, ah, oh, yes, and let's take your uh, uh, retinal scan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's been taking it in the ass. I don't think you'll be able to shop here anymore. Now it's going to go back and reevaluate it. Yeah, I don't know why they're always German. Well, I know why they're always German, because it always ends up being Germans. You know? <laughs> yeah, Dude, a... how many times, I don't remember what comedian it, it is. It could have been Japanese. But he, I, it might be, I don't remember what comedian, but he was like, you know, like it was Germany, or maybe it was Norm MacDonald. He's like, and then in World War One, it was Germany versus the world. And you would think that the world would win easily, but Germany put up a good fight. And then in World War Two, it was Germany versus the world again. And wouldn't you know it, they almost won, you know, with this whole thing. And it's like, like if you try and, like, attack the entire world twice, like, we, we should have broken that country up into more than two sides, you know? We did. No, we only broke it up into two. East, East, and, West, West, East and West Germany, right? Yeah, I, I say you're That's really, like, turn it into two. little tiny, little tiny countries. Get, get it under control. Ah, I see. Because then, like, and then, like, with the EU, Germany's like, you know, we can't do this, like, attack thing again. What if we just, like, get all of them to, like, agree to, to come here for all their politics, yeah? Oh, they're not going to fall for that. It's 40, 45 years ago, we attacked the entire world, and now it's like, going to come here and put us in charge of a union. And then, I can't, I can't believe this fucking worked. Like, like, <laughs> it's a diplomatic victory, and it's just as yeah. legit as any other one. That really is true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, uh, chocolate buttholes. Back to that. Um, <laughs> We're going back to that. <laughs> I, I would, if I had one, I don't. I wouldn't want the chocolate kind. I would want one of these bronze anuses. If that wasn't gold, I'm so disappointed. Oh no, they wouldn't waste gold on an asshole. And bronze is just as good. Nobody's going to touch it. Like I got to watch this oh, video please. to see if this is going to be. If oh, we it, could watch some of the video. It, it does say bronze on it, so. Nineteen hundred dollars for a bronze asshole. That's it. That it's. I, I mean, <laughs> I. Think, I think, oh my god, that doctor off doing is... Alright, you gotta look at this doctor. Can How I watch it on the show? I, well, I'm skipping... Uh, oh. I think we should not watch it oh, on the my. show. Just in oh my. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> what what timestamp are you at? 3.30. 3.30. Yeah, so at 3.30, they have the woman inverted, if you will, and then the camera is just looking straight down at her asshole and vagina, and look at Taylor's eyes. He just got there. They just superimpose a star over each of her orifices. No, there's a star of David and then like a sheriff's, uh, you know, badge, badge uh, over her <laughs> pussy and asshole. <laughs> well, I'm going to take it off the big screen, but I certainly have to see this. Maybe we can get some audio for the show. Oh, my God. This guy is not a doctor. He looks like Rufus. He's got gloves on that he uses to touch patients' assholes, and he is touching his face all over. <laughs> he just licked like, the finger. The first time. He's, just, he's touching his face now. Oh, now, now he's, he's pulling his beard. He's his face. You're not even and, kidding. Um, yeah. I had to wow. My and, I love my job. I, I love coming into work every day. Put it, you know, I love my job. I love coming to work. Is he like... Oh, he's pushing his eyes and his nose. Well, you know, I took yeah. off and and then he's knees. plastering this woman's uh, you keep on butthole. And there's definitely some seepage going into her <laughs> pussy. Too. I wonder if they like give you a, you know, a pussy cherry tart or something. <laughs> Look at him applying this green oh, yes. putty to her butthole. Yes, She's cute. She's a little Wait, heavy. Did but... he just offer to... I could read your fortune oh, yes. in it later if yes, you want. Please. Oh. At 4.40. Okay, well, he's a multi-talented doctor. He ah. reads butthole fortunes. Don't move. 
And I'll, after this, I'll show you my skin lamps. <laughs> Jerk off? <laughs> my skin. <laughs> dead this is on, okay, in my so, freezer. So this is on YouTube, by the way. It's called the, the title is Alternative Model. <laughs> has her anus cast Ooh. in bronze, starring Reina Terror. It's on Riot TV. That's the channel, and there are almost 14 million views. And we're watching, so we can't judge. Uh, yeah. Comments are disabled. Is that, is that how that works? Good idea. Wow. Wow. Man, how embarrassing would that be if like a little like stain came out when they when they removed your asshole plaster? Like, I bet she had some concerns with this. Like, she probably enemaed beforehand. I, I I hear what you're saying, but I've always thought that, like, like you know, the, the girls get totally embarrassed if there's poop on your dick or something like that. It's like, yeah, we knew the risks going in. You know? No. Like, no. Really? Dude, if you're putting <laughs> no. your dick in an ass, That's where the risk. poop comes from. There you knew the no risk, risk going in. Look, if there's not an enema taking place before, I, I always say preparation is key, and mm. I expect people to read it's into that and, and understand well. that there is a, that, are, that first of yeah. all, the young lady has watched her diet carefully the, mm. the 36 hours beforehand, you know. Maybe, and maybe second not of all, at all, you're thinking. Maybe, maybe doesn't not get to eat until you're all. finished in her asshole. Yeah, That's usually the, the tip, right, is, you know, hey, you're going to come over and we're going to have some anal on Wednesday. So how about have a nice dinner on Monday and then I'll have something for you afterward on Wednesday. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, do and, your enema. And there's obviously. definitely a, an enema. I have an attachment for my shower that just hooks right into the... The, where you know you just take the, uh, the the shower head off and you've got yeah ch filthy knows what I'm talking about and, and you know you've got this whole uh, metal hose and you attach this it looks like a dildo but it's all rubbery and it's got I a wonder, pressure regulator on it. Do and Jewish people just have tons of anal sex like at, at the conclusion of Yom Kippur? Oh, I mean they might. I, I don't know. If if people don't know that involves fasting, you don't eat that day, so it would just seem like. I mean, it fits in the kind probably rules. a good time, you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. She's... They're like, well, we don't do it a lot, but, I mean, we've done all the prep work. Yeah. Is there an enema as part of the festivities, or? <laughs> you know, uh, you do it That's your the way. reason that, uh, that ISIS, you can see, like, on Fridays, they don't feed their herds of goats. So they come <laughs> on, on Saturday. <laughs> There's no risk of mess. So, mm. so Chiz yeah, just know, linked a shower enema kit, but he linked the wrong one that because it doesn't come with all the attachments. You want this one, Chiz. Ooh. Yeah. So how often do you enema yourself? Ah, uh, daily. Keep. I mean, with my diet, you just have to, right? Like, <laughs> like you just you gotta. Stay. Otherwise, you're just carrying around just a load of just evil inside of your body. Have you, have you tried absorbing anything from that, Kyle? Because uh, you know, we we talk about. You know, we've talked about a lot of stuff on the show. You talk about eating ice cream all the time, uh, whatnot. It feels like you're just, you could just skip the middle, man. Why even go through the stomach? I mean, if it's all, oh. you know, like you, you can absorb, I know you can absorb alcohol anally. You absolutely can absorb alcohol anally. And you know what? It's kind of, a, personally, I think that's a great idea with the, with the butt chugging, as it's called on the street, because you don't get sick that way. You don't get, you don't vomit. It, it, you can get alcohol poisoning because you absorb the alcohol so much more readily through the anal passage that it, because the, it doesn't pass through the liver. The liver isn't uh, kicking into uh, coffee to, enemas are a thing. They absolutely are. Is it that are. hard to just drink alcohol and coffee? Do, like do you, it can't be that much better to, you to put, put it in your ass. Do you coffee in your butt or could you, can you put coffee grounds in your butt and make the instant coffee even more instant? Uh, how would you get the grounds in your butt? I, a funnel maybe? A, like a, a <laughs> leaf blower? <laughs> well, how do you get the coffee in your butt? 
With an enema. You would, just, you would enema it. <laughs> because it's liquid. Mm, that makes sense. No, I would just got to take the oil filter, wipe it around real good, <laughs> stick that in my ass, and pour the coffee in just... there. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> with the tip of a teaspoon. How else? <laughs> Just pour it in. It's gaping wide orifice, of course. So, Woody has a four-lane asshole. That's His asshole saying. looks like a wizard sleeve. Just... <laughs> uh... Yeah, I've, uh, I, I've heard about the enema uh, of alcohol thing. Mm. Obviously, I've never known anybody who's done that. I think I know a friend who's done a coffee one before. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she wasn't raving about it. Had, like, do you know about cocaine in the butthole? I, I assume it's the same kind of trend as, that we're going down. Well, you don't what do you do? Like, put it on your finger? And... No, in a straw. You, you, you're like, you, you act like you're like a, a South American uh, tribesman uh, about to dart a white man who's... Oh, we are going to eat well tonight. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So you have to conscript a friend into this with you, where you're like, a "Hey, woman. like I know we we could snort cocaine like they do in '80s movies, or oh. or I could put my legs in the stirrups I have. Don't ask why I have them. I'm an amateur gynecologist." And so then you here's what no, I, no, no, you're doing. Your, you're doing your chocolate molds. That's why you have it. it makes oh, yes. total sense. So you're I, right. I'm not an expert on this, but I believe the idea behind blowing cocaine up a girl's asshole with some sort of a straw or maybe you maybe you've got your own special like metal straw that you oh the butthole coker you know you pull that thing out but i think the idea is that she that not only does cocaine have a numbing effect which might be helpful in, in, with, with anal sex but also she'll get high yeah it does they used to use it as an anesthetic dentist well, used I, to. Well, I, I was saying oh want... like that makes sense like to make it easier to get in no, yeah, no, no, but, but but anal done right doesn't hurt so Look, hurt, hurt is warning. If you're blowing you don't want cocaine a, a girl's ass, you're not looking for ideal anal. This is this is this is a special night, okay? This is red panty night. If you're blowing cocaine up a girl's ass, <laughs> all right? Like you're not looking for ideal anal. So now she only now now before she's come over, she hasn't eaten in two days. No, nope. you are Day you have <laughs> you required her to do an enema before she you're willing to do here. Yep. And now you're like, I'm gonna numb your ass because I'm gonna do so much damage in there. I don't want you knowing. About to and wreck she's wearing the red out. panties. Why? I don't see where there's a red flag here. <laughs> <laughs> At any step, this seems like a normal Wednesday. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Eight I nights keep lots worse. of coke around for the off chance of, you know, and straws, apparently. <laughs> but anyways, so you, your partner's ass. you've shot your load of cocaine in her, in her ass. And then... Sure. Go on. Um, ah, um, well, well my, my thought process would be that, that both of you would get high... From the anal sex by absorbing the the cocaine through your penis and into her butthole. Is it worth it? No, I don't. don't you have no, I have no idea. I'm, I'm, no, I don't I'm think it does. Here. So like well, well, vagina will absorb alcohol, ass will absorb alcohol. I don't think the dick does. Don't think it works that way. I bet it would. No, I bet it would absorb cocaine though, especially it, when you when you mix it with you know maybe some lubricant and with the <laughs> friction of the anal. You're gonna want. Oh, that's what you do. You take your wet platinum. And you add the cocaine to the wet platinum, and then you use, oh, oh we've stumbled onto something here, boys. We, we have. It's illegal, uh, and it sounds <laughs> dangerous. And also, it's not going to get, the, if, if it does do anything to your dick, it's just going to really make the, your pee hole numb. Because there's no mucous membranes for it to absorb into, right? I, not like I, a vagina or an asshole. I, I was wondering, it's like, it supposed to be like absorbed to the urethra or something? Like, what, you have to we... take some steel wool and abraze the penis severely <laughs> before the sex. I That's see. what you I got to tenderize first, you're saying. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yes. 
Yeah. You want get to that, really work it good with the steel. Get that wool. epidermis right off. Get you don't need that. You don't need that. It's it makes things more. It, it sensitizes the penis when you when you take off that first yeah, layer of does. skin. Yeah. Like you feel everything a lot more. Not a, yeah. not necessarily better. Just more. Mine looks like a hot dog that you took the 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 casing off of at this point. It's just a real <laughs> mess down there. Oh man. Gross. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awful. You're just pushing it and pushing it and trying to be as nasty as possible. Yeah, been, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for the Alfredo topic since the show started. Uh, Mamma mia! <laughs> oh, oh, see, uh, so apparently this gentleman... Uh, Do we have a link? He tried to buy... Yeah, 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 I'll link it again. He tried to get sex, or he's accused of trying to trade chicken Alfredo and Sprite for sex, and this gentleman is not parting mm. from his chicken alfredo like for anything less than sex so i he, believe the story i just i just looked at his face i'm waiting for it he looks like he might make a mean chicken alfredo though i bet so i bet so this guy has perfected his technique through many lonely nights of I mean, watching emerald Lagasse and and cooking up chicken alfredo when i think of a guy that knows his carbs this is a guy that i'm looking at can i just say i have i feel bad really bad for this guy first of all you look at his mugshot he looks terrified okay like you, some people's mugshots you can see they're that you know they look okay this guy he knows it's it's game over bro i just caught got caught propositioning a 15 year old boy with sprite and chicken alfredo with a boatload of lubricant in tow like he had uh he had astroglide and uh, uh some kind of lotion doesn't that suggest something different, though? Like, I mean, you know, clearly this is him propositioning a 15-year-old boy. There's a problem yeah. there. We're, we don't have to touch that. But it, it, they're, they're using it almost like the way that's set up title-wise and the way the article's written. It's acting like he's trying to pay with that. Doesn't it, it just sound much more like it's just like a fucking dinner date? That's absolutely you know? what it is. Yeah, I like, have... what, it, what it definitely is is, like, they hmm. must have in the chat been like, hey, bring over chicken Alfredo and Sprite, and you can have my underage behind. And then when he shows up with Chicken Alfredo and Sprite, they're like, this is exactly what I told you to bring if you wanted to get busy and you brought Chicken Alfredo. Look, I've traded Chicken Alfredo and Sprite for sex many times, okay? It's called a date. It's called a date. So I'm with Filthy on this. It it sounds a lot like this guy was arranging a date. And just looking at this guy... a 15-year-old? Oh, yeah, clearly clearly inappropriate target, right? That's my next point. Look at this guy. Does he look like a a grown-up? No. How old is he? (laughs) 22. Uh, he looks yeah, he about doesn't... 22. He does. If you told me he was 16 to 25, I'd buy all of those ages. Just said, I thought he was the victim at first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they I arrested gotta... him for only taking photos for his profile from like up here. You know, and then they showed up. And, He's oh, a... You're not the same person. You for a guy, my honest thought process is that a 15-year-old who's having a... First of all, there was no 15-year-old, of course. It, it was a fictional it's person. Like a cop but, online typing. Yeah. Thought there was. But he thought there was. And, and I would imagine that, like, look, a 15-year-old guy who's talking sexually to a 22-year-old guy, I don't see a predatory nature in that, personally. Do you? Yes. Do you think that a, do you yeah, think that a 15-year-old do. boy could be... Could be could have. The, Are you an little... Alabama voter by chance? So... Not yet, but I. <laughs> but, yet. but they need me though, don't they? Boy, <laughs> more got bamboozled over there. They were, we had almost run the queers and the Jews and the chinks right out of town, and then they 
they they use some sort of fraudulent voting practices to to beat us down and the, take the away chinks, the American huh? way. That was so high on the list. Well, <laughs> you know, it was right? number one. So, Kyle, you don't see this 22-year-old and this 15-year-old as, as predatory? I I don't know, because the 15-year-old is a fictional individual, but I right. just think of 15-year-old me. If, if, a 20, if I'm talking sexually with a 22-year-old girl online, I'm like, jackpot, triple cherries, we've fucking gotten in there, boys. Keep this quiet. But, but, but we've... We're in the we're in the we've hit we've we struck gold here we struck gold here but that, that's just my thought process. I, that was Milo's I, thought process too. Sure. Well, he was talking about a much older man, like like some guy's like thirties or forties or something like that. And I see a problem with that because of the maturity level. It, it, by the time you're thirty or forty, you must have. But fifteen to twenty-two is a huge gap in the maturation process. Sometimes. Yeah. Look, Filthy's an expert uh... in pedophile behavior. It's a gap, right? <laughs> How do I even just? What do I do with this now? What do, you, do I just answer you every time you, yes. you answer me? Yeah, yep. just say indeed it is. I'm just I'm just shit out of luck at this point for the rest <laughs> of my existence. With this. <laughs> like I, but it, it does. I mean, Kyle's point, like to devil's advocate a little bit. Like it did kind of remind me. I, I had a friend in high school who was gay, and you know, he talked about to me at some point, you know, later about some of his early dating was online dating, and it was with older men who were much older than him when he first, you know, when he was first exploring his sexuality. So that's all the fuck he could find. So on some level, I hear Kyle's point of there could be a situation in which this wasn't a predatory behavior. But at the same time, 22 and 15 is like, it's really fucking hard to get your head around that. Especially, I mean, clearly with a fictional character, it makes no difference whatsoever. It's going to be yeah. charged as pedophilia, He's right on the cusp of legality, right? Like it's, no. isn't, well, if he were 19, right? no, he bear with be. me here. Isn't mm. the age of consent in some states 16? Ooh. And isn't the law that they have to be within like six years? So it sounds like they're a year away from being legal. No, that can't be true. Well, that doesn't sound right. I'd need to check on his state, but a common is <laughs> you have to be within four years, but at 16, you can consent to anybody, I think. Oh I expected us all one. to be on the same page with this one, guys. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I expect us to be like, what a fucking creep. It's no fun to fuck a 15-year-old with his, you know, he's gonna play the devil's advocate. I don't want course, this 22-year-old to be running around the streets trading Alfredo for boy ass. I'm just saying. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Alfredo Sprite and a molded asshole tart. <laughs> I need to know what I'm getting into. Uh, and for those man. who aren't looking, this 22-year-old he he could pass for a high schooler like like he he, he looks it, he's so fat that he's got that fat face of like he could be look about. 20. if you told me he was 20 i'd believe you it's 16 i looked it up in ohio when you're 16 you can i think i was right on the money i, I don't know if they have an earlier one but i know that at 16 you can consent so he's a year away from being legal right yeah he, uh, could be 16. months away no, could higher. be a day away. It's 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 by state, right? Does, when you yes. looked at that one, what he did it say? Um, is it because I know there's a lot of stuff. Where it's like if you're 16, you can consent to like someone who's like up to like a couple years older than you, but there's like a limit at like 35 is like way out of the limit or something like that, right? So um, a normal is thing not? is there's a lower age, like at 13 or 14, you can consent to within four years. Oh, I see. And then at 16, you can disguise consent the to anyone. Yeah. There, wow. There's a that was 18. So I'm not uh, seeing the earlier one. Oh, anyone between 13 and 16 can have sex with someone under 18. This is Ohio. So at 13, there's even five-year gap there. And at, when they become 16, they can consent to anybody. And also, if you're going to be having sex with young people, it goes by birthday, right? So if you're 17 and the other person's 13, check the calendar because you might be four years and like five days, and that's illegal. 
dude, what the fuck are these people doing in Guatemala? Like, I just looked at the whole North American Age of Consent thing, and they have a color map that I, I linked you guys. Uh-huh. And, like, the U.S. is, the lowest it is anywhere is 16. Uh, and then if you go Mexico, it's 12 in some areas and 13 in almost every area. And Guatemala's is just says puberty. <laughs> so when you if hit puberty, on the you're field, good time to, to play ball. Go. Welcome to Guatemala. Where yeah. do you see Guatemala? If, if you, if you oh. have to click on the map, and then it's that country uh, south of Mexico. There was an 11-year-old who had hit puberty like a fucking sledgehammer that I, that I remember. In the fifth grade, uh, this chick named Lindsay had, like, C-cups. It was obscene because she oh, hadn't bitch. figured out, out how to, like, handle them yet. And she's walking around at 15 with these fucking bowling balls attached. and we're, Or at 11, excuse me. And we're all in the fifth grade, like, what the fuck happened to her? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when you were like 10? I remember when I was like 10. How old are you in fourth grade? 10? That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Let's just go with that. I don't and know. I remember I having like this teacher who was not like an attractive teacher. I was probably like fucking 40 years old, like not that like old for a 10 year old. And like she just had these <laughs> giant, giant tits. That like it were always hidden under a sweater, and I remember being so confused, just sitting there in class, like, why can't I hear a single thing she's saying? I can't stop not thinking about what's under her sweater, all class, all the time. Like I remember even bringing it up to my mom at one point, which you would never bring up if you were any older than ten. But of course, I hit like puberty at that age, where like I was still young and dumb enough to bring up stuff about like, like what you don't want to say in puberty when most when like Woody, by the time he was seventeen, shit got rolling. He knew what not to ask of the parents. You know, he never, he never went. I don't know why I can't stop looking at these tits, but like, I was like, God, like, I just can't focus in Miss uh, Miss Smith's class anymore. They're just, just like, what, what, what am I thinking? Like, what is it? It's like, well, you're you're becoming a man, Taylor. That's just kind of the way things are gonna be now. And it was like, oh, this sucks. And then just like the panic. Do you guys remember in like middle school the feeling of like, oh my God, the rest of my life I'm gonna get a raging erection every 11 minutes for no reason. How am I going to function? How am I? Like, I sat in class every day horrified of being called to the front. Imagine, Taylor, if you had gotten with this girl when you were both 10 and had a child. How oh that child God. would now be like 16 or 17 years old or something, oh. 15 or 16 years old. Imagine if you had a 15-year-old son right now. How cool that would be. No. <laughs> That, no. would, that would suck. He'd be, be sitting a... there with you right now. He'd be, you'd be like, son, go out and get me some pizza. Like, like he'd be like, you're fuck. He'd have a driver's license almost at this point. You guys would be able to play hockey you together. Know, on PKN, and shit. Kyle didn't want That's... children at all. Now he wants teenage children. No, now I want Taylor to have teenage, to have teenage children. <laughs> Dude, Kyle, how is a kid gonna turn out that I start raising at eleven? Dude, you yeah. went to school with him. You were able to beat up his bullies. <laughs> <laughs> we had the same teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Just 15 years ago, I was teaching your father. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool as shit, dude. Like, like seriously. All right, first, it, it would be weird at first. But, but basically what would happen, you have this kid when you're like 11. The child is born, right? Who can and conceive at 11? Huh? He's talking about that girl. That yeah, so Taylor was a... My mom's a midwife, so I, I occasionally hear these horror stories of very, very young mothers. And I, I don't know the youngest it's been. I think 12 or 13 she's delivered a child from. Perfect. Yeah. And that's so, just so, like, 
This That's is so 11 brutal. though, because Taylor was 10 years old. He Shooting was blanks. he was a young man at this point. The girl had big boobs, so so she was totally able to conceive. He could have had this child when they were 10 years old. So the child is born when they're 11. Taylor's family adopts the child. They're 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 well off. They're they're able to support this child. Maybe the the girl has to go and move to a convent because we're in the 16th century. So she does that. And now my parents would have killed me if I got a girl pregnant when I was 11. They'd have raised what, 11? Your brother. How early did you hit puberty for Christ's sakes? Well, <laughs> I, I I I was masturbating when I was 10. Yeah. Like and then like at 11, like it was that was like around the age where like stuff started to come out and it was like for the was first that, few times, it was like, that, that's new. Like, what, like were you so fucking pissed off with that? I was so pissed off with that. When I, when I, I wasn't I, happy about it either. Like, I remember it, it, I was maybe like 11 years old, and it was late at night, and I was masturbating, and I finished, and it was like a time when stuff came out, and it was probably like the third or fourth time stuff had come out, and I was like, let's figure out what this is. I'm tired of peeing a little bit at the end of all these <laughs> sessions. And so I went into the bathroom and saw, this is not urine. This is something else and i just like remember getting back in bed with like those like wide eyes of a kid like what let's, let's lay off that for a bit like what's what's going on here but, i can't believe you were let like my world was so much different. i was like 15 and i wanted to like bake a cake or something in celebration of the fact that i could finally ejaculate like, <laughs> like you're crying out loud i think really? uh, yeah it seems so fucking messy all of a sudden it's like fuck this oh it used to be yeah, orgasm yeah, you go might to sleep now it's orgasm it, cleanup go to sleep fuck I, that oh my god I, I i felt like everyone on the planet could do this except me until the day that i could and it was yeah i i my late puberty was the bane of my existence and oh. i was very happy to see it arrive yeah that's uh, that's like totally a grass is not grass is greener thing. It's like something that if you didn't go through it, you never think about. Because yeah, right. I like, there were friends I had in high school who like, I looked like I could have been their babysitter when like I was. We were all in ninth grade, like where I was just bigger than everyone. And you never think being the kid because like I'm I've got my own set of problems. Where my voice is cracking and my limbs are so long. And like you don't like you're just uncoordinated and you're coming all over yourself, you know. But you don't <laughs> consider. The other side of the fence, which is like, uh, I just, I just wish I could get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of getting in the showers with all the other boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my friend got muscles, and it was just like, to him, it wasn't that extraordinary. He's like, yeah, look, he's in like seventh grade. Like, check this out, and it's fucking like a grown-up bicep just on his arm, and I'm like, holy. He's like, yeah, yeah, like this is happening to everyone, right? No, no, my arms were indistinguishable from the girls of the class. And and he's got like his forearms are getting all ripped yeah. and everything. There was always that kid who had like the body of a quadriplegic up until he was oh. sixteen. Oh. <laughs> you know, where it was just like you looked like you just when I was take a, a freshman, straw full of cocaine and blow him right over. Yeah. When I was a freshman, the coaches made like a hard push to get me to join the wrestling team. And at first, I was like, huh, they must see something kind of special in me. Yes, yeah. a guy that could make the 98-pound class. <laughs> they see in me. <laughs> They're like, we're taking forfeits at Tiny Kid. And, and if you were on the team, we, you know, sometimes you'd win, sometimes you'd lose. Sometimes they'd take forfeits. They're like, Woody, just put this wig on. Those girls from Newton High are <laughs> never going to know what hit them. <laughs> Trust me, 20 years from now, they'll call you brave for this. <laughs> Beat the shit out of those women. Put your wig on. <laughs> I should have wrestled. I, I think I would have liked that. But I that was the thing with wrestling that uh, I did it only in middle school because I switched to hockey for high school only. But there were definitely kids that I can't tell if they're super small now because they were cutting weight all the time. 
or if they were going to end up super small anyway. But there were definitely kids like in high school wrestling that would cut weight down to like 115. And it's like, we're, we're all growing, you know, like that. If there is a sport that's bad for you in high school, it's got to be wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't. Nutrition's really important when you're a growing boy, as they say. Like, like you can stunt your growth like that permanently. You know, uh, your bones are growing. Filthy, you need, you need are you something. an expert on this topic? Uh, just, I mean, why not? Sure. Yes, I'm an expert <laughs> on this topic as well. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, as you're saying that football immediately comes to mind with all the stuff that's coming out about the concussion stuff. And it's not even the concussions. It's the just repeated head trauma, even non like serious head trauma that fucks up your brain long term. So I guess I guess of the two, I'm personally more scared of like the brain damage than I am of the developmental stuff. But I can't imagine either particularly great. But would you Robbie's rather better. be a six foot, you know, three adult who can't remember who, his who's a little dumber or like a it's five not just a little five. dumber. It's like it's emotional regulation shit. It's like, no, I think I'd rather be, I think I'd have my mental facilities intact and, you know. No, I'd rather be a little dumber. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. six foot. I'm, I'm like, oh, would I give up like three IQ per inch? No. Uh, no. no, I think I'll just start right where I am. Chance. Yeah, no, six I, like, I like being tall. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, well, I like being tall too, but to, <laughs> to get to six two, would I give up six IQ points? No. Yeah, sure. ah, six isn't that many. Come on, you could do it. Not a chance. Dude, I would just give, try give a little up. harder. You need to go whole hog with a strategy like that because if you give up like six IQ points, you're probably still cognizant enough to recognize the lacking faculties you now possess. But oh, no. if you go, I'm going straight to six ten. Oh you really? Just get rid of thirty six, points. You won't 60. even remember. That's how sixty dumb. How's... at three a point. It's Wait, funny. No, the opposite 30. is much more appealing. Wait, I think maybe I'd I've done this like, already. Yeah, I think I'd go to like <laughs> four much. foot yeah. and be like super, super smart. Buddy, have you, you grown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, I, I've decided to make a trade-off. <laughs> yeah. But then, then you wouldn't even realize how smart you used to be because you'll be so dumb. Hmm. Yeah, there's a movie about that. It's a very old movie. Flowers for Algernon? Yeah. Uh, I, I've never... They've explored that. They've explored that the whole line of thought. I, uh, I tweeted out a poll the other day of like, if you have to pick one of these, would you rather be 25% uglier or 25% dumber? You have to pick one. Uglier. Have to pick oh. one? And, and in order for this to work, you have to be single. Shit. In this uh, fantasy land, you are a single man. Filthy and wood. Shit. I I'm still, still think going uglier. uglier. Yeah. yeah. It, not even a toss-up. To close. lose 25% of your brain power is going to ruin everything. I'd quickly be parted with any money I've gathered. And that would suck. Uh, I, I, my career prospects would be different. I would just live smarter. Definitely, oh. Trump's good looking. Your wife's yeah. gonna leave you. Ask Jackie. You, you ask Jackie the answer to this oh, question. Shit. I think she'll have a. Di she'll be like twenty five percent dumber. Yeah. <laughs> General intelligence is I'll like take, predictive of like I'll take care everything. of you, honey. Any positive outcome you care about, <laughs> it's pretty much predictive. Of. You know what the other one? Filthy. I, I line up. With. Did you read the bell curve? Yeah. Yeah. Or parts of it. Parts of it for school. Yeah. Slacker. Anyway, uh, Jordan Peterson was on here, though, and he was saying that conscientiousness is also a huge predictor. And that mm -hmm. lined up with my experience. What about 25% fatter and, you, and you're not allowed to lose the weight? Wait, no, Kyle, I wanted your... Because I, I, I could have guessed Dude, that Filthy and Woody fuck. would say uh, uh, uglier. But, Kyle, I, I, I was curious, especially for your answer, because you are so vain. So like, <laughs> He thinks the what, song's about What would him. you do? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like a fucking Carly Simon song over here. It, it's, I'm, this, that song is about me. I probably, oh man, my scarf is apricot. I, I, I don't know, man. I, that, that's fucked. 
I'd have to see a, a, a digital representation of, of what I would look like 25% <laughs> uglier. Because Here, I'll, I'll explain what it is. I'll explain what it is. You've got, you've got a jutted out brow, not like the distinguished one you have now, and your chin, it sucks in. You've got one of those weaselly no chin looks. Mm, a weak like chin. A weak chin. Yeah, a very, we have a very weak chin. If I look like this all the time, like... Okay, what's your... No, so like 5% uglier than that. Oh, my God. Uglier than that? Jesus. <laughs> like, like... So, Kyle, you You'll look at an image this. of that to get some sense of what it would be. What do you do for the intelligence that you're losing? What, what's your comparison there? I mean, hmm. I, I become what's the equivalent? Um, oh, Jesus. No, I don't know, man. I, like, like, am I literally... <laughs> Chiz goes, you, boom! Um, <laughs> like, like... You can't understand. You can't keep up with our conversations. Uh, you you can't make jokes anymore. You can't make like jokes. Any of your three syllable yeah. words, I'm just confused. Mm. That would um, be the big thing. Think of how much slower your wit would be. Yeah. Shit, man. That's why I, I would pick know. uglier. I, I don't know. I, I that that's so hard. That's so hard. It is. I, I bet in the end, twenty five percent is a big number too. I wonder if the, if it was five percent, I might choose intelligence. Yeah, like twenty five. Yeah. If you make yourself twenty five percent dumber, you're you're borderline retarded. You know, like yeah. like like. Only got... <laughs> Let, let's assume that we're all like, you know, above average IQ, and so it wouldn't take us down to like actual retarded person. It would take us down to you would be feeble minded, which is a we, clinical We go term. to the level of someone who at Chipotle points over the counter for their <laughs> Barack uh, Obama. For what they want. All right, I, I'm gonna take oh, yeah, that's ugliness. why. Oh, I saw that. And I was like, God, <laughs> I'm going to take the guy. ugliness, but with the caveat that there will be extensive surgeries done. Like, like, like can I do that? Can no. I can I be no, ugly, you, but then no. get it fixed? You can't make hypotheticals easier to make it more palatable. That's Come the point. on. <laughs> can he I be dumber than go to school? Right? No, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, that, that's between ignorance and intelligence. Like, like, like this. Now, now, if you did that, if you maybe twenty-five percent more ignorant, now that I, I would get on board with, because then I can just relearn all the stuff that I've forgotten, and you know, I'll still be the the same intelligence. I'll just be much more ignorant of of, of 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 things. Environmentally and, retarded. Environment. Well, environmental retardation can't. I don't know that you can. Like my mother taught special ed, and they had this kid that that had environmental retardation. And I remember her explaining that to me. She's like, "Well, basically, you know, remember how you and I used to sit down and read books together and go through numbers and do math, and like we we you'd read out loud to me, and like and we would have adult conversations with you to sort of foster your intelligence." Yeah. Well, they didn't do any of that. They just kind of kept him in a room like Carl from Sling Blade, and now he's that. And he's not coming back from that. It's His brain can't recover from the... My mom didn't the, do any of that. She just made me go <laughs> outside a lot. Like, you know, yeah. it's not yeah. raining. You should be out oh, there, playing. <laughs> there are different too, degrees like, of environmental... Outside time! And it's just like, for hours, you're just like, can we come back in? It's cold! <laughs> no! <laughs> like a... No, me and your father are fucking, clearly. Like, <laughs> there are different degrees of environmental retardation, but this this kid in particular was fucked. Like he was Some of it's fucked. developmental too, like developmental timings, right? Like if you miss these elements where your brain is still developing in certain ways, you're gonna you're gonna have, you're gonna see disproportionately negative results than if you didn't have that opportunity missed and just so I I think that would be totally, totally fucked. I don't think you'd want to trade that either. 
Like, what are you, you going to do with that? You like miss out on all the developmentally useful stuff in your childhood for slightly better good looks? What's like an example of, of something that missing out you I would have contribute one. to like that environmental retardation? You learn like, language when you're younger. Language. Much better say than too. when you're older. Yep. Yeah, that's because with Colin, that's something we've been like acutely aware of, like how much time and effort and money we poured into his language development early on because those doors kind of close. Yeah, that, that's a good example of one like, uh, you know, those stories about like wolf kids who yeah. somehow survive out in the woods until they're like mm -hmm. seven, but they have no ability to like communicate with humans. It's like, you know, even if you like get them in like a great school right then, it's like that ship has almost sailed in a way, you know, yeah. it's like there's you, you can't really fully mitigate that kind of trauma. Yeah, there's feral children like, like that's what you don't want to adopt, Taylor. That's the opposite of adopting one of those Asian kids. Yeah, if I adopt a child, it's gonna be it's gonna be the cream of the crop from China. They're yeah. gonna or Japan. The Japanese also take care of their elders, because <laughs> Taylor, you know, on the other side of the sea, there's someone sitting over there. The other side of the world, someone sitting over there gonna be like, just it's the it's the Asian equivalent of you. And he's sitting there scheming how he's gonna sell these stupid American dumb Chinese children, but tell them they're really smart Chinese children. It's just <laughs> oh, like, we, we just, just put the grasses on them. They believe anything over there. <laughs> <It's> American. <laughs> oh yeah, who do who do all kinds of math? You show him. <laughs> See, an American can't do math, so he does not know if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I said all sorts retarded Chinese child. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That guy's uh, living over there right now, make, taking advantage. Okay, well, I guess I'll go to Japan. They're probably more regulated, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you don't want one of those, one of those communist children anyway. Or adopt a kid from, like, Africa like sub-Saharan Africa where it's a shithole, but make sure you get him at an age of like 11 or 12 to where he remembers how shitty it was where he came from because that kid will be the most thankful kid on the planet mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey, I'm sorry, I forgot to pick up those Totino's pizza rolls. Oh, I do not mind. I have been drinking clean water all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not know that it was normal to just take one shit per day. <laughs> I thought it was a constant emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would be so thankful all the time. But where would you not want to adopt a kid from? Let me think. Uh, I think you just nailed it. I, I don't want one of those sub-Saharan African child soldier kids that, that's gonna be that's gonna be fucking like taking some offense from the neighbors as like a war. Uh, initiation and going over there with a meat cleaver and, and like mutilating <laughs> genitals or something. I collected many ears for you today. The neighbors let their dog <laughs> on your yard. He's got I like ate three, three ears. fingers of the albino girl next door. I have been feeling sick all day. It did not help at all. You know? <laughs> See, but no, you're, you're picking a child soldier. I'm picking just a normal sub-Saharan African child who lived a shitty life and is now going to be thankful. You got to make sure they weren't like a lieutenant in Coney's Corps. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I want to be man. one of those rubber farmers' children He's who's already had like, who's already lost one hand, but they're really handy with the one they have left. Okay, so a little security in case there is a flashback to you know Coney and Somalia or whatever. Yeah, you can't, you can't get, get the gun safe open. Okay. Yeah, you need both hands for that. You get one of those I've, safes where you have to turn a knob and flip a a lever. You can't you just can't do it with the one hand. Trying to think what kind of kid I wouldn't want. Like I'm thinking maybe somewhere in like Eastern Europe, but like what oh, would they do? The that was the crop. They would yeah. just swap tracksuit and mind their own business, right? I, I I think the Eastern European kids are the cream of the crop, right? Get yourself a fucking Lithuanian or something. Like get yourself a uh, a uh, 
because, you know, the, the uh, Eastern European, you said? They're yeah, not going to carry us what the reasoning is. A European in general, really. Like, 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 I don't want a French kid. That accent would oh, get okay. fast. Winner. Yeah. I want one of those like, <laughs> superhuman Swedish Norwegian people. Like they're they're like with a few countries that are taller than us, and they're often really good looking. I, I sometimes think like hypothetical single younger me, right, goes there. Upside, all these women are amazing looking. Downside, all, all those men fight. are amazing looking too, and and like I'm kind of screwed. I, I might just huh. be you know like like yeah, wouldn't it be great to play hockey in the NHL? No, you get your ass kicked. That is me in Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's like, uh, man, I'd love to be like the fun fan to play against the Dolphins this weekend in the NFL. It's like, uh, until you're out there and you're like, you know what? Aww. These are some large gentlemen. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, Let's... that O-line guy that with the, you know, yeah. fucking tattoo on his forehead. Hey, Chicago Bears, I'll make a deal. I won't hit you my hardest and you don't hit me your hardest. Fair? <laughs> they weren't worried about my hit. <laughs> yeah, no. I think if you're going to adopt like a 17-year-old, uh, maybe you adopt one of these a little Woody dim- Allen situation here. Absolutely, a little Woody Allen. It's a little situation old for here. Woody Allen's blood. Yeah, yeah, is it? It, yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I, I, we'll keep it legal. You know, we're not gonna get a thirteen-year-old so uh, Asian girl. Uh, well, I, I, was she sixteen when he got her? Oh no, I'm thinking of Polanski. I'm just naming the age of consent. Oh, I, well, I, I, so Kyle, you're talking case. about adopting a seventeen-year-old gal to fuck. Oh, how'd you put that one together, Taylor? <laughs> no, I was just asking. You're like, so that, insightful. That's plan because you don't want the actual child part. You just want a, a nice, like, pseudo-sex slave. I mean, whoa. Okay, Sherlock. First of all, <laughs> I, I'm going to support her needs. Look, as you would any I girlfriend. I you will. Yeah. You know, you know I'm, I'm going to you know, pay for her books and uh, you know, her, her makeup and her uh-huh. dresses and You'd stuff like that. You'd sign her yearbook. I'll yes. sign her. Well, we don't want any evidence. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll ruin Calm your political down. career. Calm down. Sign it, Roy Moore. Roy Moore's mistakes. Okay, I, that, that's why I'm watching all of these uh, these mm. sexual harassers. I'm I'm taking notes of what not to do here. That's You're learning a good point. skill set. No witnesses. Yeah. No evidence. No, you get yourself one of these seventeen-year-old, and, and you know, a, a willing adoptee, right? Like we're not looking to force anything on anybody or anything like that, okay. you know. There are a lot of those you think, a lot of willing 17-year-olds sitting around somewhere being like, man, I wish I could be adopted as a uh, child sex slave to some Why American. do we keep calling Particularly... her a sex slave? Because she, what, what do you think you... She's a pleasure assistant. <laughs> 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 I don't like this line of thought. <laughs> uh, no, we go on a few dates or whatever. If she's not into it, she's not into it. Then, you know, send I'll her send her back to fucking yeah. Nicaragua or the wherever implication. Right She knows what happens if she doesn't put out. That's right. Kyle is not the kind of father who offers unconditional love. He keeps, <laughs> he keeps a fucking checklist over there. <laughs> Dishes aren't done. Can't help but notice. <laughs> you, you said you were going to do them. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, you're going to be on a fucking shipping crate back to wherever the fuck you're from. Yes. Get over here and blow me. Right. That's how it'll go. Put all, you got to put the utensils away and suck my... I'm not co-signing with any of this nonsense. <laughs> this is vile stuff we're talking now. Now, now we have... We've, we've went from Woody Allen territory to Polanski territory, and I'm just not co-signing any I'm of this. I'm pretty sure this is Woody Allen, Allen too. Soon we're going to be in, in Jared Fogle land, and that oh, won't be shit. too far. Oh, yeah. I, you don't want to go to Jared, Jared. No, no, no. Dude, no, I no. bet he is not doing well in prison Probably if he's not. with uh, the regular population because everybody's going to notice him, and everybody's going to make a footlong joke and rape him. 
I want to get that prison guy on the show. Did you hear? Did, I know you guys are on the subreddit now. Do you see them asking for that dude? There's a YouTuber yeah, who went to prison. prison guy. I actually don't know who that okay, is. There's, I, I, I forget his name. If you're watching this, I apologize. for That's my thing. I forget names. And uh, But anyway, he has a YouTube channel and he tells stories about like what it was like to be in prison. He, I remember the one I watched, a commissary is where you go and you buy things. And he's like, when you go there, they're going to steal all your stuff. Don't buy from commissary here. They'll make you their victim. They'd be like, no, no one's fucking with me. And sure enough. You know, there's nothing he can do. And it just sounded like, one, he could tell a story, which is uncommon. And two, he had some. So I, I liked Uncle cool. Terry's prison stories. Those were always, well, I say always, only met the man that one terrifying evening. But uh, oh. those, those what were What was fun. the best Uncle Terry prison story? Um, he, he was talking about how ruthless you had to be. Um, he had a lot of issues with black gentlemen. Uh, that's not how he said it, though. Basically... Uh, he, he had, he took out his false teeth. I didn't know they were false. And I'm like, Whoa, what happened to all of your goddamn teeth? And he's like, uh, a black guy hit me in the mouth with a lock and a sock and knocked all of them out. And I'm like, what did you do? I killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, Oh shit. You killed him. Yeah. Killed him. Had to. And it was just, just, just all of his stories. Wait, was this terror. conversation over a phone, like through some no. glass? Or he... <laughs> no, in person. No, 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 in person. Uh, How did he kill him? Ever... Huh? How did he over kill him? Chip... I don't recall exactly how he had killed him. He's not my uncle. He was like my cousin's uncle, and we had went to uh, to like get him to come help us fight some people. Like, like there was gonna be a big fight, and and Scott was like, "We'll go get Uncle Terry. He'll back our play." And I was like, who the fuck is Uncle Terry? I don't have an Uncle Terry. And basically, we met this terrifying man in a, literally in a trailer park. He was the bare-knuckled boxing champion of the trailer park. They would all put in a case of beer in the center and then have a bare-knuckled boxing tournament to determine who won all the beer. And he regularly won all the beer. Um, <laughs> just, a, just a ruthless... He's he's in prison now, armed robbery, and I think he shot someone. <laughs> like, 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 rough guy, rough guy. This is wow. a repeat story I've told. But I used to um, train uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu with these two prison guards, and they would tell stories from work. And what? By the way, they painted their fingernails. Not really related, but I thought it was a weird thing to do as a prison weird. guard. Black. Anyway, um, they would let them rape each other, and they had like pretty much the unspoken. He, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna microwave a burrito." So it's going to take me like nine minutes to get back, just so you know. And he told this story with such sickening glee. He's like, you hear him out there. Help! Help me! And he's laughing about it as they're ass raping this guy. And, and he knew what the scoop was. Like, this guy needed to be punished for some reason. And the cops would use the other prisoners to delve out this, delve out this punishment, deal out this punishment. Anyway, uh... And, uh, and then he'd come back, and sure enough, there he was, all bloody and such. And I was like, well, what if you're tough? You know, like, what, what, what if you're, you know, you've been training MMA for a while. Like, what if you're an, a, a guy who can handle himself, a one percenter? And he's like, it doesn't help. And that's, he's like, they just put a lock in his sock, and, uh, you know, they, they hit you from behind. They come at you 8v1. Uh, they, there's, it, it, it takes a certain amount of political maneuvering, not toughness. Man, that is... Horrible. Yeah, yeah. And like then, for the it, dude to just be like, I'm gonna go microwave a burrito 
And he can hear the rapings. Yes. He doesn't even like like turn the TV. He can't something. contain his laughter through the story. He can't contain his laughter through the story. That was the sickest part. What a sociopath. Yeah. That like that uh, and and he's telling the story like we're all going to love it too. Like, you know, <laughs> I got oh. a good one here, you know, and he's telling there's like six or seven of us listening and he's you know, he's doing the whole uh, what is that fupa on ass sound and yeah, uh and and you know, and I'm, I'm just horrified because I, I, I don't think about it as much as anymore, but I used to think like, how would I get by in prison? Like, what would be my strategy? You know, am I tough enough? Am I clever enough? Am I, I, I don't really have a winning strategy in this. I feel like I'm the sort of guy who doesn't thrive in prison. Hey, you guys like paramotors? Don't go there. Any Minecraft fans on the cell block? I can hook you up with some diamond swords on the outside. (laughs) And and one of the strategies that gets you by pretty well is to keep to yourself, right? You know, like keep your mouth closed. uh, Don't cause any trouble and just exist in your own column, right? That's not really what I excel at. Like I make friends. And I feel like I would get quickly taken advantage of and people would know me and, and like, it would be a huge personality change for me to just be that solitary non-talker for five years. Oh, I, yeah, I think that Taylor, would be very difficult for me. I was, I, was, I was thinking of you too, right? Like Taylor just has so many quips that he desperately wants to share and <laughs> someone won't like one of them. Oh, you it'll be day pop- one. That it's yeah. like, oh, I, I overplayed my hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, seven years Remember ago. you were t- on Painkiller Nearly just a few days ago. You were telling us your strategy like, oh, I would murder people with words. Oh, everyone on this cell block quickly learned that, this is in high school though, quickly learned that I would just be ruthless in how I would tear them down. I think that you strategy works better in middle same, school than prison. Yes. <laughs> you, you can only use that tactic at a lunch table in, in middle school and high school. Not when, you know, Jumbo Joe with his Confederate flag tattooed across his chest is like waiting for, for one. Oh, like I don't even like I, I heard also that you're not supposed to join a gang because joining a gang is a way to get fucked with more because you're like almost voluntarily introducing yourself into a fucked up world. Whereas, like you said, you can get by better just kind of put your blinders on and nose to the grindstone, make well, your fucking an expert in this. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, knows. Filthy knows all about prison. <laughs> I like what you said about how I like what you said about how the guy is telling you the story and he and, and he's like exuberant about it and he's expecting you to sort of co-sign and be interested interested in that as well. I've had that experience so oh. many times where people think I'm one of them in mm. one regard or another. You know, like 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 often it's racism. Like like some people kick off with some super racist talk in private and I'm like, whoa, whoa, that that's 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 strong language you're using there, pal. That's that's uh that that's some rough stuff you're you're, you're doling out. Or I've met guys who have been uh, in war, whether it's Afghanistan or Iraq, and they'll start talking about some of their war experiences. Like, yeah, we just we we had a, a copper cable and we just beat him and beat him and beat him and and eventually he talked. I couldn't understand a word of it. <laughs> and you're just like. I don't want to hear about war crimes, pal. Like, I, we're, we're just getting to know each other, and you're telling me about actual war crimes. Like, like is that where it, we are uh, right now? Th- this isn't quite the same thing, but it reminded me of a story my friend who was in uh, Afghanistan for a while told me. And, like, I was just asking him, like, so, like, every single thing there is different than here. Like, you never, like, drive by and be like, wow, a Michael Jackson record. Who would have thunk it or something? Like, like, and he's like, yeah. Like, one example is we were on a night, pat- night patrol in a pretty safe area. 
and we were pulling up across the road and we heard this like ah, 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 noise and we were like what the fuck what the fuck so we turned on all the lights and everything and or, you know the high beams and everything and we could see this like man just crawling towards us on the road just crawling towards us in a really weird way making a ah, noise and we were like what the fuck and then you know after a few more yards he started going slowly into the darkness out there and we just let him go because didn't know what's going on and so we just he just left the next morning where we continue on a bit and we see this house this house in the middle of nowhere where these uh these uh people live and chained in the front yard chained up in the front yard is this man on all fours doing uh, like clearly like deformed like his legs don't work they had a translator talk to this family uh, he had he had a dog house out there that this man lived in like outside of the regular house they had their translator talk to this family and that guy was mentally handicapped fell into like a ravine when he was young broke both of his legs and because they don't like take you to special camp to help fix you they just kept this man chained outside their home and he lived in a doghouse, and that night he escaped. And like my friend who was in Afghanistan was like laughing about this because you have to have a fucked up sense of humor if you're gonna see stuff like that. And I was just like, Jesus Christ! So like, what did you do? And they're like, Well, it's not our, it's not our son. So we left. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Not even, can you imagine seeing an adult handicapped person with broken legs chained in the front yard somewhere in like Baltimore? It's like no. Like, like, well, no, Baltimore. Yes, actually. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. That I got it. That's not as horrible as I, I didn't know where that story was heading, but 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 my mind was going on a lot of avenues of of, of horrific shit, and that that's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. They didn't kill him. It was just a story of something they saw where he he still like it's burned in his memory. Because he's of like, course. I didn't even know that's a thing that you did to people. Like, that, <laughs> I, I, it never crossed my mind. Like, oh, well, and, but, but your story about, uh, I had something for the other thing, too, where, like, someone's trying to, like, explain something to you that they think is funny. This yeah. is a throwback to the Poop Bandit. I've said before, that guy was a fucking maniac, the Poop Bandit. If you don't know the story, Filthy, a guy, a guy in my high school would shit into rags and then, like, draw Joker-esque messages on stalls before and after hours schools. And it would say, like, ha, 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 you'll never catch me in feces <laughs> on the wall. And at one point, I caught him kind of because he was coming out of a bathroom i was about to go in he goes oh taylor <laughs> maybe don't go in that bathroom it seems a certain bandit has struck again <laughs> and and i was like all right well now i fucking know mike's the, the bathroom bandit and uh the, it was hilarious like we all like as adults had to like start getting like walked to the bathroom and he still found a way to do it i don't know <laughs> where he found the time uh, but he 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 did that to me once where like he, we were both friendly like like I was always nice to him we weren't good we weren't like friends or anything but we were always courteous and uh, he was telling me once he's like so like the the woods behind my house like my neighbor he has all these dogs right and like they, they bother to shit on me they're like always loud and like barking so this this weekend and he like starting laughing like Cartman like in this weekend I took I took a bunch of bologna and, and I took a bunch of rat poison out of my uncle's shed and I put a ton of poison all in the woods and the dogs are gonna eat it <laughs> and he was, he's like laughing I'm like ha 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 Mike you 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 prankster like you like and and I had to like of course walk away not feeling that comfortable knowing that that Mike had murdered all those dogs. Yeah, watch your lunch around Mike because he's got yeah. a pocket full of rat poison <laughs> and a rag full of shit. That guy was... <laughs> I'll have to mull... I'll have to dwell Ooh. on that guy a little longer and think if there are more stories. Because Dude, that do you have your yearbook? Because it'd be funny to, exp to like, dox 
shit bandit. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking with that guy. <laughs> I've got a story. I am not fucking with the shit bandit. No. Dude, so I'll told... wake up and I'll open my eyes late at night and then they'll see. I knew what you did. That smell. <laughs> I've told the story before of this guy in my high school who got bullied uh, and it was like a mental bullying. Uh, I, I, th I think what happened was he tried to start a business and he made like a commercial, like, you know, computer business or something in high school. And he said his name, but he said it in kind of like a, a maybe an extra formal way. And he used his middle initial. So people spray painted the billboards that the buses saw on the way in. When he walked in the, in the cafeteria, they all said, you know, I'm Ronald Staver. It's not his real name, but that, that's, you know, and it just like chanted hundreds of people making fun of this guy in unison. So I looked him up on Facebook recently. It turns out he owns a lot of Bitcoin, a lot of Bitcoin. He's been in it since 2011. He had so much extra Bitcoin, he offered to give it to everybody on his friends list and not a single person took him up on it. I think he might be very wealthy right now. And I'm kind of psyched for that. That's cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He's just- and he's... Who's laughing last? Now that Charles M. McGillicuddy has all the coins in his corner, you know, like it ties into this. It, you know, it's a bummer that good things are happening and happening for him in like 2017 and 18 because it's kind of late. And like, it's like I keep tying back to the Game of Thrones thing. Who's the old guy with the 19 sons? Walder got... Frey. Thank you. Um, would you take his life? Like, if that was the life you wanted, you know, fuck your 19 wives and do this and do like everything goes your way, just screwing people over, do it, being king of your universe. But then the last three months of your life are not good. That's so not like a bad the Bill, deal. The Bill Cosby paradigm. Yeah. Yeah. That Bill Cosby what do you think, lived a dream. Yeah, it's hard to get away from that, isn't it? I mean, you know, we're all, all going to have a shitty ending sooner or later. Would it would it be that much worse three months earlier? I don't know. It'd be. It feels like, you know, just if I look at that logically, that I think I'd probably rationally, I suppose, rather than logically, I think I'd probably take a really good life with a shitty ending over a shitty life with a good ending. Yeah, definitely. Right. Like I wouldn't want to live a horrible shitty life and then like be a minor hero in a war. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not unless like there's a statue of me or any. Ah, not even then. Because eventually someone would say, that statue's racist, and they tear me down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely tear down Paterno's yeah. statue, right? Yeah, oh, well, he needed it torn down. So this is interesting that we bring this up, because one of our AMA questions is actually, how do you want to die? How and when would you want to die? So be thinking of that while I tell everyone a bit about movement watches. Hmm. Wearing a we get it. Watch. Holiday shopping can be tough, but thanks to movement, all of that gift-giving anxiety can disappear with the press of a button. These watches make the perfect purchase for just about anyone in your life, guy or girl. And remember, they start at only $95. You've heard us talk about movement, and I'm sure you got yourself a watch by now. Now let's finish your holiday shopping and get a movement watch for someone else on your list. With movement, you can skip the crowds and standing in those crazy lines of the, for the holiday season and find a gift they'll love at a price at prices that beat department stores movement watches started just 95 dollars at a department store you're looking at four to five hundred bucks movement figured out that by selling online they were able to cut out the middleman and all that retail markup providing the best possible price at such great prices movement watches make wonderful holiday gifts to 
Uh, classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. Over 1 million watches sold in over 160 countries. So get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash pka. Link below. Um, Woody's got a very nice watch over there. Go to movement.com slash pka and join the movement. Yeah, I, I've been wearing my watch every day. My, uh, I have a watch that tells my altitude, but it stopped working well, so I put on the movement. because I know. I'm bummed. Uh, anyway, so I had a couple watches to choose from, the movement and some others, and the date was wrong. With the movement watch, you could just pull it out halfway and fix the date. With the other one, I was spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning until I eventually was like, fuck this watch. I'm not going to wear this piece of shit. And, uh, and I, I, now I've been rocking the movement for a couple weeks. So Taylor... How yeah. and when would you prefer to die? Hmm. Oh, no magic. Go... You can't. You can't say. You know, the year three thousand aboard your starship. But, no, uh... I, I wouldn't be. So my first thought was like, oh, I want to be like hundred and ten. But then I was thinking like, what is that quality of life going to be like between eighty-eight and hundred, eighty-five and hundred and ten, eighty and hundred and ten? Who knows? Like, if you get to eighty. And you're like, this this is getting rough. And you know you're not going for another 30 years. Like, that's got to kind of suck. So I think, like, 90 is an old enough age, but not so old that, like, you're wishing actively for death. Like, I'm sure you are once you get, like, into the mid-90s in most situations. So, like, 90, 91 years old, and I want to die of uh, something, God, something funny that would make the paper. What would it be? Like, what's something that, like, a way an old person wouldn't... Like, maybe a cocaine overdose. Like, oh. at the age of, like, 91. And then, like, it'd be, like, a picture of me, like, with, like, a beer or something, like, giving a thumbs up. And I'd be like, man, that guy was always a blast. Like, and so it'd be a fun memory. And so there you go. Drug huh. overdose at 91. Maybe, maybe at... I don't want to... I don't want to live that long. Maybe I die at, like, 43 and... I, I have turned myself into like a, a, a human manned torpedo to try to overthrow the, the Chinese government that has conquered the United States. And I take out like a Chinese like aircraft carrier with my human torpedo. I like that. This is all going to happen like in the next 10 years almost then, right? Yeah, yeah you're was, almost oh, yeah. in the last decade. Yeah. I was going there a little bit. When I was like, I'll make it up, 17, I thought living to 40 or even 35 would be plenty, right? You know, like 35, like... What is even the point of life after that? But now I'm 44, and I'm like, yeah, I'm still feeling relatively athletic. Like, I can do cool shit. So I wonder when that stops and how I'll feel then, right? If at, let's say, between 55 and 60, all of a sudden you don't move well enough to do good things, is that when life ends? Or will at 60 I'd be like, you know, there's still a lot of cool stuff left I can do. At some point, do you acknowledge that your quality of life is low, or is it always better than no life? I don't know. At some point, it definitely becomes worse than no life, I think. Like, you can tell with certain old people, like, even at the store sometimes. Like, so I'll, I'll see some, like, old lady and be, like, like start making up backstories for them. Do you guys do that where you see random people in public and <laughs> no. you make backstories for them? Okay, well, I do. And I'm like, man, this, this poor bitch. Like, I bet her husband's been dead for 25 years. She has to sleep alone every night and wake up with creaky, awful uh, bones and, and her medicine's not good enough anymore. She's always got like a dry, tacky mouth. You know, she hasn't been laid since the Nixon administration. Like, like all these kind of things that I'm, I'm thinking about, and it always just makes me sad. When in reality, like, it's probably like some old lady who just like probably is gonna forget where she parked her car. But for the most part, she's fine. I haven't talked yeah. about this yet. 
but my mother-in-law died yesterday, uh, which for people watching the show was Wednesday. And one of the hard parts for everyone around her was that she didn't want to die. Um, at, at some point in the process, uh, for people who don't know, she was either 77 or 78. She had a birthday while she was with us, and I forget which. And uh, at some point, you sort of stop hoping that they get better and start hoping that it, they stop hurting. And, uh, but not her. Like four days ago, you know, they're asking, like, hey, do you want to sign a DNR? And she's like, no, no, I'm not really set on that one yet. It's like, you have stage four cancer everywhere. You're 78. You can't walk. You're not ready for yeah. DNR? And she wasn't. She, she didn't want to die. And uh, I'm ready for a DNR right now. That's right. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. So, um, I don't know. The, the whole death topic, like, sort of wraps in. Like, I, at least my experience. I, I've never cared for anyone in those last months before. And uh, it, it might be that, like, you never really are like, yeah, this has been a good ride. I'm done with. Which is what we all think we'll say when we're older. You know? The, yeah. Every, because everyone... basically what it is, it's like the whole world is a party. And that party's going to keep going on. Like, you just have to leave. Like, so it's, it's not like it all just ends. Like, you know, oh, a year from now, they're gonna be, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to do, too. Like, even if I'm so old to not be able to enjoy it, like, it'd probably be nice to see it, like, to bear witness to this kind of stuff. See, I like, that does make sense. Turns out, you know, I want to I see, I wanna see the, whole, the whole series there. It'd be a shame to go out now. Yeah, but maybe it is just a movie for some people where they're just like, yeah, I'd like to see how this happens, how that pans out. But, uh, uh, like, what do you think happening for, for you, Woody? Like, were you, like, almost split, thinking, like, yeah, she was in so much pain all the time, like, it's almost a blessing in disguise, but then seeing her not wanting that is also like, ah, like, I shouldn't feel okay, like, like it's a good thing if she's clearly not seeing like, like, it's an okay thing. It's so not split, but, or, or maybe a kind of split. Like, I, I clearly thought that death was a better option than a slow degrading because coming back wasn't on the menu, right? That's not a thing that she was going to do. Uh, so it was just whether... But was she, was, she com- was she kind of all the way there on that? that? Was she aware and responding and interacting with that fact that she... Because I feel like a lot of times people just don't get there. They're never quite... You know, you're always hoping for a miracle. You're always fighting for life. You're always, you know, holding on to that idea that, you're, that it isn't going to necessarily end here. Because, you know, A, how do you ever imagine not existence? But it feels like on some level that, you know, like... She this. got cancer. So, <laughs> to take a step back, um, from Jackie's perspective, both her parents got cancer like eight years ago. And um, her father died, but her mother beat it. Then her mother got cancer again, beat that, and got cancer like a third time and, and, and didn't. So Jackie's had her parents dying for the last eight years, which is yeah. a pretty rough scene. Um yeah, and is. and I, maybe that contributes to the idea that her mother was you know, always hoping to pull it around because she had done it twice before. Um, and but to us, still, like she, her mind wasn't fully functional for the last couple of months. Like she had just lost a step, and um, you know, so at one point, like for the last three years, I'm trying to get to your question. They were like, "Well, you're not beating this cancer. Like this, th- that's not happening. We know what's going to kill you, but we don't know when." You know, so, you know, you might live with this for five or seven years, or you might live with it for two or three or one. And uh, so she, but she never seemed to like accept that. 
it, it was kind of a, you know, like even a month ago when the doctors are like, okay, let's stop the chemo, right? It's causing you more pain than, you know, like the studies say, like, you know, based on where you are, if you don't do chemo, you've got like 28 days. And if you do do chemo, you're at like 31, you know, do you want to be on chemo for the rest of your life? It's like, no, <laughs> no, this chemo is exhausting and bad. And, and, yeah. um, but like, even with that kind of knowledge, like being told 30 days, she'd accept it. And then like four days later be like, well, still maybe, maybe you're not even on chemo anymore. Like it, um, no amount of blueberries is going to solve this equation. <laughs> so, uh, so it was a really difficult, it was a difficult death, you know? And, uh, it's it, it, part of not, ex, not ever wanting to die or accepting that death was coming soon. Like, you know, like she'd wrap up her fares or like, you know, have a, like, you know, it was all left to us to sort of do like, you know, find how she's going to get cremated and how like all that stuff. Um, yeah. That's, that's all on such a knife edge though, isn't it? It's like, you know, in another circumstance, we'd call her a fighter. In another circumstance, we'd call her optimistic and, you know, not willing to give up because she's not willing to end her life, you know, if it was a different scenario. And, and you have to wonder, like, how much of this is kind of hardwired into us, right? Like, we're the organisms that have survived or the descendants of the organisms that have survived after millions mm -hmm. of years of this. Are we really going to roll over and die at the first, give up at the first opportunity for that? So, she I don't know, man. It's, it, the, the end of the life stuff is so horrifying. Everyone's going to go through it. Everyone is going to get there sooner or later. There's no avoiding it. And... There's like no preparing for it either because there's no happy ending for that, right? Like, I mean, your wife did it for eight years. And <laughs> yeah. is, is this like, and what is that? The end of that, everyone's excited that it's over? No, of course not. It's a loss of a loved one. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah, I got I a, a question. I text for just a second. And the guy yeah, was like, hey, you know, uh, sorry about that. But I know it's also like a huge relief. And Jackie's not feeling relief. Jack, just people know, Jackie was an absolute hero in caring for her mother. <laughs> you know, they, she would... It, eight hours a day she cared for her until the last couple of weeks when it was 20, you know, she slept there. She's been sleeping next to her mother. And, uh, and, and she was there holding her hand as she took her last breath, like everything. And now she feels some guilt that she didn't do enough. And it's like, there was no more, like you have been perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it, we took the whole day off. I broke my diet. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, everyone's a little sad. So. I think we, it's understood. That you, can, <laughs> yeah. you can eat some feelings on a day like that. Nobody's judging there. So, Man, that's, I, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, that's rough. Yeah. All right, Taylor, you get, so you get diagnosed with a brain tumor. You got 18 months to live. What's on your bucket list? What Fill are, myself what are... weeping, put it on Facebook, get to meet every professional athlete in the country. Oh, nice. No, come on. Say so I was being bullied. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Keaton. Get out yeah, of here. That, that's exactly what I was. Okay. But yeah, I don't know what scared. I do. 18 months. Honestly, like, if you told me I have 18 months to live, it would it'd take me a few months just to get out of a crippling depression of, like, I, w I would stop working Jesus, out. Jesus, you're going to waste... I would, dude, I, I, I'm trying to be honest with myself. Like, I wouldn't be like, hey, you know what? I got a year and a half. Let's go to fucking Spain and just like take off. Like at least a month or two, I feel like I would be just b wanting to be by myself and probably just cry. 
oh, and just on. feel. No. I'm, I'm being honest. Like this is what I would probably do. I would be, I'd be horrified of dying. I'd be like, I, I didn't plan for this. Like holy shit, why no. did I spend time getting in shape? I have you heard that Tim Tinder girls anymore? Actually, I wouldn't have to use a condom. You're terrible. You use a condom. This is who I hope I am. I hope that I get my affairs in order. And then just do some risky enough shit that I'll be yes. lucky to make 18 months. Like, you think you my upside down paramotoring is cool now? You don't know what's coming with death on the, <laughs> on the horizon. Yeah. So you, you know what I, I would do? I'd want to rob a bank. Like, sure. I would want to do something like that. Okay. That's going to happen 17 and a half or months in, like, just to make sure, you know, hopefully I'm still strong enough to rob a bank. But if there oh, is, like, yes. one crazy thing that I'd want to do that I would never do, ever otherwise it'd be like rob a bank i heard like, it and, was... I, and i would do it like the old john dillinger way where i, I had a cigar and i didn't come in with my mask like off like i'd hire some eccentric clowns or whatever so what you're saying matter. is you'd spend 17 of your 18 months in jail no, I said at 17 and a half months, like when oh, I got I like two weeks left to live, then I go rob a bank. Even if he did it at the start, right? Regardless of how the bank robbery worked out, he wouldn't have to worry about paying rent. Yeah. Or who's the most evil person in the world? Like some dictator in Africa or something? Just like <laughs> 15 uh, months president in. president of... Of who? Of, He's of the United like States. Most... Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> no, I definitely not that. We're verging upon about... a crime here, just so everyone knows. Yeah, so. right. So is, it's a legal like, oh, yeah, smack is, talk to yeah. president? No, but you, it, you can't be... In where, certain ways, it actually... Where Taylor was yeah, going. It actually is, which is why I'm talking oh, about... Oh, like, I see, some, I see, yeah. Some warlord chieftain, like a Coney kind of guy. Like, whatever mm. that guy is now. Like, yeah, you get 15 You'd kill him, in, then Kyle and adopts his, his like, 14-year-old daughter. Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> this has worked out well for Kyle. Yeah, this is... Yes. To, to uh, poke at this know. more. What are you guys you honestly saying that you wouldn't spend, like, at least a month uh, just distraught? Like, just trying to even get your head straight, trying uh, to wonder I, what it's going to be like. I think I'd spend the whole 18 months with that in the back of my head. Like, a sort right. of sadness that this show's about to end. Oh, I, I, you got Look, have you ever heard that Tim McGraw song, Live Like You Were Dying? Uh, yes, but I comfort. haven't formed a life philosophy yeah. around it. Well, you would <laughs> if you were dying. Have you, you heard totally... Touch Me Baby one more time? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, we could play that you're one about to be thing. kissed by an angel he went um skydiving he went rocky mountain climbing he went he went uh 2.7 seconds on a bull named fu manchu like you'd go do some hardcore risky stuff that you had avoided because hey you don't want to die like, like i would do those things i would i would go uh, but isn't that shit supposed to be life affirming isn't that why people do it isn't that going to be entirely pointless while you're doing it, you're doing no. all these life-affirming right. moments that you're like, I'm going to die anyways in the next fucking you know, oh, you know, 12 months. You know, what, you know what's never going to happen again? No using condoms anymore. Oh, yeah, forget that. No. STDs, that. bring them on. You're not beating this brain tumor, syphilis. <laughs> like, just, just fuck as many women as I can unprotected because that'll also rationalize, like, all right, like, I can really essentially what you're saying is nothing out. would change except the condom. Uh, man, when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> what if that actually cured your brain tumor, though? Because syphilis is like, uh, is, it, it like eats yeah, your brain it, away it, at its later stages. What if the syphilis saved your life? What if it ate the brain tumor away? Yeah, that's how those generally work, that right? Would, oh, you add two negatives, they cancel out. move for that. Where they're like, how did you beat your brain tumor? It was inoperable. It was on your pineal gland. There was nothing to be done. I fucked my way through to the other side. <laughs> I, just, I just kept fucking 
and, and accumulating STDs like Pokemon cards. It's Brittany over right here, this prostitute. She fucked my brains out, and now I'm cured. <laughs> she saved my life with that putrid cunt. Yeah. Uh, she was Downside, Rufus's now I contact. owe 31 women uh, alimony, but, yeah. you know, I'm just happy to be alive. Yeah. Rufus Woody. turned me on to Big Bertha, and she cured my brain tumor when John, Johns Hopkins could not. It was a, it's a real miracle. Thank you, Rufus. Rufus would be there with you. Uh, he would. What would you do I with your relationship, Woody? With my relationship? Yeah. Would you would you attempt to do something to help Jackie move on past you? Would it would you would you you know I mean what would you do with that? If you knew eighteen months, what would your strategy be towards your relationship? Either for whatever I'm just curious what you do with that. Because I could see I could see some I could see different strategies there being being applicable depending on how you do that. You're gonna try to help her move on, or are you gonna try to you know, maximize the quality of time while you still have it with the fact that that's probably going to make it worse in some sense. I mean, what would you do? What would be the, 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 the range of things you'd consider for that? Shucks. I mean, I, 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 I've got a combo in my head. Like, I always thought the answer was, you know, you, you try to leave a wonderful memory, but with the knowledge that it's okay to live a life after I'm gone. Like, that's... There, but doesn't on some level isn't everything you do good there in terms of your relationship therefore making it harder for her to move on you want without to treat you? her like a wild animal that needs to be set free where you just I don't like know. beat I don't it know. and show cruelty uh, to it so that it leaves I wasn't on its going own that route. I was, I was, no, <laughs> no you're on Jackie, something get here. out of here you're like doing rock shatter like, I still live here <laughs> what about what if, what if you did what they did on uh, Big Love like if you remember the plot of Big Love the wife gets cancer and it's terminal. They think she's going to die. So he marries a second woman in a polyg polygamy style because wife number one wants some voice as to who's going to be uh, her, the, the mother of her, of her children after she dies. So maybe you bring another man into the relationship, right? That way you get to pick the or, man who carries or, on after you. Or a woman with a very masculine jawline. Yes, you're, you're, you're like you're, you and Jackie are on are on Tinder looking at these guys. You're like, oh, that's a terrible jawline, honey. I can't even believe you. You looked into that. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't have. Look at his paramotor. That that's a ninety cc baby. You don't want a man that runs a ninety cc. Look at his wing. It's 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 chartreuse. Like that. Nah, 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 I don't like this guy. He's <laughs> like Woody. If you did get like the eighteen months to live thing. Because given how religious your parents are, do you think there would be just a deluge of, you don't want to go to hell, like you got to get yourself sorted, you got to do this, you got, like, do you think that would would oh, come out? Oh, do I? It comes out when I'm not dying. Like, we, you can <laughs> They they are so religious. Like, well, one thing is, every like fork in the road of life involves praying. You know, like it. They pray on like like ah. Oh, Car needs new tires. You know, we got BF Goodrich. We got Cooper. <laughs> I'm not going to discuss this with God and see how he can help me arrive at that. Like everything, <laughs> everything is, is that. And, um, you know, they view like uh, all, all, all politics, all purchasing, all, all decisions through this lens that like God is going to, you know, they're going to have a meeting of the minds and see which direction to go. Uh, How annoyed must God be with your parents if he's actually up there and he has to listen to everything that they're coming uh, up with? The Coopers! Just get the Coopers! Just get the Coopers. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you go to Longhorn or Outback. It's the same thing! 
<laughs> Lord, let me enjoy this blooming onion without my heart exploding asunder. You know, like, Lord, I, as we look upon the great decision at hand, the blooming onion or the Aussie cheese fries, we appeal to you and your eminent wisdom to guide us. <laughs> <laughs> and they made the blooming onion with but one onion, but when it was presented to us, there were three onions worth of food on the plate. Explain that. Explain, explain that to me. <laughs> the oh, loaves and the so fishes. So fucking annoying. Oh, I, I look. I, I have no issue with religion, but <laughs> my God. refill lasted eight days. <laughs> I would drink and I would drink and I would drink, and the water would not go down. <laughs> I was sated when you were in the bathroom. Yes, <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> blasphemy. Are you saying the Lord? You ordered wine, not water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That. Like, yeah, that, like, there's no that way, be... even if you believe that God is listening to all your prayers and, and he should be consulted through uh, about most important things, that you could think that God cares what air filter you get for your Hyundai or that, or that he cares which pair, whether you wear the ankle socks or the knee socks, like, like, like a, should I get the Murano wool socks, Lord? I just don't know. Like, he doesn't care. There's yeah, no even, way he cares. Even like big questions, I feel like he wouldn't care that much. Like, if he's like, I don't know if I want to be Presbyterian or Baptist. Like, I feel like God, if he was up there, would be like, honestly, they're both close enough. They're, <laughs> it, you're hitting all the main points with both of them. You, I'd say go Presbyterian because the Baptists don't let you dance or do anything fun. You know? I hope that I hope that when I hope that there is a heaven and that there is a God who is who is. Oh, we're not going to get there. Just stick with me here, goddammit. Okay. You just you take the Lord's name in vain. I know we're not getting there. Just, just, just <laughs> this is hypothetical. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I hope we get there, and and he's like some sort of a great eagle or something, and everybody had it wrong, and and, and his covenants were just absurd. The things that we were supposed to do, and so the people that we would have thought would have just been scumbags, they've actually been following the teachings of the great eagle, and they're the ones getting in. Hmm. The Great Why? Eagle. That the is great, more interesting. Yeah, well, that, that's what I, I was watching all those Borat outtakes, and, and, and that's what he worships. He's, she, she's like, are you a Christian? No, I follow the Great Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, that's an idol. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yes, I, hope yes, it's some, yes. I hope that nobody's right. I, I, I really do. That would be great. Like, like, that's the ideal scenario, if you ask me, that oh, there yeah. is a God. But nobody had it right. Everybody was just completely ass backwards wrong. And that God's like, I, I, I don't care. I don't care about any of that shit you guys have been doing. You know, just welcome. Welcome aboard. You know, this is that where really we live is now. The best option. Because, like, if all of, if everyone gets it wrong, it's like when you're in a, you know, college class and everybody gets an F on the test and tanks. Oh, and so it gets curved up you because God curved up into. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm getting curved up. And so, like, like if there's like a little sect of Japanese like you know monks or something that figured it out, then God can at least be like, uh, these guys figured it out. What's your excuse? But if nobody gets it, then he has to be like, I, I did I clearly didn't leave enough clues. That's like, a risky strategy. A risky strategy because you get it, the monks. The monks, the fucking devout somewhere like you know all cloistered off, cut off from everybody else. They're probably like a hundred percent on whatever scale he's running, right? Like maybe like yeah. ninety five, like worst case. And you're like a, a zero. So if he scales off a 95, you're still fucked. But if they get the answer wrong, and they're like, oh, God, he's, he's so good. He a great large snail in the sky. Or like whatever it is. Like, they're, they're still wrong. Even if they got the closest with their beliefs. Like, if, they, if, if you can't guess God's name right, whether or not it's Allah or Jesus or 
Buddha or, or the rest, like then it doesn't <laughs> count. You didn't get it right. Jehovah. Jehovah. Well, that's yeah. Okay. Jehovah. <laughs> Baal. You know, maybe maybe he was right the whole time. Maybe maybe Satan. Maybe that's that's stupid because the like, morning star. The the morning star. If God does exist, I feel like he's probably like way too busy to to be paying attention, right? Well, like there's no way we're it, the, there's no we way like we're the only main, ones. I, I no. feel like we're his like main hobby. Like, why? Like, why? 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 Why would that be? Imagine for a minute that the main hobby. Yeah. Like, what, what, I mean, what, what percentage of the universe are we like? You know, from, from just like a, like what all there is to look at. We are like, not a percentage, an imperceptibly small right, amount so, of a percentage. Unless he only, maybe maybe just a big empty sandbox and we're the only uh, intelligent beings You're, you're, you're talking like we are the Game of Thrones of his universe yeah. that he's always tuning in. Yeah. What if we're the Ice Road truckers? Oh, God. That he doesn't stop in on that much. <laughs> oh, and he's God. watching some other world all the time. Yeah. And he's like, all right, every, once every couple millennia, I pop on Ice Road trucker planet. Oh. God, they're still doing that. That's yeah. <laughs> what a depressing. That's the worst scenario I can imagine. That we are the ice road truck truckers <laughs> in and God's infinite cable box. Like, 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 we are if, the deadliest catch. That, in, that, we're competing that, against that, Sopranos universe. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. The Sopranos is over there and Centauri and Centauri Prime and there's a fucking Game of Thrones over there and Betazoid Z and and here we are in the Milky Way galaxy just ice road trucking it up, being scumbags. That. That's that's a terrible outlook. I, I would prefer that it's the, the great eagle in the sky or a baked potato, an omniscient baked potato or something like that. All, that's that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, that really is. I'd never thought about it like that before. That is the worst one. I'd rather him, like, not even know about us or really care than God be like, I don't even watch that show. Yeah. Like, it's not even worth my time. There's the Sopranos universe. There's Game of Thrones universe. Sometimes I just watch the NHL planet. You know, and it's just, you know, fun. And then I'll pop over the NFL planet, but they're protesting a lot. So viewership's down like that. We're talking about Woody, like even like if God's out there, it would be so shitty if like he wasn't even paying attention to us. Like if we were the ice road truckers show that he would tune into every once in a while. But like the Game of Thrones universe or the Sopranos universe, he's paying attention to all the time. And so yeah. here we are praying to God thinking that he cares and we're like like showing we're just a beeping answering machine he's like taking calls other places i like that i don't i don't think that's how it works your parents probably don't either it's probably even <laughs> shittier right if we're looking at like omniscient right like that's a, a part of that he sees everything all the time all mm -hmm. always right that's what that kind of that spiel is that means he yeah. can it means like you're sitting there watching the sopranos at the same time you have an equal amount of attention focused on fucking ice truckers like, not necessarily because so I, I think that he's to know everything. You got to be seeing everything. Perhaps he's capable of omniscience, just as I'm capable of turning on two television sets, one with the Sopranos and one with Ice Road Truckers on. But what fool would do that? But you couldn't then answer the question: What happened in the fourth minute of Ice Road Truckers? Unless you were watching that stupid. Uh, fucking he asked show. Jesus about that stuff. He may, that, well, that's he, his. He job. delegates. He's a he, delegate. Yeah, he it delegates makes sense. it. <laughs> I mean, clearly, if you you know you read enough of the Bible, he's got a lot of underlings around. If he didn't do a lot of delegating, he wouldn't need all those angels and and prophets and saints and such. He, he he's not a man who likes to to, to be at the helm a hundred percent of the time. He Did you does guys watch like Ice Road Truckers? No, nope, I, I mean. Like one episode. Yeah, I've never seen it. A couple imagine. seasons of it. Shit. And Jesus, why? I, I, I don't know. Game like of Thrones I, was not. I, <laughs> I am somewhat interested in people that work really hard. That's one of the things that I find fascinating. Like superhuman work ethics is cool to me. And 
I thought I'd find that nice road truckers. I guess I kind of did, but there's a lot of drummed up fake drama and music. Like, you know, he's about to come to a slip return. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, And, and I'm just like, oh, this is so overdone. And like the, pro wrestling voiceover dude it maybe i don't remember but yeah that show was dreadful anyway jackie was sad she pulled me out understandable yeah if you need to pop out again i think everybody will understand <laughs> yeah she's, yeah this is a struggle oh she just says storage wars is way better honestly if we're on god's direct tv i'd rather be storage wars than ice road truckers at least then there's some mystery. Actually, no, because God's omniscient. He already knows what's in the storage. Well, it's all fixed. Yeah. Those, pl- those storage bins are pre-populated. Ah, it's a bunch of mothball-laden <laughs> old clothes changing. You know? <laughs> God, TV sucks knowing everything. Like, <laughs> first 48, they don't find them. No, <laughs> all right. Like, <laughs> um, oh, so it, it, this kind of fun for me. I was watching, not watching, I was reading a thing. Uh, Kelly Ripa. Are you familiar with Kelly Ripa? She was in Regis and Kelly oh, yeah. and Regis Kelly and, Kelly. and Michael and whatever. Um, she's had three permanent hosts. Ryan Seacrest, Michael Strahan, and Regis Filden. Regis would not talk to her outside of the show. He didn't. <laughs> Why? Because he wanted to save it for the show. She'd jump in and, and she'd be like, yeah. Taylor, you're slacking. I know. <laughs> Outside the show. If, if she'd you know, so much, like, good morning. He's like, no, 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 no. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Because and, and this show, people don't know, it started late. Like, I don't know, 45 minutes late or something. Later than we normally start. And uh, Taylor was just the taskmaster. Like, we're brainstorming for topics. He's like, do not go down that road. Because the magic is gone. You say it. Every, it's funny. We're genuinely laughing. You cover the topic again, and, you know, I heard that joke before. It's not funny. It feels fake. It's insincere. Regis Philbin, Philbin? I think so, uh, didn't talk to Kelly outside of the cameras rolling ever. That's great. Two thumbs up. Save it for the show. (laughs) Don't burn that. I'm already not loving your jokes, Kelly. It's harder to fake it. You know, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Is he dead now? Regis Philbin sounds like. Is he dead now? Uh, Does anyone know? No uh, he he looked just pretty good, but he was like super old, yeah, even when he was on the show. He's eighty six years old. <laughs> Born in nineteen thirty one. He doesn't have the energy to talk before the show. I bet that's what it is. Like he's fucking exhausted. I, in the article, they made him sound like he was a dick, but as a guy that does a show, I totally get where he's coming from because. I, I, I've done dual comms with people and then, you know, like the recording's fucked up or like something's wrong. And uh, it's like, no. Like a second take. Yeah, second take is awful. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. awful. I, I, I saw Wings do a dual comm with someone and the audio was messed up and he just ran with it. And, and, and he explained like, hey, look, I know the audio is messed up, but the second time you do a take on this, the magic is gone. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Especially if... Like it, I don't know what Good Morning uh, is about. Like I've never watched it. I'm, I assume it's just like hashing over celebrity stuff. So <laughs> that wouldn't be as hard. Of this. <laughs> but if it's a if it's a comedy show or you're trying to be funny, you especially need to save it for the show, because it is annoying trying to pretend to laugh at a joke the second time. Which is why I, I think we all do a good job of that. Like when we like when we do have our shows that fuck up. We don't just go like, all right, let's talk about uh, buttholes again. Hey, I, uh, I wonder if they put filling in them, huh? 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 <laughs> what like if, if it comes really out like that. an anthill? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, ah, oh, that was funny the first time, but not yeah. now. <laughs> not the second. But, uh, yeah, I can get behind that. 
old Regis. He's 86. Like, w- once you hit a critical mass of, like, I feel like once you've hit 80, you should be able to do whatever you want other than drive on public roads with the rest of us. Like, that's pretty fair, I think, right? Like, you can say ridiculous, bigoted things in line at Burger Ooh. King if you want, and people can just go, all right, he's on his last leg. Like, just fucking let him get his McNuggets. Like, are you kind of on that same page? Are you allowed to pass gas when you're, like, 75 or so? And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> You know, well, well, it, the other day. when you're no. when you're like that age, you have like loose butthole where it just kind of ekes out. <laughs> just like, no, like no, it no, doesn't, no, it doesn't have like the like the young tight <laughs> snare drum asshole. It just <laughs> no, 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 no. My wife and I were on an airplane the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago, right, flying back from somewhere, and this couple stood up in the middle of the flight. Two uh, old woman and old man stood up and just like farted like each like six or seven, eight times in the aisle, just standing there, audible farts. And then just sat down again like nothing had happened. Like it was just their like moment to do that in the middle of the airfare. And I'm like, well, I've wow. never seen anything like it. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? So no, I'm not I'm not signing off on that. That was foul <laughs> foul and fairly kind of ruined a little bit of my feeling in that moment. Like I, I lost a little bit of joy in life from that moment. Oh, I think, what are you gonna do about it, fruitcake? What are your recourses to that? What, what, do you do? what are your social recourses to that? You can't do a fucking thing. No, you can't do anything if old people act weird because, like, then you're a bully, you know? Well, even if they, I mean, I I don't know what I'd do with anyone doing that. It would just be a very strange thing to happen. Oh, come on. If it was a guy your age, you could be like, dude, you know, like, get it together. Yeah, filthy. If I were two rows behind you and I stood up and started, you know, playing taps, I'd be like, Taylor, save it for the show. Save it for the show, show. yeah. (laughs) But you would, but if I did it, or Kyle, or Woody, or Chiz, you would be 100% in the right standing up and being like, what the fuck, dude? We're on a plane. Like, we're all breathing this air again. Like, like that kind of thing. But an old person, you just have to grit and take it. Like, they've put in their dude. They wouldn't even go to the bathroom. They wouldn't go to the toilet and do this. It was just literally in the fucking aisle. It was unbelievable. Sounds coordinated, too. Like, like a terror attack. Like, like, they they, they were both looked at their watches as they ticked closer to 12. They give each other that knowing nod and stand up and give you that old people, that loose... Semi. <laughs> it, it was a. Just shout Allah Akbar. Jesus, that's terrible. Every fart as an old person must be a dice roll. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, you probably don't have much confidence as an 85-year-old farting. That diet of like Metamucil and prune juice, like God knows what's coming out. Like, like I would imagine that. You know, at that age, you just got to throw on a diaper. Just, oh, where was it? Where, like, I think maybe in Japan, I read that they are selling more adult diapers than baby diapers because of the uh, the uh, the age, age discrepancy at yeah. this point. Because because they're not fucking over there, which brings me back around to you know. I think I wonder, that's a good age. Are scene. they measuring it in units or dollars? Because I think adult diapers are a lot more expensive. That's you know, actually a valid question. Yeah. That is a valid question. Yeah. I choose I, to believe the funnier option <laughs> that it's units. Yeah. <laughs> I have a topic. Um, some dude, I think in the UK, I need to check that. Nope, it was in the, it was America, it was Kansas, is forced to pay child support even though he was just the sperm donor. There was a lesbian couple who wanted to have a baby, so they went to him and he was the sperm donor. And then they fell on hard times. They came after him for child support successfully. And the That's reason is 
but he didn't go through a doctor. So he donated his sperm the way that uh, yeah they fucked. So, yeah, the cheap did way. they actually yeah. fuck? Is that like guaranteed, or did they do? Because you could totally get like a turkey baster and. Let me um. It said they didn't go through right here. a doctor. They, uh, they signed a contract agreeing that Mr. Moroda would have no financial responsibility for the child. Just goes to show that those contracts and prenups don't really, don't really pan out a work. lot. Of time. Yeah. They didn't get it notarized properly, apparently. Well, you can't sign Even a then, legal contract. Just, you can't yeah. sign a contract that overrides the law. Like, yeah. But we signed it in blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and come. Right. If you signed a contract saying I could murder you, I'd still be on the hook for murder. You, you can't oh, just... but remember that uh, that cannibal who had a, a contract with the guy. The guy wanted to be he. The guy wanted to be mm. eaten, and the cannibal cut off the man's penis. I don't know about his balls, but he definitely cut the man's penis off and cooked it, and then they ate the penis together. I remember reading about that years ago, and uh, I mean, I guess I don't really have that much of a problem with it, but. Like, if they both agree, but at the same time, it's like you can't now be introducing the problem of forging agreed cannibalism contracts into the world. Like, yeah. it's, like that is how disappointed just depraved would, and degenerate. Like, how disappointed would point, you be if, like, you're the cannibal, right, and you finally found someone who wants to be eaten, and this guy shows up, and he, like, takes his pants off, and he's just got a tiny little micro, and you're like, whoa, how are we going to share that? That Hershey's no, kiss that, is not going to feed just anyone. It's the plate presentation. Then it's a lot of like mm. you know, <laughs> like a fancy restaurant. Here. There's a lot of basil on there. Slice it and make some little rosettes out of the slices or something. Well, but ah. at the same time, like I don't. I think they just ate his penis first. But I think the guy like that wasn't like the the main course. Like he wanted to like chop his ass cheeks That's off right. and like roast them and like eat his arms and like. Like he wanted the whole. I believe food. he did. Like I, I don't. It's been years, but I, I think he ended up killing the guy eventually, and then eating like a lot of him, more of him. But the, the interesting part was that they ate his penis together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were gonna eat something of yourself, right? There aren't yeah. too many things you could easily eat. Like I, I feel like you could chop your dick off and just be like, well, you know, that's unfortunate, but I'm gonna die soon anyway. And you know, is this really that big a deal? It is. You're going to bleed to death if yeah. you get your dick cut off, first of all. Well, and second, yeah. I can name 10 body parts I'd eat before my dick. Go ahead. Name two. Uh, ear, toes, fingers. Not good eating, though. Uh, I'll, I'll cut out my appendix with a pen knife myself <laughs> and, and do that. And I don't even know which side it's on, so that'll be, a, that'll be its own. <laughs> oh, no, I got, I got a fucking kidney. <laughs> oh, I just got one more. Like, uh, I wouldn't want that. Uh, oh, man. Part of my tongue, I'd eat that before I ate my dick. I'd eat one ball before I ate my dick. But uh trying hmm. yeah, there's so Taylor's many options. Rocky Mountain oyster. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, would that... I, yeah, I, I I'm hoping that cannibalism becomes legal at some point and we start what? we what? Yeah, and I, I want to eat some people. I, I'm hundred percent down for this. I, I think that we've got an overpopulation problem. We've got an issue with not enough food out there. I'm totally and thinking about it, there's probably a lot of veal just sitting around on the internet right now. Oh yeah, I've been I've been hunting for or as I call it for a while. For, for someone Do you who's... think that Kyle is the kind of person that would be delicious, like a nice veely, never works out, sits in front of their computer all day, like they've been just gestating and marinating, and marinating rather, uh -huh. yeah, in in just 
Mountain Dew and Doritos. There's and some snacks. marbly gamers out there, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like or like beef. a body <laughs> Which one would be yeah. better? A self-imposed veal situation where the only parts that are really strong on them are their thumbs. Oh, yeah. some guy with a, a whole You just don't eat that. That's a lower, lower body cut. <laughs> I know what you're that's talking about. That's a inside about. joke there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a little funny moment. Do you want to talk about uh, Boogie? Did you see that Boogie's getting divorced? I did. It was a real amiable adult sort of both agreed yeah, and like he said, no lawyers, but I think they maybe shared a lawyer and just sort of divvied it up. There's no kids, which simplifies it a lot. And yeah. as far as like the passage you wrote, as far as a divorce can go, like I know, like with divorce and stuff, it, you're really kind of hamstrung in some situations on what you can say while the proceedings are still in effect. But like it seems to be going well, or as as well as you can expect. Still, or at sucks. least that's the public face of it, right? Like you know, he yeah. might. I, I think he genuinely doesn't want her to catch any heat. And, like, if he were to tell a more biased but true story, then she might. Like, what if he was like, you know what, I I wish it wasn't ending. I'd love to try again. I'd love to do... Like, if he were to say that sort of thing, uh, maybe she would come off as more of a villain. Yeah, and perhaps, like... So kudos to him for not being a dirtbag about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and maybe he's hoping that, like, uh, you know, in the future, with some time apart, maybe they could... Uh, he said that. Know. Yeah, he Good. said in yeah. one of his posts, he said, you know, like, She's giving her time, and who knows what the you know the future holds. Maybe we'll get back together someday. And uh, I forget. <laughs> Did she there, comment? Not happening. <laughs> there was a I forget which celebrity divorce That's it was. I think it was Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Does that sound like a couple yeah. that was a thing once? That, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, somehow, like they they publicly said it was sort of an even split, and then David Arquette was like. Not that even. She dumped me, you know, and and it was kind of hard on him. And then I I read this article and it was so great. They're like, you know, every time some couple comes to like a group idea that they're going to split up, that's not the truth. The truth is somebody dumps somebody. And uh, in this case, it seems like, you know, our, our friend Boogie is the one who like hopes it comes back together someday, who didn't really want this, who loved her so much. He was giving her the things that she needed. And uh, she's the one who's kind of saying, you know what? What I need is to be single. Mm-hmm. And, it it uh, could be. I do think there are examples, though, of like when people are like, oh, it's never truly mutual. It's like sometimes there, I mean, that does, it, that's not really true. Like sometimes the relationship isn't where, you know, there's a big thing where it boils over. It's just like you grow apart to the point that it just kind of needs one person to initiate and kind of be like, you know, this, I think we both kind of know where this is at right now, you know, and, and that we're not doing not making the other person happy as much as you know like almost is like you know we're, we're kind of wasting each other's time right now in a way yeah like like if i always wonder kind of what... in our heart of hearts know that this isn't going to work out that's why taylor likes them on? young that way he knows they've got plenty of time to waste yep yeah get him at at, at 21 and then you got a five-year buffer between between me and them and you got i'm talking about relationships cut like i would not be in <laughs> oh. a relationship with anyone younger than 21 I wasn't talking about relationships. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm then, shocked. I mean, as I said before, I am a firm... I, I, I listen to uh, Kyle's sermons the same way a lot of people listen to, uh, like, Joel Osteen. You know, I was like, I don't know about this 18-year-old thing, and Kyle was like, well, you haven't truly considered. You haven't considered <laughs> what you're missing out on. Let me, let me tell you. Let me lay hands. You know, and that kind of thing. You know, Kyle's right. 
made a lot of great points. Have you had a date yeah. with a girl under 21? But over 18, of course. Uh, not a date. Over 16, as, right? As much. No. Um, wait. <laughs> wait. Has, has anyone come over? Does anyone yeah. under 21 know yeah. what your cum smells like, Taylor? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Wayne's making a special guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetic, uh, yes. Yeah, but um, yeah, 21, I think, was like, here, Filthy, tell me if you think you agree with this. Like, I don't know where I'm at if I ever want to have kids. Like, okay. or not if I ever want to have kids, but I want plenty of, of time. And so I feel like if I, I'm 26, if I start dating a girl that's 26, four years from now, like, it's going to be shit or get off the pot time almost, where it's like, she's probably going to want children and want way more commitment. Whereas if I start dating someone who's 21, 22, and five years from now, there's still that buffer zone, you know, where I've got... Say, Taylor, we, we, we come to this point a lot when we have these conversations about your dating life. I think you need to date someone who has some views in line with you. And you might, you don't have to date someone who wants children. That's not, that's not oh, no, 100% I, I of women. Kids eventually, I think. Like, Taylor, it, I just it seems don't know like what the 21-year-old thing is perfect for you. Like, it's it, a lot of sense. At 21... Five years from now, she's going to be like, look, or maybe even four years from now, she'll be like, you've got to either marry me or set me free. Right? And Taylor's, I, Taylor's only got one. Because now she's 25. She has like one more good roll of the dice, at, at which point she's in the you know, retread market looking for divorced guys and stuff. So and that, that watch you guys were uh, hyping earlier the, for, your, for your ad roll. Yeah, does that does that have like a four year timer that like built in? You can just so start a biological start clock someone? on it for girls. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just like you start dating the girl, you're like click, start that, and like three years later, you're done because your watch goes off. Like, like I, you still roll. That would be like what I don't want is to get to be like thirty one, I guess five years from now, and then and feel like I wasted a bunch of time, you know? Like I, Kyle is in a different boat because Kyle knows one hundred percent. You never want children, and you never want to get married. Your mind is made up. Like, I, I probably I, no. will at some point want to get married and have kids. And if I'm, like, 31, 32, and I feel like I haven't made any inroads, like, I can understand, like, a, a little feeling of panic. Like, shit. Like, you're 32 now or whatever. Like, Did my retirement argument done... sink in with you at all? Like, how many kids did, do you want? Is it two? Uh, okay. Yeah. The 29-year thing you said, I think it was. I think was. it was 31 with two kids. I'd have to do it again. But, yeah, something like that. It's it's like from the moment you meet to the moment you can retire is like 31 years with two kids. That's when they'll get out of school. That seems so long. But, uh, you know, yeah, you're going to be half to working until you're you know, 63 or something. Like that's a ways. I admit that argument you made, I did think about it some because it's like I'd never considered the opposite of like trying to get it done early where, you know, like I have friends now who who already have kids. One of my like. A friend of mine when I was 19 got married. Got married when he was 19, had a kid, had two kids by the time he was like 22 or 23, which like that scared me in the other direction where I was like, holy shit, like you've basically decided childhood's over. I don't need to experience my 20s, you know, like kind of sowing my oats or whatever. Like you've made a decision. Like you got fucking kids now. Like life will never be the same. But your argument, like, I was thinking about it, like, in relation to that, I'm like, oh, but by fucking 40, he's home free. Like, they're, they're out of the house unless he has another kid or something. Mm -hmm. So that does make sense. 
Yeah, so there's a happy medium in there somewhere. There is somewhere. I you got to find it. I think better parents are a little older, too. You know, and it's hard to say whether you're a better parent because you're older or whether you're a better parent because you've been a parent, you know, and you just be good at it next time around. But oh, she just asked a good question. What's more important, enjoying your 20s and 30s or your 50s to 70s? I say 20s and 30s <clears throat> when you can still go out and do whatever you want for the most part. But everyone right? says that, right? Like the, the most important time in your life is now. Yeah, but like I feel like you can get a lot more enjoyment in your 20s and 30s than 50s to 70s. Like you're just going to be in more physical pain. You're not going to be as comfortable. Like, but it's enjoyment subjective. That's and, fair. And, like I've never I, been I 50 to 70, so I have no idea. Yeah, I think about the dread. Like, like being 63, having a job that you haven't enjoyed for 13 years, but you do it because it's a have to do. Right? You have a have to do. Like so much have to in your life. No want to want to. Like you did all you want tos in your twenties, the like the the final years of your, I want to say athletic life, like your fifties, you know, where you can still do shit, uh, are are wrapped up in this dreadful job, where you've already peaked. Yeah. Ah, oh. no children. It seems there. like there's a lot of negatives to all of these <laughs> life decisions. There's no negatives to getting yourself some fur babies and a couple of concubines. All right, just 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 stay with the church. Okay, just 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 keep paying. Kyle, I'm not thinking about leaving the church. <laughs> the, the fact that you would imply that and question my faith, like you, we've had enough prayer meetings to know. It's my job as Pope of the Church of Kyle to to to. to Kyle's check. Church of 18 and up makes a lot of good points and a lot, a lot of compelling arguments, and he's a great speaker. Hey, I, I don't you don't guys. forget about our missionary trips down to Guatemala later this year. <laughs> 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 where where the rule is apparently puberty. Yeah. <laughs> just, we don't, just we don't out there build, in the ether. We're no, not going to be building any schools, but we will be visiting a few. <laughs> oh, God. And, and a, Populating that when schools. I was like 11 years old, if I lived in Guatemala, some Guatemalan guy could have been like, yeah, he's he's ready to go, this <laughs> yeah. this 11-year-old. Look at that. There's, there's, you know, grass on the field or whatever. Like, like Let's do it. Meanwhile, fifteen-year-old Woody is strictly off limits. You know? yes. <laughs> See, if we grew up in Guatemala, uh, I'd be having flashbacks all the time to my horrible childhood of being molested, you know, being tricked by older, <laughs> older men and women. But you, you'd have been fine. You would have slid under the radar. I emotionally matured before physically. Oh, yeah. Eh. Did you? <laughs> I'm still emotionally maturing, I guess. <laughs> Did you, Kyle and Filthy, because I know Woody always jokes about hitting it late, and I always joke about hitting it early. Did you guys hit it the normal time? Like, yeah, like 12. I guess what is normal? Oh, okay, like 12. Yeah, that sounds, that's normal. I don't know. I, I don't know how to judge that. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I remember masturbating as long as I can be alive. As long as I can have a memory, I remember masturbating. Like, as a very, very super young child, as I said, you know, it pissed me off when I started coming from masturbating because orgasm was great without the mess. So I don't, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think now when I was growing hair and whatnot. I, I, don't, I don't remember. It, it wasn't that important in my life that it had left an impact of when that was. I don't think I know. It'd be yeah. more so, important it, if you were changing in gym class as the only hairless nutsack in the room. <laughs> It'd be more important if you're like, you look at this guy's full bush. <laughs> what, what, like, this guy has a forest and I have two sprouts on either side with no connecting <laughs> in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
you just got like a George Costanza skull down there. <laughs> you got a little bit of buzz. Like, this was supposed to be the summer of Woody. <laughs> yeah, I, I was the only thing that I felt like came a little bit late was like armpit hair. I, I, I feel like I, I wanted that. I, I wanted that to get in there and be and 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 be a thing. And it, it, I think it, I was maybe like ninth grade before I really had enough armpit hair to feel like a man. But but everything else was seemed like it was on pace. You know, one of my manlyhood things was um, I swear to God, my calves. We would sit in gym class, and uh, <clears throat> so I it's get, a basketball. I can't count the number of times I've heard about your calves, <laughs> right? On show, That's true. They come up all the time. It's very strange. We'd sit on the yeah. basketball floor, and everyone would be in a perfect grid in both directions, and that's just sort of where you like. Everyone knew they went to their positions without thinking about it. They formed this grid and they waited for the gym teacher to come and address you and Based tell you what you were doing that day. Well, something about sitting on the basketball floor, like on your butt, you know, like in this position, like your calves were really on display. Like that, that was just a thing. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> like even before like the rest of me, like, you know, most people like their chest and their biceps and their deltoids start sprouting. That was like my first like whoop, like the calves developed, and I, I'd sit there in class and I like mine. You can like shake them almost like there's a mass there that shakes back and forth and hangs, and uh, I could do that. And it was like look at me. I have a mass that I could shake back and forth and hangs too. Woody, go on. <laughs> that probably <laughs> hadn't happened yet. <laughs> but sitting in gym class as my like you know everyone else is like oh look at me like this happened. I was like look at these bitches. You know I've got like you know, below tits below remember, my knees. Uh, I got in trouble. I, I don't know if I've told this on the show, but I used to like totally fuck off in gym. Like didn't care. Like I, I saved uh, in high school. Like you had to take gym, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. and so many people were like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take my gym's freshman year, like to make it easy. Like I saved so many study halls, so many gyms, so many bullshit things for senior year so that it would just be whatever. Like and it ended up everybody who didn't do that was like, God, Taylor, you had this shit figured out. I'm like, I know I hit puberty at nine. Like, <laughs> I, I, I put the pieces together. Uh but what I, I there's a I would forget my clothes all the time for gym, and so I would make a freshman give me their clothes. And of course, I was much much bigger than them. And there was this one smaller <laughs> freshman, and I'd be like, Sam, forgot my shorts. Give me yours. And he's like, Taylor, I don't have any other shorts. Sam, give me your shorts. You're such a like, bully. God. And then <laughs> then he'd give me his shorts, and. uh and I, I put these little tiny shorts on to like where Dick is almost hanging out what of my Sam shorts. Wear? And then and then <laughs> Sam would have to wear jeans that day. And so, <laughs> and so I'd put on the little shorts and like you had to like run through the common area to get through the gym from that. And I would like take like big strides <laughs> in, in, in these little shorts with my ass almost hanging out. Like you almost see Dick and like you can you can nothing's being hidden in these shorts and I would just traipse in and start stretching like big for, uh, for like kickball or something. And my, and the PE coach, like for, he hated this for some reason. Oh, he would be like, reason. he'd be like, Taylor, are those your shorts? I'm like, yeah. He's like, says Sam on them. I'm like, ah, my friends call me, you know, <laughs> like, Taylor, go put your own shorts on. It's like, I forgot them, you know? And so, uh, Man, after like the fifth or sixth time I did that, he, like, he like he actually pulled me into his gym man office and was like, Taylor, you can't keep taking shorts from the freshmen. Just bring your clothes. <laughs> That's like, the just, first just and only time clothes. that conversation was had anywhere on this planet. It, it was, like, but I never fully took like seriously 
what he said for like punishments or like anything because it was Jim and it's like I'm, I can play kickball it's fucking fine like I can deal with the 10 points taken off for it's making freshmen give me their clothes uh, but he was a meat gazer I think I brought that up before too right no so he, he would uh, the way that our shower was set up is like it was like a just a big room with a bunch of shower heads there were no dividers it was just a big room with a bunch of shower heads and like fucking four of them worked well so you had to get in there quick and yeah, I think so that's you, pretty and, much and, every high school gym everywhere. Yeah. And everybody showered because it was morning PE and you don't want to smell like asshole all day. And like as you were getting out of the shower in the hallway, like where your towels were hanging up, instead of him being like around the corner, like yelling like, boys, you know, hurry up, five minutes, still class or whatever. He would be leaning up against the wall like this, watching us dry off. Taylor, to be fair, you only have that from when you were in class, and you just literally told us a story about how you used to steal the other kids' shorts. So he might have been watching to see what you were doing to them in the shower. <laughs> no, I did, the only thing I ever did to them in the shower was make them... Uh, make, <laughs> it was a thing you did to them in the shower? I would forget leave to bring it, shampoo. And so I would make them... There was a kid who had coconut milk shampoo, and, I, and he always... You know, I would always get that from him, and that was good. Another thing I did is I would take a, a chair, a plastic chair from out there, and I would, go, I would leave gym like five minutes early. This made me laugh so hard every time. But, uh, and I was like the only, the only senior in the class, and so you get that seniority. And so I'd like run down to the locker room, like get naked, grab a plastic, one of those plastic blue chairs that like that you, they would sit you with like the three slits in the back. I would put it right in the middle of this shower room, aim every single shower at me, and then just sit there <laughs> in this chair. And then when like the freshman came in, I'd be like, tut, tut, I'm not done. And then I would sit there for like a few minutes until like eventually he would come around, you know, Mr. Meat Gazer, and see all these naked uh, you know, freshmen and sophomores and juniors or whatever standing in the corner like, why is nobody showering? And like, Taylor's got all the, <laughs> Taylor's got all the faucets. Oh man. Taylor, right, maybe you're a bad funny. person and I'll explain. <laughs> We taught my children, we raised this, and we're like, look, there are going to be times when you're in a position of power, and it's your job to protect people smaller than, weaker than you, not to abuse them. No one ever told you that? I didn't take it to heart. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it, it wasn't like a making people late, like after a minute or two, it's like you get up, and of course, it's a joke. It's not like, no, nobody gets to shower because I'm in here. Give me your coconut milk shampoo. You stole their clothes. Um, if I was Sam in this position, I would feel very abused. No, no this, the reason Damn, that I liked it, Sam, the reason I picked Sam is because this kid, I knew him, like uh, he had a sibling that I was friends with, and uh -huh. so it was always known as like a joke of like, like he would never get in trouble oh. for it. It was never like Sam showed up in jeans and it was like, oh, Sam, you're getting marked off. It was always like, God damn it, Taylor fucking, Taylor's wearing teeny tiny shorts and you're wearing jeans. I know what happened. And so they would be laughing about it too. Like it was, okay, okay. It was more funny than other stuff. But uh, All right. But yeah, I'm, poor it, Sam. It, I bet, it, I bet yeah. Sam has, has some problem with this to this day. Yeah. Like he sees a... Ah, he, he hoards shorts now. Yeah, yes. No, so, no one fucking touches honey, his shorts. Honey, I need to off. wash your shorts. No! <laughs> There's a lock and a key on that, and it's like a chest of fucking shorts. Yeah, over some there. sort of Levi-based PTSD. Yeah. yeah, he hears like little like sounds while he's in the shower, and he's like, <gasps> <laughs> "Oh, my coconut milk shampoo's still here." Okay, thank God. Maybe, right, maybe yeah. as an adult, now he has one of those car wash showers where he can put all the nozzles on himself <laughs> and sit there like the king that he always wanted to be. I hope he does have that now.
I, I wish do think I want that. I do think the showers with like the two nozzles for like him, his, and her is fucking brilliant. Like I think that's like, and you can have a shower together. Showering together is fun. It often leads to fun places. But you can also have all of the water for yourself all of the time, which yeah. is pretty fucking great. Yeah, I've got a lubricant dispenser in my shower. Really? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. But you've I, heard me you talk about the amazing. <laughs> Let me do my dollar shave. Okay. Class. <laughs> you've heard me talk about the amazing shave down? that I what? It did. You sound quiet. What? It yeah. went down again. Maybe it'll readjust. I, I have it unchecked. Is it getting better? 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 It's uh, louder nice than and it loud. It, it, is this going to work? Yeah. Okay. You've heard me talk about the amazing shave that I get from dollar sh- from my Dollar Shave Club razor, especially when I use it with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. Well, I'm here to tell you I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm adding even more Dollar Shave Club products to my daily routine. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything that you need. And they have me looking and feeling amazing. And it's all their own original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients, and they deliver them right to your door, just like their razors. That means that no more, there are no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up and down the aisles, looking uh, from shelf to shelf, wondering, what the hell is that, and what do I do with it? I use Dollar Shave Club for almost everything, razors, body cleansers, hair gel, and yes, even butt wipes. Dollar Shave Club has you covered from head to toe. And now, it's a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can get their your first month of their razor along with travel-sized versions of the shaved butter, body cleanser, and yes, even those butt wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks per month. It's the Dollar Shave Club starter set. Get yours for just $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. Check them out. We genuinely yeah. use their stuff. And uh, we also want to remind you that uh, Chiz has put together some holiday uh, painkiller already gear. There's a, there's a lovely Christmas jumper, a lovely long sleeve t-shirt. There's a cool bobble cap, which I've got over there somewhere. And I'm just seeing this now. There's some PKA socks with each of us uh, sort of cartoonized. I, I see one of us is an elf, one of us is Santa, and... <clears throat> Hunter, maybe? What is Belschnickel or something? Like I, I don't know. I don't know what what that is. He, he, you've got antlers. Um. So so very cool I'm stuff. A reindeer. A, ah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I like the art. That's one of the cooler parts. Yeah. So check out uh, all that holiday gear. What are you face palming for, Chiz? I'm looking at this tiny image. I. Okay, he's a reindeer. I'm sorry. The, the, does that upset you? You can't. Shadow dweller. Says. Oh, he stopped saying anything. All right, she's on the edge of our seats. We want to hear what you come back with. Yeah. This better be good. Meat log peddling bitch. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Meat log peddling bitch. You're giving just too much shit for that. I ate quite a bit of his chorizo and I liked it. Yeah, I'm not giving him shit for it. I appreciated him sending me that log of meat. Uh, both of them. I didn't um, get a I... log of meat, and you guys are getting multiples. Ah. <sighs> Well, got a, I got two logs of meat. Oh, I got shit. two as well. They are delicious. He, uh, he must have spent in excess of $35, $40 to, to get that to me all rushed, delivered, and such. Meat so. and cheese. Those things are both keto-friendly. I've been eating a lot of like meat and like sausage and cheese ever since Kyle sent that picture of like his tapas spread. I was like, huh. Yeah. And here I am with a, a fucking banana. Like some douche, like, and I went out and got a bunch of sausage and a bunch of cheese, and, uh, and like, there's no way, 
to really gauge how much cheese you're eating until you go back for the final slice and you like open your fridge and you're they're like I had a block of Swiss in here. Where's that block? Oh, I, oh no. Oh, I ate a whole block of cheese in the Dude. last like 2 hours like and then you don't feel too great the next day cuz that's too I, much cheese. I I have I have found how to gain a little weight. I've gained about 4 pounds over the last 2 weeks <laughs> because I've eaten about 12 pounds of fucking cheese. <laughs> Yesterday, I ate 10 ounces of just blue cheese. I ate 10, because each, 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 like each uh, I, I get this stuff, it's called Glacier Wildfire Blue Cheese. It is fucking delicious. And I ate two wedges of this stuff. Each of them is five ounces. In bed, just two of them. I've got a fancy cheese knife now. It's all serrated, and it's, it's hollowed out in the middle, and it's got like a double-pronged poker that I used to like stab the cheese and put it in my mouth. I ate uh, an entire thing of Havarti. Jeez, remember to use your smart mouth, Kyle. It seems like you need it. Oh, all right, a whole block. <laughs> How much cheese did you eat? Oh, a block, a block of cheese. I'm eating multiple blocks of cheese well, well, every Are you eating night. it with meat or eating it with crackers or are you just kind of eating cheese? I have an assortment of crackers and I, ha I have a, a, like a, a big like summer, like meat log, big sausage thing that I, that I saw into slices with my cheese knife. And uh, and but but I eat mostly cheese. Um, I got you some jalap mostly cheese. Mostly cheese. Do you ever feel like a big fat fuck? Like when you're like the whole night. Like the way I eat it is I like, get a big platter and I have it like a bunch of meat sliced up, a bunch of cheese sliced up, and a ton of crackers. And yeah. then like I make the little like like a, a cracker, the cheese, and then the meat on there. Yeah. And then you have to bite it. But then like of course like cracker crumbs get on you. And so after like. An hour of that, you'll stand up, and there's just like a cascade of little bits of, of crackers. Yeah, man. Do you have like yeah. a little tiny mouth? Why? Why? Why is you? I've got. A, are you biting little bits off your fancy well, I mean, cracker? Like, Surely that goes in. No, it's a large cracker. I, I, I keep a dustbuster in bed with me. That way, like when I'm done, you know, I can. I like, totally like, believe you because just yesterday <laughs> I came back out to my couch. And I was like, this is so many cracker shavings and probably lit little bits of cheese. I had to go get my vacuum and, and get, get, get the attachment and clean Yeah, up. I, I fell asleep last night after eating the two blocks of blue cheese and the block of Havarti cheese with jalapenos. Fucking delicious and creamy. And uh, like the, the back of one, like, like the last little sl big slice of um, blue cheese was kind of dry. And I don't like it. I like it creamy and almost spreadable. So I just left it on the plate by my bed. I woke up and the whole room stank of blue cheese. It was so pungent that like Kitty walks in. She's like, uh, it's three in the afternoon. <laughs> she's like, God, it stinks in here. <laughs> Dude, blue cheese is the main kind of cheese that I, I hate. Dude, like, it grosses my... me out. It's so good. If you're out there and you like cheese and you want to get on board with this incredibly unhealthy habit that, that Taylor and I have, are fostering here, Glacier wildfire blue cheese it comes like wrapped in red foil it's uh it's like five dollar it's like a dollar an ounce like, like so a the biohazard sign on it or no it's delicious it's delicious it's so fucking good i love it i i'm just sitting there until i eat an entire wedge of it i, I want to buy a wheel of that of that stuff like i'm a, a cartoon oh, character i've eaten a small wheel of smoked gouda yeah. over like the past three to four days and that doesn't seem like a lot but that's that's a significant amount of cheese. And this is, Kyle's trying to gain weight. I am not. And so this is not a path I should be on, eating cheese and meats and crackers and being like, but they're all such little sandwiches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I can rationalize that. 
like, I don't I don't pre-make the sandwiches. I sit there with my cheese knife and a plate with like multiple blocks of cheese on it, and I slice into them over and over and just just eat. I'm gonna do that right after this. I I'm almost at, I'm out of cheese again. I ate all my oh, blue cheese. I missed, <laughs> I'm <out of> cheese. <laughs> again. I missed just the very start of this conversation. Is there something more to it than just you talking about eating cheese? They no, do it all no. the time. They talk yeah, constantly no, I, about their diets. I, I eat a lot of cheese. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of ice cream. I, I Blue Bell sells these half gallon containers of uh, ice cream, and uh, my favorite ice cream flavor now is uh, banana split sundae. And I ate a half a gallon of it last night in one sitting. I was sitting there as watching. As well as like eight blocks of cheese? Yes. Yes. Why are you I, trying to gain weight? I just got a little skinny. You know, I was down to like 165 or something. I'm, I'm almost 6'2 or so. I'm, a, I, I'm up so to a sure, healthy like. I was going to say, last night probably fixed that then. Almost. I'm up to about right, around 178 now. Uh, huh. I, I, and, you know, I, I just enjoy a filthy diet of awful things for me. You know, I, 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 I really enjoy it. You're up to 178 now? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good yeah. For you. Now you only weigh well, about 15 pounds less than me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So maybe we'll meet in the middle, hopefully. Well, not if this cheese continues. By the way, that okay. laughing cow cheese is great. That's Just peasant with, cheese. It, it's, it's not expensive, but it's still good. And yeah. it comes in the little individually wrapped things, and so it helps keep your cheese consumption, consumption under control. It slows me down. I don't care for that. <laughs> I want, I want my cheese in one cheese. large. Yeah, I, I want to be able to yeah, carve yeah. into a half pound of cheese if I really want to. I, I get a block, a block of cheese and, and go at it. I, I've been looking for an entire wheel of that blue cheese. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I want to put it on steak. In the steaks. last week, I've demonstrated I'm not responsible enough to keep pounds of cheese on hand. Yeah. It's so good. No, like, it's not my, my dietary management skills have always been about you know, make the decision once in the fucking store not to buy it rather than rather than try to regulate when it's home. You that's what I do. That, that's that's yeah. why my diet yeah. is so healthy because when I'm at the store, I, I say no to the things that I really want. Like I, I don't get like whole things of waffles and syrup and pancake batter because then I start deep frying candy bars again and we go to a bad place. You just get a gallon of ice cream. Half gallon. Half I, gallon. I, I control <laughs> myself. They have gallons. <laughs> yeah. but calling him some sort of glutton. <laughs> hey, mayhaps. It's yeah. uh, it's I think it's 17 servings of like 140 calories. It's, it's just, <laughs> let me let me grab the bucket because I want to know exactly how many calories. I 17 calculator. servings of 140 calories. Yeah, I'm gonna do that real quick for you. Why is my I... 17 times 140? 2380 calories. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's like. It's like a day and a half of like my fucking, you know, like what I would eat normally in calorie rations. That's good. That's good. God, that's that's too much. And and that's not even like the good kind of ice cream. That's like the ice cream they bring to like kids' birthday parties. It's <laughs> it's sixteen <laughs> servings of a hundred and seventy calories. Sixteen it's, servings of a hundred and seventy. Twenty-seven twenty. You beat me. Yeah. <laughs> it. If you're out there and you're an ice cream lover and you just don't give a fuck at this point in life, Bluebell Banana Split Sunday. They don't have to pay me to pimp it because it's so goddamn good. It's amazing. Amazing. I like your, your pitch for it. If you just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I like that he had it on hand. That means he didn't. I mean, maybe he dug it out of the trash, but I didn't get that impression. I got the impression you like pulled it off the floor somewhere. Oh, it's right off the floor yeah. next to my bed. Yeah. yeah. And next to the others. Yeah. <laughs> I, I finished it off last night and just put it on the floor and then passed out in a, and had ice cream dreams. We should it, talk it, about it, double standards. 
Oh, with oh. Uh, with eating? Oh, I'm thinking gender double standards here. Uh, oh, you you doesn't put on weight, right? So if yeah, there was a I'm girl curious. who ate terrible things and didn't put on weight, I'd be fine oh, with Jesus, that too. Oh Jesus, are you kidding me? I'd be like, in two years, your metabolism is gonna fail you, and like that eating habits are gonna be absolutely fucking critically failing for your They've life. They've been saying that to me for a decade. <laughs> so what's the, what's the double standard? Thirty-one. Women can't oh, eat this much ice cream. No, I'm just I'm just laughing, like because half the show, well not half the show, but a, a portion of the show is spent about your dating life and the things you hate about the various women you're encountering and the various things like. All right, let's look at Kyle earlier today, right? It was they can't eat for two days before coming over for the mandatory enema before anal sex where they <laughs> might get fed. And Kyle's like, yeah, I woke up today at 3 p.m. I ate like a, you know a wheel of cheese and a fucking half gallon of ice cream. Uh, it's like approximately 5,000 calories. And like, yeah, but just... if Kyle were gay and he were getting ready for his partner to come over and put it in Kyle's ass, I bet you Kyle would not eat blocks of cheese and ice cream. Yeah, He'd take absolutely. a day off. <laughs> yeah, if, if she's going to be doing... The, but that would explain the calorie management. That's like, I mean, 5,000 is about a day and a half. Like two, it's like two days. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half days. So if he took tomorrow off, like the timing's perfect. I do that regularly. I take entire... I haven't eaten today. Yeah, Granted, I woke up at like 2 or 3 p.m. <laughs> I, I, and, and, and then I went back to sleep. <laughs> I, I, I woke up at 2 or 3 p.m. and then went back to bed. I haven't eaten today. Yeah, I haven't had that sleep schedule since I was like in fucking high school. I used to uh, work it, it, That's like an unemployed guy bragging that he has the week off. I used to have a, two, a job that <laughs> started at 2 p.m. And on the weekends, I would sleep in until about 1, get up and go to work. And I don't think I've, I don't think I've had that sleep schedule since I was in high school. Mine, mine rotates a lot. Um, it, 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 was, it was pretty good a couple weeks ago. But last night, uh, Chiz and I literally stayed up all night watching um, Evil Dead. Ash meets Evil Dead or versus Evil Dead on Netflix, and we watched mm -hmm. the entire second season in one sitting last night. Oh Jesus! Sort of serious? I thought it was a. I thought it was a couple. Was it? Were these like eighties horror, like B grade? Ah, horror you're not in the know. No, okay, I'm not in the so know. They were like they're fantastic eighties horror movies made by Sam Raimi, yeah, uh, with Bruce Campbell uh, in the leading role. Well, there's such a like um, fan base for this thing that they came back and made a series of it. Just oh, wow. a couple years ago. So he's older and fat, and they mock that relentlessly. Like, he puts on a girdle. as he's, When he's suiting up to go fight evil, there's like a, there's like a, a corset girdle thing that, like, <laughs> like sucks his belly in. And, uh, and, and he's, you know, but he's still got the boomstick and the uh, chainsaw hand. And it, it's fairly good special effects. Lots of, um, lots of uh, what do you, uh, practical effects. So just gore and blood and just people getting eviscerated with guts and stuff. Like in one of the episodes, a body becomes reanimated and the intestines wrap around his neck and pull him into the asshole of the dead body. And he's going, no, not in the butt, not in the butt. And it pulls his head up into the asshole. So of course the dick is like right on his head. <laughs> and it's like a huge dick with a piercing on the, in the head of it. And so that's like right on his forehead as he's being pulled <laughs> into the, into the butthole of the dead body. But the, the body has been like uh, dissected so he can see through the stomach hole and he's running around ramming the torso into stuff in the morgue trying to fight off the body. It's, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm having trouble I, even following. That's why you gotta watch. <laughs> Ash vs. Evil Dead. First two seasons are on Netflix now. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. If, if you like the Evil Dead movies and, and you're down with the over-the-top gore and practical effects, then you'll like this. And, of course, Bruce Campbell's weird sense of humor. Um, I love good. shitty horror movies. Like, I'm ruined for great. 
everything now. Like I, I, I think it started when I talked about Better Call Saul and how they'd spend like six minutes on artistic trying to find my keys scenes or, or whatever. He was looking for a bug in the car. So there it is, the camera looking through the exhaust. On YouTube, if a guy inhales, they just jump cut that shit out. You know, we, we got to keep this thing flowing. And I've seen so much of that that now, I don't know, the slowly unfolding, panning across the front yard shots. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is dull. This is super <laughs> dull. It's like you've been trained by the internet to need such a fast feedback loop in the pleasure center that like, if anything takes more than three seconds of setup, you're like, Jesus Christ. Exactly. Like, let's get this going. Like, I'm I, waiting I think, for like, today's 16-year-olds Facebook... to start making Netflix stuff because the way that these 50-year-olds are doing it is slow as... I don't know, Woody. I mean, this feels like a very good segment to me. I mean, today's 16-year-olds are going to find out all about slow internet starting today. Ooh, yes. You know, it... I, I guess we're on hey, politics. So what, what, what Filthy's referring though, to... Like, uh, oh, before we go to that, I had never thought about how like kids nowadays might make movies like way, way faster. Mm. Like that. That had never crossed my mind. That I can't that, wait. I, I think that would be a bad... I don't like that idea. Like sometimes you need those long scenes to build it up, to get your emotions high, to feel like there's something at stake. Like I'm if, okay. it, if it, I'm, I'm I'm in love with the winding path, you know. Like I can get there, but the fact that a nothing has to take four minutes is bullshit. You know, like you're just fucking videographically masturbating on screen with your sunset shots and you're, you know, like, let's let's find let's film this bald guy looking for a GPS tracker in his car. Can we get a camera in the exhaust? How about we get a camera under the door handle so we get the shot of him opening it? Let's get the sun setting to show how long it's taking him to find. You know what? This is one story element. You are taking a very long time to tell. They're doing it's just bad videography. It's it's a it's bad storytelling when you take six minutes to tell me a thing. I, I do know the scene of Better Call Saul you're talking about, and I know halfway through that scene watching, I'm like, we're six minutes into this episode, and I don't think we're gonna get enough done. Like because <laughs> like I know he's gonna find this thing, but it, it was a good scene, Chiz. You're right, it was intense, but like it would have been just as intense, ninety seconds shorter probably oh, like for sure yeah it, it's really just like the opportunity cost of the scene where like no, this uh, is, this there is, is a very they cool... just they just adventure dated you right there you the, your your brain is too fucking stupid to understand different arousal stuff basically right this is adventure dating this is a uh, uh fear and uh um, this is adventure excitement adventure dating like fear and adventure this is shaky bridge is the this is this the like fucking... carbon dating but based on your preferences for adventure uh no so um Basically, this is taking advantage of the fact your brain is stupid in lots of ways. And one of the ways it's stupid is it doesn't interpret between different psychological effects very well. And, and some of them are, for example, uh, physiological arousal and sexual arousal. So do a bunch of physiologically arousing uh, dating, you, your brain often misinterprets the sexual arousal. This is the same fucking thing. This is your anger and buildup of intensity of how slow this is going is making the scene more meaningful than it would be otherwise. Right? That's an interesting way to look at it. <laughs> Like, why is it so intense and memorable? Because you sat there for six minutes going, why the fuck is it this scene over? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that that's good, though. I'll admit that no, it did make it more memorable. That's true. Cause I, cause yeah. I, I remember like, a lot about my last dentist visit. I wasn't enjoying it. Like, <laughs> Taylor nailed it with the opportunity cost, too, right? Because Better Call Saul, I'm sorry, Better Call Saul is a show I really like, but 
it has aspects of it that are just dreadful. You know, when, when someone's mad, it, it, I, okay, I watch a YouTube channel. I think it's like Blessed Living for Life. It's this couple building a house and every day they want to see them like make the timber frame, raise it. They want to see them work super hard making progress on this house. And then sometimes the daily video is like a 27 minute tool review of a new gas tank spout. And you're like, oh my God. I hate this so much. You want to know why? It's not just that you made a bad video. There's tons of bad videos on YouTube. It's that you withheld the video we wanted and gave me this shit instead. There was an opportunity cost in there. And that's what Better Call Saul did to me with their ridiculous scene. They just, they, they wasted a lot of time when I could have real plot development. Yeah, I, so. I, I def I'm on the fence, but I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Chiz just linked something. He says we need to get to this before net neutrality because apparently this is time sensitive or kyle linked it sorry what what is this this is if you skip to uh you queue up at one minute and 58 seconds uh this is dr disrespect uh going live and admitting on cheating on his wife on stream which by the way is the best example of why never to be yourself as a as a twitch streamer right anyways uh, are we queuing up yeah. i'm trying to yeah uh, this queuing is up taking at, me. One, at 115 you said kyle 158, I believe. 158. Yeah, it's not 121 because that's where. Do you want me to mute this? Uh, I, I can't mute it without muting you. Never mind. You don't have the option. Forget it. So this is going to be embedded in the audio of this uh, Woody. Probably won't matter because you haven't crashed, but. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. So I'm at 158. Uh, I'm ready. Is everybody ready? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm good to go. Ready, set, play. Uh. <clears throat> have a, a little bit of a little bit of an announcement um and i just want to be completely transparent with you guys uh as you guys know i have a, a beautiful family and a wife and kid and and um i want to be transparent that i've been unfaithful and And, uh, and I'm probably going to be taking some time away, time off to focus on, um, <laughs> stupid fucking mistakes, man. Jesus. I thought it was going to be a prank. I'm going to take time off to focus oh, no. on my family and... Yeah, this isn't funny. And so, well, is this real or not? I wanted to let yeah. you guys know that. And Why do you say I that? I apologize to you guys and Slick Daddy. Just a you guys few seconds are... longer. I apologize to you guys, my sponsors and Twitch. And this is not this is not who I am. It's it's not what I represent. And <clears throat> that's it. So many thoughts on that. That's so many thoughts on that. So deep. I was 80% sure it was a joke. I thought it was going to bust out and be like, and I'm the two-time, you know, like, I don't know, just like a play with it. He always says he's the two-time blockbuster champion of like 1996 and seven. I, I, I thought, I thought it was going to bust out joking. That's where I, I thought that was going. 
Uh, I say, that guy's an incredible streamer. I'm really surprised to see that. If that is what, why, why the 180 entirely from character? Why, why give that element? I think to I know. The fan? I'm curious. Go ahead. It, it, just my theory. I think that the aspect of genuinely touching people, like there are a lot of people who found happiness through his streams that weren't finding it elsewhere. And in he, he did a. Uh, uh, an acceptance award speech type thing. And he was like, man, like, I started off just goofing off and I didn't realize how important this was going to be to some people. And like, I, I feel like I went through a, a similar thing on my channel where like at some point you realize that like at least it, it, some portion of your audience has latched onto you and they, and you mean more than some character on how you met your mother. Right. Like some people were going to Dr. Disrespect and finding a little joy and a little brightness in their life through his streams. And it seemed to have a huge impact on him. And I think that this is an offshoot of that. Like, hey, you know, I made a mistake here. And, uh, you know, to those people who think that this is important, then I'm like, I have a responsibility to be the full version of me to you. Like, that, I don't know. That's it's what's in my head. Something along those lines. Uh, well, that was but, interesting. I I knew it wasn't going to be a gag or anything. You know, it's I, over there on live. It's on uh, you know, it's 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 well, it's the front page of Reddit and live stream fails and everything. I knew he was coming clean about you know cheating on his wife. Um, that was pretty powerful. That's interesting. One thing that um that resonates that, that, as I was watching it, it bounced into my head, and I think about it earlier. There are so many people on YouTube that achieve some level of success and then ruin their lives. Like, like it's almost a rarity, you know, like when the, the, the cliche of the lottery winner is that like, they're going to end up in debt or in jail mm. or something like that. And I think I saw statistics where like, that's really common. That's super common on YouTube. There's so many people who like things start going well for them. And then all the order that they had leading into YouTube is gone. Yeah. I've been planning for that for so long. That's why I'm not making it big. I'm taking my time <laughs> just so I really don't, you know, I don't want to go down that rabbit Pace hole. Pace yourself. That's right. I'm going to stay small for a real long time so I speak <laughs> up on it. For a real long time. That's when right. all the opportunities for young pussy are yeah, long gone. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> I really didn't funny. know that Dr. Disrespect was so, like, big. Like, Oh, I just huge. remember he had a YouTube. I, I just I don't watch any streams, so I just remember uh, he had a YouTube channel from years and years and years ago. And some of those videos were funny, where he'd like kill someone and like edit to like something dark and be like, "Ooh, I bet you liked that, didn't you?" And like, they're <laughs> just like little like quips, like and it made me yeah. laugh. Like, I don't know anything what is, about his Is he history. all a streamer now? He's not. Yeah, yeah. So he was a call of, right now, isn't he? Yeah, he's huge on Twitch with PUBG. But see, back in the day, Taylor and like, I. I mean, it's I mean, just perspective. It's twenty-five to fifty thousand live viewers any given time you log onto his stream. Yeah, oh. yeah. So Taylor and I really knew him from the Call of Duty days back when he was really tiny, and uh, and and he'd do like these live-action skits with Randy. Yeah, he's, with like, Randy. <laughs> he's like he's like he'd be portraying multiple characters in all these costumes and wigs and mustaches and stuff, and like really awkward black and white like uh videos and then of course he'd make call of duty commentaries where he's talking lots of shit and you know absolute bloodshed yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was really funny stuff it was the same it's... character really like not much yeah. has changed i always back in the day i uh well one he used to call me out a ton and it was basically he felt like he was a better gamer than me therefore he should be more popular that was the core of it um but, but wasn't his character that like he's he was the best 
of, of all. Like, yes, like uh, that's he was, his character. But no, this wasn't in character. This was like Facebook rants and shit like that. And um, it, yeah, I was always pretty gracious to him. We went so, I, at one time. I wanted to be the community manager in Call of Duty, and it turned out they had already hired him before I even sort of like you know was going to submit a resume. And uh, my fans were hating on him, and I was like, "Don't do that. Like, it's not his fault. You know, even even if I." had got my resume in time. It's, he has the same right to the job that I do. I thought I was very good towards him and it didn't come in return. But what I really didn't like was this. He picked on X-Jaws a ton and X-Jaws was only 16. And I just thought that like, he's a grown man picking on a kid. And I thought that was like, you know, wait until he grows up. He had a, one of the characters that Kyle mentioned was an X-Jaws parody where he'd like put on big chains and, you know, talk about his money. And uh, it was just a way to attack X-Jaws. Uh. And um, I don't remember kid. that one. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, then he went in the corporate world, and I think he he started as a community manager for Sledgehammer, and then if I'm right, he did some map design and stuff that took exam uh, advantage of his gaming expertise, and then he went from there to streaming, got super popular, yeah. and then uh, like so many popular people on YouTube or Twitch, just like uh, you know, broke him. Cheats on his girlfriend. You think he's wife. broken now? You think that because that's broken? How do you, what do you think? From that? Like, clearly he's upset. Clearly he's going through a rough spot and something. I, I, I would, I would be shocked if that influenced shit for his, his, his yeah. channel size. Oh, his no, 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 no. Well, what might influence it is the time he takes off. But yes. what I was saying, I wasn't saying that, like, if he didn't take time off, he wouldn't, his career wouldn't be broken at all. But his relationship will forever be scarred. Like that, that doesn't go back to, oh, yeah. but again. you think that's, you think that is an out, uh, a outcome of his success in Twitch. I you do. think is that, okay. I, I, guess I don't, Twitch. I don't, I have no, like, and, and well, whatever, whatever, like his all the wrappings that right come with it, you know, the, the travel, the, the fame, the, as the I said, I'm a small YouTuber. I don't, there are not large numbers of people idolizing me. I haven't had that temptation or problem yet. So he's going on stage, bringing people to tears with his acceptance speeches and that kind of thing. Like, uh, I see, you know, like I, I think that experience changes a lot of people, not just him. Like I, you, you might be thinking if you're watching this, that that would never happen to me, but it might, you know, Yeah, it's it, like that whole South Park episode joke where it's like, why do all these men with money and fame and recognition just keep fucking women other than their wives. Like, don't they realize that they have perfectly loving, happy wives at home they would love to be with? Them? And like, they're like eyeing all the women in the room. Like, are, are they buying it? Like, like of course, <clears throat> all of us know why he did that because it's very difficult to turn down sex. Like, and yeah, and he's probably getting it thrown at him way more often than any of us. Let's, if he's the think, big guy let's do on Twitch. Two things that one we've had this conversation before, but let's have it again. Monogamy is an option. It's a negotiated option you choose in your relationship. You don't have to have that as a choice in your relationship. Negotiate that shit. And this just goes back to, again, what, you know, Taylor, I keep pointing out to you is you mean facetiously most of the time and not like I'm trying to give advice either way on that, but like you choose their, you have the ability to choose the relationship you're in. And that yeah, may be, you didn't do that. He cheated in a monogamous relationship, it seems. Right. He didn't do a very good job of fucking discussing what he wanted and what she wanted in that relationship and like, or, or felt the temptation. I suppose that's a possibility too. But if really that is something that is, you know, coming with this, there should have been a conversation about that. And there should have been some discussion about what that looks like for their lives. You know, and that well, or rather, if they had done that, they could have avoided being where they're at right now. Yeah, they could have. But like the outcome probably would have been like, uh, no, then we're done. Like, yeah, I'm did. not cool with you fucking around. And then 
Like I just can't even imagine having that conversation. Like when I'm in a relationship, you do it I'm ahead in of a relationship. Do it going into a relationship, not in the middle of a relationship. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, sense. Filthy's right. You choose it. You be, oh, have open communication and stuff. That would not work for me. I am very much possessive. Uh, sure. About my and the wife. answer, and it might be there is that is not what you guys want, but choose. But the yeah. point is, you, you will save yourself grief in the long run if you have some understanding of who you are and who they are and have negotiated ahead of time what that looks like together. I mean, like, I can't, I can't be more clear on this. It seems like so no, many no, fucking I, problems totally in life are related to that. Yeah, so. I'm tracking with you 100%. I just, it doesn't even enter into my mind as, like, a possible relationship. I, I, I would never be cool with an open relationship. Like, well, it's, you, you it's don't have not... to. See, you're, you're, you're predefining it, though, exactly, right? Exactly, like, like... You, you, you've already decided what an open relationship means when the, the, the what very... What does it mean? It, well, at the very least, it well, means it's fucking Taylor. someone who's not you, and I'm not Taylor, cool with that. What, what if... It uh, doesn't have to be there. Well, let me, let me give an example, Kyle, right? So yep. what if part of your relationship was, uh, you know, the two of you are at a bar, you and the girlfriend you're at with are at a bar, and you see another cute girl, and you decide, that'd be a fun girl to bring home for a threesome. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, but I'm still, like, involved. In that, like, it's something that we're sure. deciding together, you know. But that is that is technically not monogamy anymore. That's that's true. That's definitely true. I guess it would come down to like how do you the, define the aspect this, of not. This being was, in, I don't want to like change the, the topic too much, but so the, the, on Filthy's thing, you got the threesome. Uh, you bring home a girl. That girl brings yours to orgasm. Are you jealous of that? I'm no, no, I'm probably enjoying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> it's weird. Now, if it were a guy, I'd be very jealous. Right, I, I like that. We're playing the same game. Like, no, no, no. But, but with, <laughs> we're but, playing the same right? game. Right, <laughs> but if it's a, a different character, <laughs> if it's a girl, shit? like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, we we bring a completely <laughs> different set of tools to the to the table here, and it's somehow that I don't feel like I'm competing so directly. If there's a girl in the bed, what if it's a what if it's a transsexual, Woody? What if it's Bailey J? Ooh, I really have to put this together. I, I think that the jealousy level definitely. If people don't know, Bailey J is a very hot girl with a dick, and. uh uh, I would be jealous of that for sure, but not as jealous as know. if it were some guy named Butt Nasty. <laughs> as I'm putting but it nasty. together, yeah, I think I'm more jealous of Bailey J. I think in this case, it's the presence of the dick. I think. No, no, no. I know you'd be more jealous of Bailey J. over a over a woman with a vagina, but you'd be less jealous of Bailey J. than of like you know a running back for the 49ers. Right. No, you picked out that other guy, though, the, the opposite, the one with all the muscles uh, and the I, vagina. I, I, Buck, oh, nasty Buck Nasty isn't actually... Buck oh, Angel what's his... is the... I, I'm My sorry, mistake. that was completely... Like Buck Nasty more. Yeah, Buck Nasty <laughs> is just some random male uh, porn star. Buck, Buck Angel is the woman who looks like a man. That's my fault for, for muddying okay. the waters. Well, we'll make it, you know, whatever... Uh, Roger Aaron, the, the football player from Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, that's who he actually is. Um, I would be very jealous of that guy if he were in our yeah, Like I wouldn't be okay with that. So, uh, yeah, I will admit there's levels there, but but. But again, I don't, but like this, yeah. this is what blew my fucking mind when I realized this. I, mean, I was, I was, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't like an idea that I'd come across till much later than life. It certainly wasn't an idea I'd come across in high school or whatever else. It's just that you you define what your relationship is, and there's all sorts of people out in the world doing all sorts of relationships that I look at and go, how the fuck does that work? Or I look at that and I go, I would never want to be a part of that. Or I look at that and go, holy shit, how do I get that relationship? And it's just, they often are not just the kind of the one, the norm you're raising. It's often not a dyadic pair with a monogamy, with a monogamous, a monogamous relationship. It's just often there are other ways to do it. And it blew my mind when I fucking realized that that was an option available to you. So you're yeah, right, but is, like, okay. If, 
if the only kind of girl you like is exactly five foot four, 115 pounds with a B cup and six toes, then you're really limiting the amount of girls that, that Alabama you, girl right? <laughs> in that situation. Now, like, Oh, you know, 0.1% of the population is on the menu for you when you're looking for girls that like, all right. Yeah. The, you know, the only kind of non-monogamy we stray from is hot chicks coming into our bed. How many women are okay with that? You've really narrowed their dating pool. Sure. Uh, absolutely. You, it, it's yeah. not as narrow as you might think. It's, it, it, I mean, it, it, it narrows things, but not, not not as narrow as if you're looking for someone with an odd number of toes, for example. Hmm. I, I, I promise. And again, like, yeah, I, I feel like you know. And I also feel like, I'm sorry to cut you off, Filthy, that today's yeah. tools might help you, right? Like, back in the day, yes. how many women can you meet in a week? Two? Four? Yeah. You know? How many, and like, how many women in a week does Taylor swipe no on? Like, how many fucking, like, on, on, on not Taylor in general, but like, <laughs> but like seriously, on, like, with that kind of power in terms of the number yeah. game, yeah, it like, is. Like, and find I, the if, person if that's that you want, does what like, you I want, have no problem want. with it. Like, if I, I agree with you. Like, if you're entering a relationship and you know, like, man, I can't get off unless you know there's four other girls in the mix. Like, you gotta let them know up front, because otherwise you're not gonna. It's not gonna work out. Like, I'm behind that. I just also see it as like, like the Woody you know, quandary of like, <laughs> like it really does take like no fucking, like you really ruin your fucking chances. What are you guys giggling about? I don't know. Just, uh, don't just, say it. Just, don't say it. No, what <laughs> I thought it was good. Why not? Uh, it's complicated. I'll tell it's, you after the show. It's a thing that just, just, just that, that's very funny though. Chiz. All right. I guess Chiz, Chiz made a good joke. Um, and I don't host has said I should not say anything it about either. it. So I'll be quiet. Uh, I missed it. Well, in any case, um, yeah, yeah, you know, like, like, <laughs> well, yeah. On. onward and upward yeah. over there, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you're absolutely right, Lefty, like, I, Lefty. I'm so sorry, That's a, I'm so Freudian sorry, slip. Filthy, oh, goodness, you're not in a wheelchair, <laughs> I don't think so, not yet. um, yeah, so, so I think that there's this idea, that. I think there's this idea that, like, there are boxes that need to be checked or that relationships are cookie cutter. You either have this type relationship, A or B or C, and you have to pick one. Just like with political parties, I saw someone on the subreddit who's like, well, Kyle and Taylor are hardcore Republicans. And, and we're like, what makes you think Republicans don't? Well, you don't like Democrats. Like, so it's either A right. or B? Like, what, right. wh but why does this have to be this binary uh, thing? Like, like, yeah. like, like I'm, I'm somewhere weird, flu... Like I, people, it's fine for people to be gender fluid, but I can't be politically fluid. I'm somewhere in the ether in the center of all this, that, and I agree with parts from both parties, while at the same time recognizing the inherent corruption and hypocrisy of the entire political system, right? You can't define me as a hardcore Republican. Come on, that's shit. Yeah, I, I agree. You're definitely not. Like, do we... Uh... I guess we're kind of like getting towards politics now or net neutrality. That's kind of that's pretty, that's pretty politic. -y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need somebody oh, reacting to that because I, I would say that's fucked up. It's like, I mean, like he was clearly, I mean, it's tough to say when someone someone makes their living streaming a character, when someone does a emotional response, you do have to stop back and wonder, is this a, an emotional response or is this a character's emotional response? But it does look like he, he was took certainly the clothes off. Right. I, yeah. I felt like to yep. me the, the part that he came out of costume was an intentional Symbolic. signal. Yeah, sure. I mean, it certainly could be, and it and it's 
it's interesting that I mean, do you think that's explaining why he's not going to stream for a while? Do you think it's a wise idea? It's like daddy made a few mistakes. Uh, I don't think. (laughs) I think that his fan base will be very forgiving of the fact that he's imperfect, and they'll not turn on him for taking a. I'm guessing a couple weeks off. Um, It does take. What is he doing in a couple weeks? So what is what is this time off for? Out of curiosity, you think it is like couples counseling style stuff? Like this is going to be so large of a time commitment that he will be unable to do his essentially regular routine or just yeah, don't think he'll be emotionally be able to do it man I, you know we're just guessing but like based on what he said there and how broken up he was it's possible that maybe his wife has moved him out or he's moved out and you know, there are children involved so like it sounds like the, he, I said believe he says that in, said. that in that video oh, yeah. child children whatever and um it sounds like you know He's gonna either be trying to make this right with her, or he's gonna be, or maybe it can't be made right, and he's dealing with the emotional, uh, uh, you know, consequences of that, and, and doesn't feel like he's gonna be able to stream. So I, you know, I wish him the best. I don't ha- really have any interaction with him ever. I don't really think maybe once or twice, but uh, he always seemed like a cool guy to me, and I always dug what he did with the character, and uh, and, and clearly he's found a huge following these days. So so I wish him the best. Yeah, yeah it's gotta be. I do too. I'm not hung up on what he did seven years ago. It just to me. You've never been one to hold a grudge. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Woody holds a fucking grudge. <laughs> we etched like, that shit in stone. <laughs> I, I, we we talk about stuff off the show, and it's funny the ones that you're just like, oh okay. no. The first, that will like, never be over. <laughs> that, that will Second, never be third, fourth, and fifth time, I think I heard about uh, straw men and this, that, and the other for the first time I was on. Like, <laughs> I was wondering, and like, we're still now on uh, on the expert thing. This is like three times later, I think. At this point. So well, that's I'm, not a grudge, though. I, that, that's just a, <laughs> it's a callback. Uh-huh. That's, no, that's, 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 that's right. It's a Are you trying to get back into straw man territory here? Because <laughs> I'll put you back there. I've made a huge mistake again, haven't I? <laughs> that's that's funny. funny. Yeah, that. May, I don't know if that's a character flaw or not. You know, I, I don't. I don't think he mind being mentioned. Chiz holds a grudge better than me. His memory is stronger. It, it, we used to, yeah. He's younger. He's still got the sharp, vivid details. He does, dude. We, He's like, got the virile grudge-holding abilities of a younger man. <laughs> we, we'd have players at Woodycraft who like messed over the server in one one way or another. And I'd be like, you know, is this guy so bad? Because he's being friendly now. And Chiz would like list out all the things they did. Heaven forbid it involved Colin. Then it'd be, you know, like, why did we ban him for good? You know, why is he permagone? Hashtag never forget. Hashtag never, never forget. Yeah, yeah most people that's talking about 9-11, not to Woody. There's a no. litany of things. Never forget this. Never forget that shitty waitress. Never forget. <laughs> I knew that waitress stuff was going to. I was actually mean to someone yesterday. And, and I hate this because it perpetuates the stereotype that I don't believe in. But you have to understand where I was, right? So um, Jackie's caring for her mom. I didn't think her mom was going to die like that hour or anything. And uh, filthy honest. People to... accept love in different ways, right? You know, you got words of affirmation, gifts, uh, quality time, physical love. Jackie likes uh, acts of service. You know, if she comes back and finds that you did the dishes or whatever, like that just warms her up inside. Well, the, the gas fireplace in the kitchen 
didn't work. So we bought a new one and, and I, the pipe I bought was too big. Anyway, so I was going to run out to Home Depot and I wanted her to walk back in and see that I had done a thing for her. That was what was in my head. And uh, I go to Home Depot and I'm, I, I need help on the fittings. And there's this guy who's like, he's just cracking jokes and being an ass. And uh, I'm like, you know, hey, like, do you have this? He's like, no, we don't have it. I'm like, oh, look, well, here it is right here. And you were quitting on this task. Like, you, you just didn't want to look through the shelves. And uh, he's not used to someone talking to him like this because most people are nicer. But I'm in no mood because she had texted me. said, where are you? My mom is gone. And uh, Jesus. Hey. Uh, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so that's, that's where my mind is as we're doing this. And I'm like, do you want me to come right home? Like this, I, I was out. I wanted to do this for you. I, I, I wanted to. I wanted you to be like happily surprised by at least something that was going well because she really likes this. And uh, she's like, no, you know, like buy your part. So I'm going through, and and I'm like, she's, all right, that was it. That was a good interpretation. She's like, no, nah, take your time. You're like, yeah, no, not I'll take your time. But she, <laughs> no, like, no. yeah, she's but like, a ballsy interpretation. I like it. <laughs> and uh, then there was a hose, and it was too short, and. Uh, you know, I'm like, you know, I could have used this one because it's the right size, but it's not long enough. He's like, well, just the one side's not long enough, right? And I'm like, huh? No, the length. The length isn't long enough. He's like, yeah, but it connects to one side. Fine. It's just the other. And I was like, I'm done. I'm leaving. Like, you have been the opposite of helpful. You gave up on looking for parts. You made, like, and I, I just, I put the parts I found down and walked away. And, uh... Uh, it was a little rude, but then we waited on him in the parking lot. He came out with his wife and kids, and well, <laughs> I crippled his children. <laughs> yeah, that'll teach him. It was a little that rude. That boy's never gonna walk right. But fuck. I that mean, guy. I, I. What did you I, do to you him? Get, Read you a room. A Is he in your trunk ass. right now? Read a room, you ass. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You get a pass, like if there's a family death. Yeah. Right now, like, <laughs> right. like it's not yeah. like, man, my my mother-in-law died two months ago, and I need this. Part. Like, no, it's like it happened as I was pulling into the shop. Yeah. And like, do you have any heavy-duty garbage bags while I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Sixty-five <laughs> gallons. Yeah, I'm gonna need this this uh, this oven here. This this uh, this flame device is gonna be used for cremation. Yeah. <laughs> <Home> cremation. <laughs> We're throwing yeah. you in there. I'm too. a host for that. Yeah. <laughs> a virgining industry. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. Uh, free pass on that one. Oh, thanks. I say. Yeah, right. yeah, definitely free pass on that one. Uh, as long yeah. as you didn't do anything to the man's kids. We're, we're clear on that. You didn't hurt his children. I just walked away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Like, like, Why yeah. would his children it's be the people, people, not just well, Home Depot, but like, I, I feel like, I feel like in some way that's them combating boredom. Like, my wife and I just came out of like a, like a Home Depot or something like that. Like, we walked out of, I think it was Lowe's or Home Depot, walked out of that and bought something. And the cashier was joking about, she's like, yeah, you should uh, get a bottle of wine and go home. And she was like, she didn't say go home and fuck, but it was like, she's like, I want my grand, my, I want my son to have a baby. I just bought him a bottle of wine and him and his wife were out shopping. You guys should go get a bottle of wine yourselves. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like checking out with like buying like a small screw and like the <laughs> take home from the cashier is like, I should go home and make babies with my wife, like get her drunk and impregnate her. That was like my recommendation walking out of the fucking lows. I, maybe maybe kinda, you had a look on your face that said, uh, I would love to have a child in a bottle at this of wine. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, People I, have different I don't, ex like, I don't know what good I service know, is to you. Right. It, to, so we bought the fireplace. This is like whatever, five days earlier. And uh, the fireplace salesman was making all kinds of small talk. I want to go in there, 
look at them, pick it, and walk out as if I was buying toothpaste. That is my optimal service experience. I, I this fucker like showed me his driver's license from 1970 where he had a full head of frizzy hair twice. Twice, <laughs> right? And, and he it shows it to funny. me. He didn't laugh hard enough the first time. Right, and I, the first time blaming. he showed it to me, I was like, I, we're looking at fireplaces. Stay on mission, buddy. Stay on mission. You know, tunnel vision. And... Uh, that wasn't the hint he needed, I guess, because he pulled it out again later. Look at the hair I used to have. Son of a bitch. I would, I would put the caveat I was raped in that. by a guy with an afro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir, let's find that piece. <laughs> That's I, what I could say that like, when it's an area of someone else has more expertise than me, I'm willing to – it's okay if they are, are, are taking off track a little bit for expert advice, especially if I'm going in for something I have no fucking idea about, right? Mm -hmm. but, but I hear you about like just random – like. I'm here for a purpose. This is like a waiter, right? A waiter who won't leave you the fuck alone. You want a waiter who shows up when you need him, leaves when you don't need him, recommends good things on the menu, perhaps a wine pairing or something, and then goes away again, shows up when you need to pay. You don't want him there all like the fucking time. sounds like an amazing waiter. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. And you tip the shit out of them when they do mm -hmm. that because it, like, what you want from an experience, the service experience, is you want the service experience to have added to the night, not detracted. And that's, that's what you want from pretty much any service fucking industry. I agree with you. There was a lady at a Kidoba I used to go to, and I literally like stopped going there as often for burrito bowls because I was like, "Oh man, you know what sounds great, Kidoba? Oh. If that fat <laughs> bitch, if that fat <laughs> bitch is working and she wants to talk for ten minutes as she's ringing me up, like as she has my card in her hand, where it's like <laughs> you're holding uh, me uh, hostage uh, right now. You're holding <laughs> me hostage. Like th this isn't cool. And you know who it's actually Taylor, like extra not cool to? Cancel the card. Cancel the card. All those people in line. Like I, oh. Oh, it's it's like customer service. But no, I, no, I, dude, I do not I do make not. small talk when there are people in line and behind. I'm, I'm for, I'm I see that Northeast. Okay. Okay. The Northeast, yeah, sure. they do not make small talk in line. The Midwest, they don't fucking stop making small talk in line. Hmm. I told you, I just had a recommendation to get my wife drunk and fuck her until we had a child <laughs> out of the line in Lowe's. You can't do that shit in the Northeast. They'll look at you. They'll 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 run you out of town if you're yeah. more friendly oh, folks that. here. Filthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I hadn't thought about that. But it, the service of the Northeast is fucking outstanding. They are they are great. They get their jobs done. They they're on a mission. They, yeah. That. Oh, I I got promoted nice. in high school because I walked fast. I shit you not. Like another guy complained about it, and the other and the boss said to us, he's like, you know, my name is James. He's like. James looks like always looks like he has something to do. It always looks like he's going somewhere, and it's literally because I was walking faster than the other fucking guy at that point. And I feel like <laughs> yeah. that is that is like what they're judging on. It's like I, get I your shit slow, done and get. Uh, uh, your, your point about slow walking. I take slow walking as like a personal affront sometimes, and it's so <laughs> silly. I know I shouldn't. It, 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 they're just walking slow, but like when there's someone even go. like on the street Taking and they're time. walking like three abreast, super <laughs> yeah. slow. It's like. Do you not? Do you not even think, like when when I'm walking with three people, if they're walking two abreast, I will hang back a bit in like a triangle yeah. formation so that there's room. Like Have if, you if done that, go walking down. into a group of people, like uh, they're on a sidewalk, three or four abreast walking towards you, and none of them make room for you. Yeah, I just oh. bolt. I I've done I've done that I've done what you've done I've done that before. Where I've decided like, okay, this is the third time this has happened to me today, and I'm really fucking tired of it. I'm just gonna. Lean in a little bit, put my shoulder down, and I'm going to walk into it to fucking move. Just like oh, Coke I said, stay low. Yeah, stay low. Low <laughs> gravity. You know, like you, like you, but you think about it. Like you'll catch yourself like angling your, your shoulders to like make yeah. room for them, and then you're like, 
Fuck not, this. Not this not time. Again. I need to yeah. in square. Right. I've done this so right many times you. today. Why is it always me who is making a room on the fucking side? Oh, my God. That that happened to me in this my, my first college all <laughs> yeah, the time. And, and I would walk into it. Like, after a while, after a couple weeks, it's like, I'm going to mirror that guy. That's what I'm doing, right? If that guy squares up, get ready, bitch. We're about to tackle, you know? Like it, it, But if that guy turns, I'm more than happy to turn. But don't sit there and expect me to go to the grass. Exactly. We're not playing that. Yeah. At the very least, give me a half turn. I give you a half turn. Look at that. That's how society keeps turning. Yes. Fair, like, I look, look at, at this Kyle. I can't even can't even stick around. <laughs> I gotta pee really bad. I've had like eight <laughs> cups of coffee. <laughs> I look at I look at this. And we have this conversation. We're all like nodding our heads, yes. And then I think back and like I'm like in college, I got punched in the face on some unrealistic, unbelievable number of times Get because out. my mouth my mouth was always oh. much faster. <laughs> any other part of any other circumstance oh there's six of them and they're being in a dick and it's just one of me i'm gonna mouth off you gotta make sure the numbers are on your side <laughs> my jaw broken in high school from being sucker punched in the face and then i've been punched in the head so many fucking unbelievable number of times in high school punched without cause i got sucker punched in high school um i was at a party uh i was pretty drunk um it was a a football player from a rival um high school but i followed no football whatsoever i didn't give a shit about football one way or the other mm -hmm. so like i had met him early in the night and at some point later he kind of came back tapped me on the shoulder and i turned around and he sucker punched me in the face and broke my jaw now were you completely innocent yeah yep. uh, that Nothing. happened to a guy in my high school and i remember like like the ptsd about it like i think they might have broke his jaw and but, but they definitely was like, he was knocked out cold and it was bad and uh he was talking about it afterwards. He's like, you know, I never thought that happened. You know, people would say, like, why did he hit you? Oh, no reason. He'd be like, oh, nonsense. You know, like, there's a reason. There's always a reason that some guy gets hit. He I've been hit, hit a lot of times for a reason, but that was not one of them. Most of the time it's for a reason, but sometimes it's really not. And that's the most unjust of all, it, obviously. It, I, I felt <laughs> bad for him that, that he literally hadn't done it. There was a... We would have these parties like at the Sandlot or whatever, and people would drink and uh, and have a fire, and that was like a typical high school party back in. You know, yeah, yeah. The, the no, I'm from that that well, a little bit northeast <laughs> of that, but yeah. And uh, and then what would happen is a group of it's so racist. I don't know how else to say it, but like it, it was pretty much all white people, and then like twelve really tough black guys would come and start beating people up, and. Uh, uh, you know, that was that was the score. They'd come and like things would scuffle and we'd scatter. And uh, I, I don't know what their motivation was, but they, they hit my friend one time. I remember when I was leaving and I, I drove a motorcycle and uh, they're like, who's that guy? Should we get that guy? And I rooster tailed out of there and I felt uh, safer. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just I was really happy that it worked out like it did. I think I got sand all over him and they didn't catch me and off I went. Filthy. You said you'd been punched in the face multiple times. What is the time that, like, looking back on it, you were like, I had that coming? <laughs> if there well, is one. I, I don't know if I have details for that. It's just a general belligerence. I was a, I, I, I've been told as uh, from my, my closer friends and my closer acquaintances over life that I've mellowed as I've gotten older. Hmm. And uh, I have, at various times in my life, been more intense than I am now and have uh, occasionally been very vocal about that and uh, occasionally have met with uh, unpleasant fates for that. I've been, I, I have multiple memories of in college, just like, you know, like someone being a dick at some point when I'm by myself and me pointing it out and not letting it go. And just like, I remember, I remember this one particular one, like I just got punched in his face. Some drunk kid, he just like 
you know, out of nowhere, just kind of punched. It wasn't out of nowhere. I was shit talking their group, but he like punched me. and I wasn't expecting that. And uh, I was like, you know, what if I press charges? And they're like, we'll all just vouch for him because there's like six of them right fucking there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all yeah, right. I guess all right. I am. Well, fucked. We'll, I, I guess, guess I'm going home round. with my jaw punched. You know, <laughs> so be it. I'll wake up tomorrow and it will really hurt. You know, <laughs> like, so I, I don't. I don't know if there's any one thing that stands out particularly from that. Unfortunately, it'd be good if there's like a great story for that, but no. Oh, I haven't no. been punched in forever. It hurts so fucking. Much. It really does. Punch in the face. I said really that hurts. once. I said that once on the show, and people on the subreddit was Kyle's like such a pussy. He thinks getting punched in the face hurts. Really I was just does. like, who are you? What are you? Is George Foreman on our fucking subreddit? Ah, <laughs> like, oh, come on. If you if punches in the face, no big deal. It's like no. Hey, I'm a huge fan of the show, but I'm really disappointed in how much of a pussy Kyle is. Like, you know, fucking... I'm actually <laughs> not with Kyle on this one. Like, that I don't hurt. think getting punched hurts that much. Like. I might have been punched a lot more. I don't know. But uh, what I have discovered about me is I don't think I have a particularly good chin. You know, I, I think whether like how uh, a, a good chin is one where you uh, where you can get punched and it doesn't like rattle your brain. And I think I have kind of a long, thin neck. And uh, and I'm just not a guy who can take a lot of punches. I, I, I've been punched uh, like from someone's guard on the bottom. Like so I'm on top and, and they punch me from the bottom and rattled like, you know, like like briefly cobwebbed and it's like yeah. well i don't think that happens to people with good chins you know like yeah so, i i, I, I definitely get that too. and it depends if there's gloves involved so you know i with with 16 ounce gloves like it doesn't hurt from the impact it sort of rattles my brain and gives me a terrible headache i've noticed but like with a bare fist is what i'm talking about like that hurts in my experience that's always really hurt i mean thankfully it's been a few years now since i've been punched in the head so yeah. it's like tough to like impair it. To yeah, that, that pain like, fades. The yeah. worst uh, uh, head attack I've ever received, however, was from a ceiling fan. That time I stood up <laughs> in my own bed and stuck my head into the ceiling <laughs> oh, fan. God. It clipped me against my skull right on the top of the ear, <laughs> and I it dropped me like a taser. I, were, I, I was laying there doing that thing where you just... <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 just... So fucking painful. That's that may be one of the worst top three pains of my life. Like it's comparable to when I broke my foot. It's it, it's comparable to to at, like the worst toothache ever. It was extremely intense. That was the worst. That I've was done so that bad. too. It hasn't. Got, you know what? Not pain, but the, so the ceiling fan hit me. But I don't think I was. Maybe I wasn't hit quite as hard. But you know what knocked me the fuck out? I'm standing like on the foul line. And lots of people are shooting around and such. And then, I, I don't know, like I turn towards the basket, maybe looking for a rebound. And just as I turn, before I could do a thing, I got hit in the forehead by a basketball. Oh. Unconscious. Just like, <laughs> boom, dropped to the ground. There was this like little um, moment of time that everyone had except me. And like that was very confusing. And uh, I, I don't know, I was just like, I got knocked out by a basketball in like, call it fifth grade. This is, this is, but when we're talking about like, um, how we would feel like as we're getting older about like, you know, what's the best part of our life and what isn't, it's just, I mean, what you're just saying just drives home to me how subjective experience is, right? What you just described is you lost a second or two seconds of time and it was disorienting to yes. like compare like your 18 year old or your 35 year old or your 55 year old perception of what's valuable in life just seems so 
so crazy hard to do because you're so, I mean, I, I think about this all the time with my life, what I've done for a living, my, my partner, my, you know, the things I've chosen are so much a product of both my culture and then who I am in the moment that to, to say like 20 years later and have any real perspective of what that's going to be is just so, I, I don't believe it. I don't, I mean, I look back and I can do the opposite. I can look back and say when I was 17, I didn't know my fucking asshole from my ear hole. Right. And like, here I am now, and in 20 years, am I going to say the same thing about my 33-year-old self? It seems pretty damn likely. We're such we're such creatures of the subjective moment that it, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. You know, it's yeah. like you just you describe that, and I'm like, yeah, of course. And it, and like the sooner I can get it in my head that I don't know shit now, the better off I'm going to be probably long term. I feel like I definitely agree with that. I, I uh, it, it's a it's a weird thing to co- compare what you're saying to, but I, I had that experience with Civ so many times where I, I'll be like, people ask me like, well, how how well do you know the game? And I'll be like, well, I've been through this this pattern so many times that I can tell you I don't know anything about the game, even though I've got 1,500 hours into it, because in 200 more hours I'll think that the 1,500 hour version of me knew nothing, because like every I've, I've redone videos hours, for Civ. It's funny you say that. Like I've redone guide videos for that, and with the updated perspective, and I, I try to say that now in the videos where I'm giving advice on these things is like this is how many hours I've been playing this at this point, because yeah. Because you're so sure of something in that moment with the, the knowledge you have now and the perceptions you have now, but your updated knowledge of that X time later with X more things added to that is so so totally different sometimes. And it's really, yeah, it's a very interesting thing to be aware of. But yeah. Civ question. It, so when we first met Filthy, Civ 5 was like the Civ. And since then, a new one has come out. And yeah. which one's the Civ? Civ 5. Civ 5. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't. Um, there is an expansion coming out for Civ 6. It's uh, supposed to hit stores in February, I believe. I am uh, optimistic, but not hopeful for Sometimes it. Sometimes Civ gets expansions right. Civ 5 was like that. Civ 5 released. I, mean, I didn't play Civ 5 when it was released, but my understanding from uh, a number of friends who have is it was a much worse game. Uh, and, and to be fair, like comparing a game with three expansions and X balance patches later compared to a game with no expansions right when it released is not a very fair comparison anyways. Mm. But uh, there's some work to be done if that's going to be the case. I hope it is, but there's a lot of work to be done. Let me uh, tell everyone about Omaha Steaks here because the holidays are fast approaching. You can order gifts for everyone on your list with just the click of a mouse. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how for only $49.99 you can get our uh, family gift pack. When you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code PAINKILLER in the search bar, that's 75% off. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners here. Listen to everything that you get for less than $50. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, Four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes a gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steaks seasoning packet, and right now you're going to get four additional kielbasa sausages for free. So just go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code PAINKILLER in the search bar, and you can get that 75% savings. It's a gift guaranteed to be a hit. That, yeah. Check that out. You know you want to try something good. Give it a go. Mm -hmm. Definitely be delicious and a quick word here from bespoke uh for guys that love discovering cool ass new products that you can't just find everywhere i need to tell you about bespokepost.com bespoke post is a subscription club that offers monthly themed boxes curated from unique and upcoming brands from around the world they've got a wide variety of box themes such as style grooming cooking drinking travel they cover all of these bases 
There's no commitments. They tell you what box you're assigned on the first of each month, and you have five days to keep it, switch it, or skip it. Visit BespokePost.com and answer a, answer a few short questions uh, that'll help them gauge your interests and get a feel for the boxes that'll vibe with your style. Each subscription box goes for around 45 bucks, but with more than $70 worth of goods inside. To receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to BespokePost.com and enter promo code PKA at checkout. That's 20% off your first box at B-E-S-P-O-K-E-Post.com. Promo code PKA. Yeah, themed boxes for guys that give a damn. I got one of their boxes, and there's actually good things in it. Buy it for life quality, which, like, I feel like I don't want to throw stones at some other boxes, but sometimes they're like, hey, check out this foam figurine. I'm like, really? Like, that's craziness. <laughs> you know, like, that, um, that doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. But this stuff, like, like, buy it for life things in there, which is cool. Yeah, I know you're really happy with that bag you got. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like mine as well. There's a, there was a bunch of cool products in there. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of everything I've gotten from Bespoke. Yeah, if you're watching, it, I, Kyle can't see this, but it's the bag in the ad on the side is the one that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool stuff. <sighs> yeah. So, oh, we were talking about celebrities and messing their lives up and stuff. Have you been following Conor McGregor? Conor McGregor? I, no. no what, what has he done now? Well, Sit it's not now. even a now thing. Like, I've been thinking about his accumulation. So he made $100 million in his last fight. That's the big round number, but that's what they say. He is a 30 for 30 on running out of money. Like, not only is he spending it left and right, he appears to have a coke habit. And I say that based on the pictures I see of him doing coke. Um, he's cheating on his, he has a long-term girlfriend with a baby all the time. Not all the time. He has a long-term girlfriend with a baby and he seems to be cheating all the time. I don't know why else, you know, you're topless doing coke with girls in bikinis on the couch together, like at a party without his girlfriend. Was it daytime in the picture? Because that's a very old image. Uh, the, oh, there's lots of images. Uh, ah. Yeah, th this, this is like a thing that seems to happen constantly. And, uh, you know, and you can't trust online rumors. I get that, right? But, like, everyone in Dublin knows he's fucking around. Whatever, you know? Like, he goes to the clubs, he, he's dancing with other women, and, like, this is a thing that he seems to do very publicly. And, and I mentioned before the money spending. I, Who is this? Conor McGregor. Oh, this is a fighter? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, I am just so convinced if you fast forward to 2025, there's going to be the coolest 30 for 30 on Conor McGregor and how he's like punch drunk and broke or into drugs or in jail or like something is going wrong with it. He is not wired to be rich and famous. Most people aren't. I, I'll acknowledge that. But he is not handling it well. He's not handling it well. And you'd think $100 million, you can't run out of that. No. First of all, cut it down to 60 for like the percentage that he pays out coaches and all that staff or whatever. You know, like a lot of that cuts off, maybe 75. And then cut that in half because he's paying taxes, right? So now, we've, now he's like $37 million. You can spend $37 million if you treat the world like it's free. You know, and, and I know we had a guest on who said that those cars weren't all his, but he is blowing money. He's planes and hotels and, and like not hotels mansions that he rents he lives so large he's the kind of you can spend 37 million i'm not worried about him to be honest i i think he's i, I think he's gonna be okay i i think that he's biding his time to to get another big payday and there's a couple of options out there oscar you got oscar de la hoya calling him out you got manny pacquiao calling him out either one of those would be a payday similar to the the the, the last boxing Mayweather. match 
you got Mayweather out there talking about maybe coming into the UFC if he could get a billion dollars for a three or four fight deal. That would be fucking entertaining. You want to talk about getting seven or eight million buys to watch that guy finally get his ass beat. Because that's what's going to happen if he jumps in the <sighs> octagon. You're about to get fucked up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hear and you. He's also, you know, he's got his promotion thing going on lately, the fighting promotion thing. So whatever he does next, he'll get a, an exorbitant chunk of. And if he can make his star rise just a little bit higher, not not necessarily make it rise higher, but keep it where it is, he'll keep getting those endorsement deals, the the, the whatever, Beats by Dre or Nike or, Re, or I guess it's Reebok or, or whatever. Like, like, I don't know what he gets from those people, but I bet it's it's big. I think he had a Budweiser commercial maybe too. Like, I think his endorsement deals pay pretty well. And Chiz just wrote in there, you know, he's got that clothing line. I went on there the other day because I was like, eh, let's, let's see how much this shit, it's expensive. It's some expensive shit. I, I couldn't even begin to estimate how well his overpriced clothing is doing or his whiskey or whatever. I'd, I've never seen either, but maybe I don't travel in those circles. Yeah. I, uh, um, but I'll tell you this. I think he loses his next fight. And he gets his ass kicked. And his, the, the last time, it didn't ruin the shine too much, but I think this time it does. I think first Mayweather beats him. Then you know now he starts looking like a guy who's two and three in his last five fights or, or whatever it would be, and uh, and he just he's Rocky three right. Clover Lang kinda, comes there, beats the it, heck out of him. I, I didn't see the Mayweather fight, but I I did read about it a little bit. It kind of felt like I don't know. I kind of felt like that was a brilliant kind of marketing thing for him almost. Like I thought he came out of that with a lot of money. He came out of that fighting a fight that probably will, you know, a guy came, maybe with a come out of retirement for that and like gone back into retirement post that, like, like that's, that just feels like a brilliant kind of publicity style move to me. You think oh, he's yeah. going to do something stupid for his next one? I think he's going to get his ass kicked in the next one. I think his next fight will be. Does a he UFC have a next fight. one lined up? No, it'll probably be Tony Ferguson. Uh, he's the champ at 155 and there's but, an interim champ because Connor hasn't fought in so long. So his next fight back will be against an absolute killer to unify the belt. Mm. That's the thought. And, uh, and Ferguson is going to maul him. Are you looking at him as a fighter or a businessman when you say that? Like, are you looking at him as making the most profit out of his brand? Or are you looking at him as winning the most fights? I'm looking at him as a guy under contract in the UFC. So he's not going to fight Mayweather or De La Hoya next because the guy who owns him, Dana White, who has him under contract... Says, you know what? Like, no, you have to start fighting in the UFC because that's what's best for this business, and you're under contract, so I can just stop you. Like, you can't do anything else. We let you do the one because we love you. You're not allowed to fight. They couldn't stop him because of that uh, the Ali Act because it's a different sport. I need to check on that. I'm not. Don't either way at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Um, that's not the story Dana tells. But don't yeah. believe his lies, right? It's a meme. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm pretty sure. Like I, um, I remember them like going on and on about the Ali Act and and how they because it's a different sport, they couldn't stop him uh, from from doing it. So they had to like it was either get on board or or fuck off for Dana White and WME. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm always I need to do research on that. It might have just not been tested because he got on board. Maybe it's a bit bottom up, but sometimes I look at this and I look at the people who are doing the best in their respective fields. And I mean, we're just talking about Dr. Disrespect and now we're talking mm -hmm. about, you know, like it, it sometimes seems like it's hard to you can find fault maybe post fact when you see the outcomes of it. But a lot of the times it feels like we aren't that 
or I am not that anyway, so I'll speak for myself. Like, so sometimes I look at something, I'm like, holy shit, that seems like a stupid move to me. But fuck, if you look at the branding they're getting out of it, even with the the rest of it, I I, some, I, I honestly say I cannot often predict where some of the field leaders are going with the things they're doing. And that explains why they are leading the field and I'm fucking not on some level. I so, do feel like I have my pulse on the hardcore UFC fans. I don't know how much that matters, but they're turning on Connor. They're all absolutely fed up of him not fighting in the UFC, talking shit, acting like he's someone. You know, the other champs are like, dude, you're the you're a retired fighter. You're the, you know, you're the 2015 champ. Like, I don't know who the Patriots or whoever was champ in 2015. Yeah, you know, retired fighters love to look in the past. Jump in the octagon with me if you want to talk shit. And he has no recourse because he doesn't jump in the octagon. And everyone who's into the UFC doesn't like him. Now, a lot of his But surely, surely at from... some, point, some point in his life, he goes, I don't want to go back into the octagon. I've, I've, I have accomplished what I wanted there. And again, yeah. I'm, devil, I'm devil's advocating a little bit here. So I, I don't know. I don't follow this. This isn't something important to me. I'm not trying to come down on one side on that. But at some level, why does he go in there if it doesn't benefit him? And well, if he is able to keep playing the system in a way that he doesn't have to go back in there and it's still benefiting him, which it seems like to me from an outside perspective he's doing, isn't he doing well? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, like, so GSP did that for a long time. He had these deals with Gatorade and I forget who else, Science or something. And uh, all he had to do was, like, tease fighting, and that lasted for, like, four or five years. Then he went back in, fought, and who knows how long he's reset the counter for. So, yeah, brilliant in, in a way. Connor, I, he's probably got a lot of money coming. I don't know. And he always said, get in, get rich, and get out. I'm cool with that. What everyone hates him for is not fighting and mm -hmm. acting like a fighter. That's that's why they're fed up with him. This guy is the one who shit talks everywhere, right? Like this is the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, and they love him for that. Irish guy. But it yeah, was, yeah. you know, he also fought two or three times a year. And now he hasn't fought since 2016. Well, and once he's done bare knuckle destroying the Dublin mob, I'm sure he'll <laughs> return. <laughs> I'm sure he'll return to the sport. Uh, it's I'm looking forward to, to whatever he does next. I'd watch him fight Pacquiao or De La Hoya. I'd love to see him fight Ferguson. I'd love, I, I, I want the best for that guy. I want him to come back and defend both of those belts. I want him to come back and fucking win at 55. And then, you know what? I, let's drop down to 45. And by the way, Dana, if you ever make a 165, I'll win that too. Like, I, that's what I want. I want him to come back, talk shit, back it up like he, like he used to. Uh, you know, I, I want more of the Conor McGregor show. I enjoy the hell out of it. I'm with you. I love old Conor. I don't like current Conor. So he'd have to change into old Conor to get me back. Well, the only difference is he's not fighting, right? You know, That's he's still talking difference. the same amount of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's a, it has a totally different vibe to it, you know? Like, I could talk shit. You know that idiot who, like, goes and challenges people to fight? He's a boxer. He's not a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's who Conor is now. Jewish guy. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I see where you're headed. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. He's got to back up his words, and that's the most most interesting thing about Connor is he talks so much shit, and then he backs it up. So, so yeah, he needs to back up his talk. Um, I see him on Instagram making fun of Tony's eyes or whatever, the glasses and remark and stuff like that. I get it. Uh, I, I hope he comes back. I want to see him defend belts. Um, I thought I heard that, like, I think maybe Chiz is trying to say right now, he, he would have fought in December um at the or in this month that we're currently in like he was going to fight um at that end of year card with cyborg not with cyborg but on that card I, i'd love to see that fight <laughs> fucking mcgregor cyborg oh now i'll pay for that one i'll pay a hundred for that one yeah there was a um, rumor he was going to be the usc does a really good card at the end of the year and there was a rumor he was going to be on it um 
but he went into a Bellator cage and like pushed a ref or something and got himself not necessarily suspended, but in hot water and needed to like keep a low um, profile. Yeah. But that's a rumor. You know, it takes a lot nowadays to get Conor McGregor to sign a contract because he wants a hundred million every time. And the UFC is like, no, no, that was a one-time thing. Come back to the 10 million. I, I don't know. Yeah. I wanted to get paid too. Now I, 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 it should be a fair thing because he is a draw unlike anything else, you know, like, like bigger than Rousey or big, big, he's the biggest draw they've ever had. You'd have, I wish all the payments were delayed or like, so here's my thought. I do want fighters to get paid. I want everyone to be rich. I want all our fans to be rich. I want Connor to be rich. Everyone can be rich. Knock yourself out. I'll be out. rich too. Filthy. Have some rich. Um, the issue is as soon as these fighters get rich, they become assholes, you know, like not just assholes. They that I can live with. They can be assholes. They stop fighting. They all uh -huh. like you put a million dollars in Nate's pocket and he retires for three years. Oh my God. Don't put a million in his pocket. It fucking <laughs> ruins the sport. You put money in Connor's pocket. All of a sudden he only wants to fight Mayweather. He doesn't want to fight anyone at all. He only wants to talk shit on Twitter. It's about, you know, how good he was in 2015. I'm done. I'm done. I don't give a fuck about Connor anymore. Well, I guess I do. I'm talking about him. But but you put money in these fighters' pockets. As soon as they get so rich, no one gets up out of satin sheets and runs at 5 a.m. And and that's that's a cliche in fighting. And it yeah. seems so true. It, it, I've been watching a lot of Tyson stuff lately. I, I Tyson's so fascinating. You know, I watch him work the heavy bag. It's just oh. terrifying. He hits it so fast and hard. And I, I like he's got this like speech where he's talking about like when he's walking to the ring, he's he, he's like, I'm terrified of my enemy. I'm terrified of him. I've dreamt about him beating me so many times, but every step closer, I get I get you know more and more confident. By the time I step in, I'm not afraid. I know it's. I look in his eyes and I see he's not a man. He's afraid of me. And it's just <laughs> like like and, and like this like voiceover is playing like to a montage of him knocking people the fuck out and giving them traumatic brain damage it's it's a wonderful tyson's such a fascinating character such a fascinating athlete it, it's so a, strange oh, strange just, guy with so many strange things about him got Isn't such it? a cool background like like his shit talking was scary you know he'd say some some dumb stuff but nobody's children. gonna call him <laughs> like, talk about fucking them he's, he's like he's like i'm gonna fuck you till you love me faggot like, like, like and the, the other guy's like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> processing that like wait wait is that how that works <laughs> you know, like like will i eventually turn around and start appreciating this <laughs> yeah scary yeah right yeah taylor tell me about the the feet found in, in canadian waters uh well it's <laughs> the 13th foot found wow. in Canadian waters and it was like I was reading the article earlier before the show I, I skimmed it and like it talked about how at first it was a real disturbing thing but then like the last guy who found one he was just out with his dog and he's like oh man another foot here eh can't <laughs> believe it that's 13 now yeah well, something, <laughs> something's going on in the ocean you better believe that yeah some hoes are out there cutting girls feet off like, uh. like or whatever <laughs> like that and so if you reach uh, to the end of it, isn't it some like horrible thing, some like totally tedious thing, like a flooding of a graveyard or something like that? No, stuff? I knew it would be something like that, so I chose not to read it. I I, I choose uh. to believe it's a serial killer <laughs> or uh, someone. Yeah, it's not that I like news, to think someone's tired of getting their ass kicked by the mystery Alaska hockey team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just cut chopping off feet, like ah, there you go out your first line center. 
<laughs> at first I was thinking like, is this the Armenian mob chopping people's feet off like they did in the shield? But, but I, I did a little research and apparently the prevailing currents there from, uh, from down South, I guess there's some, some areas with some bridges where people jump off and commit suicide. And I guess the foot, because it's encased in a, in a, in a shoe, is uh, preserved longer than the rest. So maybe as sea creatures gnaw and nibble at the uh, the body, the foot left in the floating shoe is left to, uh, oh, to be sure found. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Way more, makes a lot more sense than my foot serial killer theory. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually yeah. directly contradicted by the article itself. The mystery elastic <laughs> theory. I, no we, problem. <laughs> I... I want to talk about the net neutrality thing. Like we've been starting yeah, on I want, that I want three or four to play, times. Like explain that, like in as much detail know? as they know. I do you I just don't not know like as read Reddit or anything like this in your life. Generally? Well, I mean, I, I saw uh, when Reddit became unusable for a few days, where it was like, oh, yeah. let's see what's going on with the hockey forum. Oh, net neutrality. <laughs> I guess nothing today. No highlights to look at now. Like, uh, so I kind of wondered Woody, like, I, I, it seems like you know quite a bit about it as yeah, well, filthy, but I, I assume Woody knows no, no, go, go ahead, a Woody. lot about it, but oh, I, like, I laid the whole thing So thing here's out. the deal. Uh, the internet... I know it started in 2015, and they just got rid of it, and now, like, I'm so scared. I'm so scared that you, as a host of PKA, don't know about it, because I, I, I have literally sat here and watched this go, and I, I don't understand how anyone, I don't understand how it passed. I don't understand where the support is coming from. So, I don't understand that side of the argument. So I'm, I'm very People don't know what net, net neutrality is potentially. Uh, the internet is like a bunch of spider webs with certain connection points, right? So where AT&T connects to Verizon or connects to Comcast or whatever, um, Cogent and ones you may not have heard of, there's a spot there. And um, that is where these internets become sort of interconnected. And then traveling across this is all sorts of different traffic. It was always that... It didn't matter what the traffic was, whether it was video or email, it was treated the same, right? ISPs didn't peer into what, what these data packets were all about. They just passed it on, right? It's, I get it. I send it to you as fast as I can. In 2015, Obama and the FCC made it so that it was called class two traffic. I don't fully understand what that means, but it's kind of treating it like a phone call so that I can't say Taylor's call is less or more important than Woody's call. We just pass this through, everything works together. And basically they made net neutrality, the law of the land, but not a law law. It's just like an executive order kind of law, you know, yeah. the FCC. So uh, the Republicans came into power and there's this guy like, I, I can't do names, Agent Patil. Oh, Ajit Pai. I, okay. I saw like I, I I saw the funny picture of him with that big Reese's peanut butter cup mug, and I I did think that was pretty. So funny. Ajit Pai uh, is like the villain of the internet right now. Uh, he, he is, is an ex Comcast oh, uh, no an ex Verizon executive, and now oh, he's, so he's, a, probably, he's probably not very biased about right. all this, right? Well, now he's in charge <laughs> of the FCC, and uh, there's actually five people that sort of they vote equally, and um, but because the Republicans are in charge, they're three to two. And that's that how the vote went too. All the Republicans voted to get rid of net neutrality, and the Democrats voted to keep it. Um, mm -hmm. The argument. Tell, tell Tiller the effects that will have on his life. So I, I'm going to try to present an unbiased side. Yeah. The argument for keeping net neutrality is that hey, some data should be more real time than others, right? No one really cares if their email takes an extra half second. However, if the audio on this video clips even a tiny bit 
everyone notices instantly. Like audio is one of the things that humans are most sensitive to yeah, jumps in. That makes sense. Even video may be second most important, right? Because uh, if there's a little like hitch, then your eye just kind of c- connects the dots. Um, mm-hmm. uh, gaming traffic maybe requires to be treated kind of real time because it matters. It's, it's uh, urgent. The other side of it is like, hey, what these companies want to do is not make your audio and video better. What they want to do is charge extra to go to certain places. You know, if you're really into Reddit or whatever, oh, yeah, well, we'll make your Reddit traffic better for $5 more. Or maybe there's just different tiers. Right now they have tiers on, like, how much bandwidth you get. The tier could be your video sucks or doesn't suck. We charge you more. Don't forget the opposite, though, which is that suddenly, uh, you know, the the, the program you're on uh, no longer supports Netflix, no longer supports Reddit, and no longer supports Twitch. I was headed so, there. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and by okay. the way, there's... Just make there's sure a, that comes out that way. There, hold on. <laughs> there's a real conflict be... of interest. Like, like Time Warner, for example, has cable. So Time Warner might be specifically interested in making your Netflix experience suck, right? So I, I, that, that's yeah, your that ISP. Uh, they want to make sure that your Netflix and your Hulu and stuff is awful. Or you can pay double. And basically, they're getting money whether you go to their cable or whether you go to Netflix. In any case, you have to pay Time Warner for, you know, they'll sabotage industries that they compete with. And that's one of the things that people are most concerned about. So net neutrality allows for internet fast lanes and it it allows for internet slow lanes where they get to ruin things that aren't... um, you know, in their like conducive to their business. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and the, the internet and becomes like, a, now... like all this stuff I've heard about it makes me feel like we want this. Like, it seems like a good thing. Like, you, right. Like, but we want that's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like oh. a good thing. Like, what, what's the argument of people saying, no, we don't, we don't need this. Like, like, what well, is that? Okay. Okay. So if I were to say, we don't need this, wait, Oh, we don't need like, net neutrality. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there's yeah, a way to look at net, net, so yeah. net neutrality is regulation, right? You could right. argue, hey, the less the government does to enforce a level playing field, the more the magic of capitalism happens, right? The magic of capitalism. Has right. that shown to help anyone recently? I mean, we look at like the, the economic breakdown of... Has, has yeah. capitalism the, helped anyone recently? I no, no, no. So. Let, me, let me respond to this back as the... Really? You think so? Yeah, we I'm still at capitalist, the, yeah. Oh, we're, we're losing uh, I mean, the middle class. We've billions of people out of poverty since the advent of capitalism. I don't think that's directly tied to this net neutrality. It oh, seems wow. like not anybody actually, like, it sounds, I, wait, are you debating that, that billions of people I, have not been pulled I think there's an argument to be made that a very unregulated capitalism, which is where we trend towards, starts to become two tiers of the haves and have-nots. You know, the middle class we're, really we're is dropping increasingly, out. We're increasingly having the haves and have-nots. The middle class is uh, decreasing. Wealth is more and more concentrated in a smaller percentage of people. Right. And the wealthy get wealthier while the rest don't. CEO pay, like that disparity. Yep. They compare it like the 70s versus now. Like there is a crazy thing happening. But um, uh, I still think net neutrality is the best of all our imperfect options but i'm sorry i meant to say um capitalism is the best of all our imperfect options the argument for getting rid of it is like i said one hey this is government regulation all government regulation is bad let the you know verizon would never do anything that makes their customers unhappy right otherwise they lose their customers except unless they're the only option unless they're a local monopoly yeah exactly so but that's an argument that people make and the other is this also gives verizon the ability to prioritize audio to prioritize video, mm-hmm. things like that that matter. Um, so it comes down to whether you trust Verizon to <laughs> line their own pocket. Yeah, 
<laughs> Filthy's laughing, Holy but that's shit. that's that's where so, I'm, I'm trying to be I mean, honest. I the way you yeah, trust sure. Verizon right. no, I, to I'm, say, I'm "Hey, better now. I want like we're Verizon. We're gonna have the happiest customers in the entire industry. We're gonna prioritize their audio and video. They're gonna be so happy. Pornhub will be HD all the time, and then email can be slower, right? Same amount of bandwidth, but better traffic management." Or you say, oh, who trusts Verizon? They're totally just going to charge me more for this and that. And they're going to find slow lanes. And, and companies like Netflix that maybe can pay for this bandwidth, they're going to have a huge advantage over like Taylor Flix, which is a you know, burgeoning upstart without the same cash reserves. Okay. You, uh, you saw like Comcast withdrawing. They had this pledge up about what they would and wouldn't do regardless of the laws. And then like when net neutrality looked like it was starting to get repealed, they just withdrew like three elements of their pledge, which yes. was basically like, they're like, yeah, if this changes and the laws change, we're going to fuck you until you're fucking raw, is what they essentially said with that. It, it, that so you don't trust Comcast PR, and Verizon? Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, like, it, if I can sum my understanding of what you said, Woody, in a much more simple way, like, the the people who are who want to get, wanted to get rid of net neutrality were kind of like, oh, any and all regulation that's going to make it worse, you know. Like, but to Filthy's point, like, I think like Woody's middle ground approach is correct in this that like capitalism is well, still absolutely the best option overall. Well, it's not like, a capitalism it's argument. Not that, together, it's, not that, would... it's not that regulation is always evil. Like some things do need to be regulated. That's why we do have a government. Like you can't just just be you know all everybody fucking whatever. All the time, like you do need some. Your power yeah, company I guess, has I guess a local. I would kind of be shocked right in? now. Like your power company has a local monopoly over you, right? And if they yep. started yeah. changing your power rate from nine cents a kilowatt to thirty cents a kilowatt, all you could do is try and use less. I mean, like, that's why the utility yeah, companies you, you are switch. regulated. You would have like you need electricity. It's practically a survival mechanism. And I think the internet's right. gotten there. Exactly. I, I definitely agree that the internet's is. a utility at this point. Right. Well, that's the, well, that's what this law has just gone in. Well, that's what reversing net neutrality does. It, it declassifies it as a utility, which is required to be treated essentially equally everywhere, and now says that companies are allowed to regulate that. And the companies that are going to be regulating it are your ISPs. And what they are going to be regulating is going to be for their best interest, and it's also going to be based on whatever moral filter they want to apply to that. If they don't like certain sites, those sites get slower rates. You get slower connections to those sites or denied those in some way. You've just lost the ability to have a an internet that is accessible to you equally everywhere and are now at the mercy of whatever your provider does. And we don't have a choice of providers right now. I, I am locked into one provider and have been probably you know between one and two for my entire life and probably won't have that chance. I won't have more options than that pretty much anywhere for that it, and it's it, and by that's the way what it seems it's most compelling to me to have regulation is for the utilities and stuff like that where you really are kind of fucked like the power example like really resonates that makes a lot of sense like if suddenly my power company was like yeah 50 50 cents now not nine like then uh oh i guess i'm gonna be burning a lot of candles and that's that's an even that's more your expensive. option. That's really option. Bath and Body Works and save well, money on candles. I mean, you're not going to be able to do it. You I make mean, your own candles, you Taylor. You're in, you're, you're the man. That's true. But I mean, <laughs> that, 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 all that soy wax off Amazon I'm ordering that's going to add up too. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Twitch streamer, right? Yeah. Like that's. I mean, I I am a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber for a profession. I mean, you guys who are in some degree YouTube related, but you know this is. Maybe maybe slightly less so. I don't I don't quite know exactly what your breaks down to. But if let's say my ISP decides, uh, yeah yeah yeah, Twitch is not a service that we particularly support. Um, yeah, we're gonna cut that rate by a quarter or three quarters or whatever. 
you need would to they, pay an extra. Money? How would that help them make money? Because though, then they, they sell you because they, they sell you a package that you now connect to the same speed I'm connecting now, but it's twice the rate or three times or four times the rate. And, they, and you think that would make them more money than people would just pay for riding? upgrades? They pay Which, for the fast lanes. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't have a choice because well, for, I don't have a choice anyways. I mean, other people right. and have that's a, choice a real for thing. That. It, 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 yeah. a, a company like Time Warner that has uh, media properties, you know, they serve ESPN and whatever, uh, might be like, oh yeah. We should make Hulu, Netflix, and Twitch, and YouTube, you know, alternatives to us, perform yeah. poorly so that people get back to watching our TV. Yeah, I mean, that definitely does make sense. Um, so, like, what's the path from here? Like, so, what's uh, like, they, so they voted it, today. The no, no, I mean, like, to, to get it back, or is there, like, a movement for that? Because I know yeah, it was never a law. Are. It was an executive order. Exactly. But. So, um, uh, there are some people in Congress talking about making a law so that the FCC and the president can't just do whatever they want, and uh, even some Republicans. But what's really going to happen is it's in the courts now. And yep. there's some chance that... So when Obama put this into place, the ISPs went to court over it, and they lost. The court decided that this was a utility, and they have to treat it like such. So now Trump did the other thing, they're going to go, and there's some precedent. I'm certainly not a legal scholar, but there's some precedent already that this thing's been declared in the courts as a utility. So people think that the net neutrality people have a real shot of winning in court. Okay. Woody, let me and jump in and let's just, say this. Okay. Quite okay. frankly, I am not an expert in this field. That doesn't that sound right. I know. No, there's <laughs> many fields where I am. Experts. Please, please. If there's one thing I know about there filthy, it's he's an expert spot. in the... This is my Achilles heel. <laughs> this is the only <laughs> one spot that it was the truth. But this one. It's just net neutrality, that little corner. That's right. <laughs> I hate least opinions, but I can't be an expert in everything. Mm. Everything so, else. Uh, this, I, I don't know the answer to this. Like, what... Like, if, if the fear for a lot of it... Because uh, I've obviously seen the infographics of like, you're going to have to buy fucking Reddit separate or you're going to have to buy mm -hmm. YouTube or whatever. Why, why wasn't it ever like that before uh, net neutrality was introduced? It's a good it question. Starting, uh, it was starting to go down that way, right? Because there were accusations, I think, from yeah. Netflix towards some of the ISPs. So the ISPs were throttling data from Netflix. And I mean, to be fair, Netflix, what's the percentage now that Netflix oh, it's is? enormous. A it's huge, right? Bad so ISPs George. are... The, the argument from the ISP perspective is we paid for the infrastructure. This is, you know, you are using our infrastructure. We have all the costs associated with this. You should be paying more for this. And they kind they of did. Right. And they, they went down this route and net neutrality shut them down that they weren't allowed to do that anymore. And it isn't so much that particular example. It's a problem. It's the the potential. The, yeah. The potential of what they're going to do with that. If if they are allowed to dictate where you can go and how quickly you can connect to those things, they control your access to the internet. And if they control your access to the internet, you are now having a corporate, at the best case scenario, a corporate mentality. In the worst case scenario, whatever the fucking leadership of those companies are for terms of how they regulate what access you have. If you look so, at no it, I'm sorry, I thought there was a break. If you look at it just right, it becomes almost a free speech thing. Like, all right, it is exactly you know, a free Taylor, speech you thing. can look anywhere you want, but this telescope only points towards Verizon's point of view. Yeah. Okay. So let's say someone says, you know, we think uh, online dating isn't isn't good for the the health of the American whatever. You really hit you him know? in the heart, filthy Jesus. I know. <laughs> you went straight Damn, to right the ball. Are they gonna are they gonna shut down Tinder? <laughs> you could be you could be at a point where Tinder is now either uh, shut down or you can't connect to it or it's uh, the, you've decreased the ability to do that or you know they're like we'll send you we'll send you the young male dating fucking package 
where Pornhub, uh, fucking Tinder, and whatever Ooh, else are now. About you can get the All right, now you're making this net, net neutrality <laughs> thing sound pretty nice now. You're telling me I can get a package with all of the things I love and just pay a small uh, yeah. modicum fee more. Ah, yeah. oh, come on now. What's wrong? Uh, uh, this this uh, Aja Pachacha guy seems to have a, a good idea here. He's got good taste in mugs. <laughs> oh, that guy's face is just—he belongs on that punchable face subreddit. Oh, he's been there. Yeah, he spends a lot of time Makes on sense. there. Yeah, yeah. Those big fake fucking chompers he's got. You think they're fake? Oh, how could those be real? Those I don't are know. veneers. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, the, I mean, because they look mean, like those uh, are veneers. I'm gonna get teeth. me some of those. You're not they familiar with like veneers? Uh -huh. They they put perfect teeth in front of your real teeth, and then. Yeah. Uh, while they're perfect and they're the perfect color and shape, they're a little bit forward and big sometimes. Uh, it's like, that Tom some Cruise people go that? overboard with it. That's the, that's the real issue. So they grind off like the entire front part, front face of your tooth, and then uh -huh. they put a nice cap thing over it. And some veneers look great. It, but, but the problem is that, that when someone's paying 30 grand for new teeth, they're like, oh, make them pearly white. No, 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 no. <laughs> Even whiter. Like, like you don't want incredibly, like the most white teeth. White isn't a natural color for your teeth at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Like it should be some shade darker than white. Yeah. It's but like... these guys are paying thirty grand, so they're like, oh no, 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 no. Whiter. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Whiter. Well, I mean that the whole thing makes a lot more sense to me now, Woody. I think you did a good job explaining you both did. You and Phil both did a good job explaining it. Like it I, the the like I usually you know me, I'm about getting rid of regulation, but this does seem like an instance where it's like, like, it, it, first of all, it's way too high, high of a barrier to entry for like a little ISP to pop up, oh, you yeah, know, where it's like, hey, look, ISP. you know, uh, Kyle Internet started up. Well, that's great. I'll just use that. Like in mm -hmm. the same way that water and electricity or whatever, it's like you, you do need that kind of controlled. Otherwise, like you're going to be banking on a corporation that is is contingent on their their shareholders and so if the shareholders are like hey you have you're leaving money on the table we're not happy about that well i guess we got to fuck people over to make you know some yeah. more money because we do have the capacity to do that because we kind of are in a and, and maybe uh, we, have a, here, we have a monopoly basically. i don't know of a more i don't know of a more evil company than comcast which is my isp provider i can i Monsanto. can think of i, I don't know who they no, are are they, I love are they another ISP? They're a great local st louis company <laughs> My, my point is that if I had to, if I had to pick, if if I had to pick someone in my life to regulate what I could and couldn't do with my free time, where I could and couldn't go on the internet, if I had to pick one person, if I, if I would, I, Comcast the would be at the one. very bottom. <laughs> there would be no one I wouldn't put ahead of that, ever. Like I would put the fucking Catholic Church ahead <laughs> of my, ahead of Comcast in terms of where they could regulate I go and don't go with my internet time. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's unbelievable, and it. It's horrifying. You know, there was so much. I don't know if you noticed any of this. You said you saw the Reddit stuff. There was so much online mobilization about this. There were so many people, so many, so many sites, so many uh, people who were involved with the Internet going out for this. I couldn't oh. believe how it came down this way. <laughs> the it's only thing like, that made me laugh with like, because, you know, it was all those like red thumbnails mm -hmm, for days yeah. where it was like mm -hmm. fucking urgent. Do, do mm -hmm. this, that, and the other thing, and send a uh, text. <laughs> I think uh, you and, didn't do and that. And so, so many people, like, upvoted those that, like, on some of the, like, more fucked up comedy, like, subreddits I would go to, they would post a post that, like, 
the thumbnail looked exactly like that. But when you clicked on it, and oh, and so ton, thousands of people are just like, yeah, upvote, upvote, yeah, mm -hmm. I can see that's another red one. And it would say, like, urgent. The Jews control it all, and you're falling for it. <laughs> and so you, like, open it up, and it's, like, like 13,000 upvotes. You're like, oh, that's, that's hilarious. And, yeah, but, like, I, I kinda only laugh. hilarious on, like, such a meta level, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you really, yeah. if, if, you, if you step one level above that, you're like, that's hilarious, until you realize what just happened is the urgency of an actual thing that is extremely important, a thing that's going to probably affect your life to some degree, will absolutely affect my life to some degree, is now being essentially put in the same category of fake news in terms of like the the camouflage that goes with that, right? The bullshit that is meted out with a similar looking thing on the same forums and the same sites that are doing this comes out at roughly the same level of either acceptance or visibility and therefore dilutes the actual utility of that. It's like, holy shit, what a great, if you are in power, if you are in a position where you can be like, oh yeah, we're going to pass this shit. We're going to fuck our consumers eight ways to Sunday. Right. And we can also discredit and dilute and the, and show up stuff that's going to come out equally visible, but it has no meaning on that. Well, shit, what a great play. Like, I'm just saying it was hilarious <laughs> because there were a bunch of urgent do this, urgent do that, urgent do that. The the lizard men are here. Like yeah, yeah, sure. it's like it, I, I, totally I was a little upset point. that, that it messed up my pornography. Like I, I'm trying to see what the top on lips that grip is, and some for some reason I keep reading the same fucking article. Like like all right, I I I, I sent the email. I, I I did the automated call to my my, my congressman or whatever. Like like I. Lips that th grip. Let's get back to it. Yeah, right. I, I I'm a mod. Where is our suction dildos? I'm a mod on PKA. I don't think I touched that one, but I'm also a mod on the Paramotor subreddit. And they tried that, you know, like, hey, uh, I don't know much about paramotors, but I really care about net neutrality. And I censored that. I'm like, get your fucking shit out of here. This is paramotor talk. I, wow. If I was I in totally, charge of totally lips that, that grip, yeah, I, yeah. It, it, they tried to make net neutrality somehow related to paramotors in this like really twisted <laughs> way and i'm like no this is oh. go. the guy wrote back and complained and you know it's like why was my post removed like because it's the paramotor subreddit yeah yeah go, get out are you here. worried yeah. about being able to stay in shape on our fitness subreddit <laughs> well then you need to lift your way to the isp <laughs> providers off or whatever i i i dreamed i was paramotor ISP, but and i wrote like, the that, fcc that and Sorry, I felt like I, so when the, when they ruined Reddit, I was like, am I supposed to do more? I feel like I've, you know, I'm already one percenter on this thing. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. They, they needed like an acceptance thing on that. They needed to be like, once you've gone through these steps, it goes back to normal. Would have been mm -hmm. fucking great. Where's our on some level, Taylor, machines. it does matter like on that because they could go, all right, they could start doing it by demographic. All right. Uh, this consumer, he is uh, 26. 26 uh, male, uh, yep. single, uh, involved uh, the websites he uses, because the ISK, you can see that, uses Tinder a lot, uses some fitness uh, websites, uses maybe a calorie counter. Uh, we're just going to fucking, uh, we're going to look at that demographic and say, this man would probably uh, subscribe to our premium uh, services for, and then they knock off some websites that you're likely to use, add that to it, and suddenly it is relevant. It's relevant to your fitness forum, it's relevant to your paramotor forum, because it's relevant based on the fact that they can now do marketing data to look at your interests and charge you more based on your interests. You do know that's not a net neutrality thing. That was passed a year, like almost a year ago. What's that? Uh, this uh, one of the first things the FCC did under the Trump administration was right, make it so that ISPs could look inspect at your, ISPs. your data yep. and yep, target yep. marketing but, toward you. 
but sure, but that that is a first step of a multiple step program that's going to fuck the consumers, and this is the next step for them. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, like in the last eight years or something, I've been looking at this mostly through the blue lens. But I, I'm like, why? Like sometimes it's not two sides to an issue, really. Like net neutrality is just good. Privacy is just good. Right. You know, no shit. That rule that Obama put in, where financial advisors had to look out for the people they were advising. Good rule. I like that rule. You know what? Yeah. They, that was one of the act, first things yeah, Trump did. Financial advisors can be so easy. Yes, like there was yeah. never any call. There was was there any doubt in your mind that this vote would go the way it did, the net no. neutrality vote? Because no. there was never a, a moment of for. hesitation. Yeah, exactly. Bought and paid for. Um, yeah, so this is like uh, like abortion. Okay, I get it. I get it. I, I, there's two sides to this issue, right? No one feels good about it, especially as it gets later and later in the term. Um, Some people do. Uh, okay. I saw that on one of those um, confession memes. It's like like people arguing that it's it's murdering a baby, but I still don't have an issue with that either. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that one. Yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah, how much you see it on Reddit. But uh, uh, like there are a lot of issues where it's two sides. Heck, you know the tax cuts right now that are happening. Um, there's a lot I don't like about it, but like parts of it, like the corporate tax cut. I can see an argument, right? It's weird oh, that you know companies are putting their headquarters in Ireland so they can avoid U.S. taxes. And I know Cisco had billions overseas that they don't bring back just so they can avoid U.S. taxes. And if they, they they were taking out loans in America to expand when they had cash sitting outside of America, if all that cash was sitting in America, maybe they'd be more inclined to do stuff here. Um, so I can see an argument for that. Mm -hmm. um, then there's other stuff like net neutrality and financial advisors fucking over their clients and stuff. I'm like, this is the one-sided issue. Why are we on the wrong side of this? I agree. Yeah, it, I don't know why the fuck this has come out that way. It, it seems so... I don't I, I don't personally know anyone. Maybe it's just a small group or whatever. I don't know anyone who's like, yeah, we gotta get rid of net neutrality. It's bad for my life. I don't know anyone like mm -hmm. that. I, I don't know like any real most, people. Like, the Russians a ton of Republicans are out this. there who really didn't like this idea either. The, oh, the, I thought you were joking. I thought you were no, making a joke. The, you know, they, they took like a online survey or something, and some There's people no said, limit I like net neutrality, yeah. and other people said they don't like net neutrality. Russian ISPs have stuffed that box with anti-net neutrality things, just to stir, like, fussing. Just to start shit. It was on Reddit. It must be true. Yeah. I mean, I trust Reddit for my political beliefs. <laughs> yeah, right? They're very moderate. <laughs> I wish I could yeah. remember who this source, but because um, you know, Reddit sources reliable and unreliable things. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. It is. I mean, just a forum aggregator, so it all depends. It is what you make it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's that's net neutrality. There it is. I I feel like I, I did my best to inform both sides. And... Yeah, and I don't I don't think it's a funny segment, unfortunately, for your show. Uh, but I'm glad I'm glad you guys got a moment to talk about it because it's so fucking shitty. We had plenty all... of funny before, and this is a big enough story that like, uh, oh, did you see it was trending on Twitter misspelled because so many people were like, I'm upset about net natality. <laughs> no, I didn't it's like, see that. It's hard to spell that. it if you're that passionate. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other people know what you're trying to do. Uh, uh, net natality. Yeah. It's birthing. Yeah, net natality. Yeah, I, I don't know. This does seem like something that it would be in everyone's best interest to keep. I uh, think so. I think so. It's it. Fingers crossed in the courts. Fingers Cap crossed. Capitalism works best with the touch of regulation. And and you know, here I talked about black and white. There's a gray spot, you know, like I think we all agree you need to regulate energy companies and maybe, you know, the internet as a utility. Um, 
And then you get to other stuff and you're like, well, you know, should medical stuff be complete, like completely unregulated, maybe a little regulation? Like where do we fit in with that to make sure people get good quality, affordable care? CEO pay, right? I get that it's pretty wild right now, but you'd have a real hard time crafting a good regulation about it. You know, like how do we determine yeah. why are CEOs not getting market pay? We we had this conversation last time I was on. The conversation we? we had was talking. Yeah, oh, it was talking about I was talking about uh, men in power uh, abusing their power. It was about in this case the last time it was about uh, sexually taking advantage of the people they were around. I would say and this is a different conversation than really. Know, it seems like the exact same conversation to me. It's again about people in power taking advantage of those who aren't in power the best way they can. Okay. Oh man, dude, I, I do not see giving yourself a lot of money as a CEO. It, it, that is not even in the same wheelhouse as using your power to sexually abuse people. Like Why not? not not even compare because Are one of them. Me? You're making money, and the other one, you're sexually abusing someone. Like that's, that's <sighs> not even. That's. Are you I being serious right distinction. now, dude? Are you yeah. being serious? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, no, that's I am. Wildly different. Well, because the, the the it's not it's not quite there. The the this the, the way I see it is that if you're in if you in the position where you're capable of saying these are my terms and these terms benefit me, you're almost always going to do that. If you can if you can be in a position where you, and especially our our I, mean, I don't know. If, our society, whatever. I don't know why the fuck it is with us, but this is very much a trend for us. If you're in a position where you can take advantage, where you're going to reward yourself often at the detriment of others, it's almost always the case we do that. Right? That's, right? Yeah, people That's are human. very self-serving. Uh, sure. Across yeah, the sure. Board. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't I mean, like it. You're, when you're right. There's, it's a different domain. Like, the no, domain of like sexuality the negatives is of human nature that, ended up end up boiled down and politicized to point the finger at one political group or one sex or, or anything I mean, like this, that. It's this happens humans. to be a party, but I don't think it's a party really. Exactly. Exactly. I yeah. think that too. Like, you know, you put people in power, you're going to see people abusing power. No shit. Yeah, if, what, if, if there your, was like, a group of you, women in power in Pakistan, they would also abuse said power. Oh, yeah. Like people are going to abuse power most of the time when they're in you're a like, situation yeah, like that. It just depends on the extent. Like, I'm thinking but, about it. Like, I, I don't like, know. Like, filthy, like when you, you start saying gender, I get not a little to get bit laid though. I get a little bit more cautious yeah. with the gender oh, stuff because there they are do there are power. Uh, not in Pakistan. <laughs> if if you know a, of a CEO who pays himself you know five million dollars a year and he runs a very successful company that employs tens of thousands of people, and then you see another CEO that pays himself one million dollars a year, also employs tens of thousands of people, but he uses his power as a, to to fuck women and to sexually abuse and be a predator do you, you don't like how do, do those people differ to you but i, I guess yeah. i mean again okay let's it comes down to importance to some degree if one person okay take take this with me from a very rational perspective of this if my values are i want to fuck that girl or my values are i want to come out more wealthy than i am by whatever degree and i do my best to meet those values is that different just because the the one outcome is a more negative outcome via yeah, whatever whatever absolutely they're, they're really? totally different things like you See, I, one, you're, you're damaging someone i i, I don't even I, I don't even understand how you're saying that like well, it's because totally Taylor, different sexually abusing someone than paying yourself more money sure but but the mentality that spawned it is roughly the same but then right? you're just the drilling mentality. down to the point of irrelevance by saying that oh well you're self-serving and so therefore it's both there's an equivalency there i don't think there is at all an equivalency in terms of motivation, only in terms of being self-serving. And if you boil every decision just, down but to it's being self-serving, with it's no regulation, really it becomes it becomes just a crapshoot of to what their motivation is. 
So, okay, this time this guy is, he's really interested in fleecing his pocket. And this other guy is really interested in underage 14-year-old girls or whatever the fuck it is. And this other guy over there is really... And this, yeah, right. And this other guy's really interested in like fancy fucking Egyptian rugs or whatever the hell it has to be. The fact that their motivation differs doesn't doesn't negate the fact that the problem is in part the system that allows that to occur. If the system is literally get in power, do what you want with that, that's a problem. So you're right. What people choose to do with that power certainly differs. And yes, there are absolutely more or less negative outcomes for that. I grant you that 100%. And I'm not trying to say that the outcome is the same based on what they choose, but it is still problematic that that is a choice allowed, which is basically what are we at the whim of this person or that person just because they're more powerful. That's a huge problem. I mean, but I just see it as like in one regard, if someone wants to say, oh, I'm, I'm paying myself. I started this company. I'm going to make $4 million this year. I think that's fair to me. I employ thousands of people. Like that's what I'm going to do. That's my MO. I, I worked hard so I could get this and I can do it. And the other one is I'm going to, you know, run my company and use this in a predatory manner to take advantage of people sexually. And like, I, th those are just so wildly different. And I feel like if you just distill it down to, well, both are just examples of people working within a framework to pursue their goals. It's like, well, but then, okay, then, it, like, but it, it, it's a bit of a false equivalency. Like, one of them is, is playing within a framework that we can all agree is bad. Hey, you can't fucking uh, take advantage of people sexually. And the other one is, wh why do you have the right to tell that guy who started a business how but much he can make? But, but you just, why do you just have giving the right me, to do that? You've given me value judgments on some level. Like, uh, not that I'm but not that's too, not inappropriate. But, like, no, value but, judgments but, are okay. It's hard for, if like, we're on the CEO pay assault, thing... It's almost hard to figure out, like, tough, is it just ambition? Tough. Is ambition bad? No, not at all. Like, it, in, like in right. one of them, I, have a, I think that I have a moral point in saying, hey, you're taking advantage of people but, sexually with on, your job, and that's bad. But I don't have a moral position to say, okay, that company you built, that, that thing that you've worked for your whole life, yeah, it's up to me where you cap out. But, but that isn't the comparison, because it, it, it ignores part of what the comparison of what we're seeing right now, which is that the very well do much better than the, the rest of the people to a disproportionate degree, and that is more and more, uh, more, and more uh, growing apart for that, right? So when you say that, like, we should, should the CEO be paid more for their work because they're doing more value? Yes. Should the CEO be paying the proportions that are being done right now? Is that good for society as a whole for these massively disproportionate payments to come out? Is it good for society as a whole to see the, the differentiation in wealth that is occurring right now? Is it good for society as a whole to see the What gives you the right to set a cap on somebody's salary if they've built something? Like, I, that, that's the main thing is that I think we can all as moral people look at the sexual assault example and go, okay, that's wrong. That's wrong. We all have a moral position of saying that's something that's inappropriate and you shouldn't be doing that. Whereas what moral position do we have to say? Uh, it oh, gonna, yeah, it's it's going to get a little to, awkward, my response here, me. because I was going to actually say that I don't really give a shit what any of the ultimate um, like I hear you saying that about sexual assault. And I, I don't think I would be like, oh, man, sexual assault is great. I can never say something like that. But I, I feel like, again, these are arbitrary laws based on what our goals are. If our goals are to protect minors 
from sexual assault, then we need to protect minors from sexual assault. If our goals are to better everybody as a society so across to better well, but, everybody across but, society, I'm, how I'm, is well, taking that guy down to a lower salary going to impact? I know you're not like, trying to cut me off, Taylor, but I, I didn't actually finish get to finish that thought, right. which was to to better people across uh, economic differences to basically shore up the lowest part of our economy, to, to shore, shore up the lowest earners, to make sure that everyone has basic needs met, which I think you'd, I, I actually I don't know. I would assume so the you counter argument to that filthy is that demotivating the people at the top doesn't necessarily make the whole better. Well, but we've seen that trickle down economic shit doesn't mm -hmm. work. Well, okay. I'll agree. And we've that. seen that yeah. for years and years and years. Like there, there was a theory that was basically if the wealthy do well, everyone does well, and that hasn't been <laughs> so proven not, to be true. Yeah, right, yeah, no, yeah. exactly, I, right. Uh, and and, I, and I, as I talk, I think it was just twenty minutes ago, I was saying when you pay fighters too much, they stop <laughs> working that hard. And here I am saying, oh no, CEOs need even more money, so they're excited about work. I mean, um, but there's also a real point to if what do you run a big com a big company? Mm -hmm. And you're about to go public. You're going to go national. Like you're, you're going to start selling. I'm already and public, you're like, right? okay. <laughs> you're like, all right, well, I'm, you know, uh, damn it. I already make a million dollars a year. Why would I put any more effort into this? Why would I hire more people? Why would inc I increase production? Why would I produce more if value for me is not going, if I can't increase anything? Well, I guess I'll just save myself the stress and not expand as a business. Like, and, and maybe fire a few people, lay them off. I'm already set. Like, I guess That's I'm not. I just, I'm not surprised that the absolute best economic option is to exploit people. I'm not. I'm, I guess I'm not surprised by that. That doesn't surprise me in the least. That the best option is to find the other people you can screw the most and screw them the most for your economic gain. I don't think that's necessarily true in a lot of ways. Like Walmart, for example, does like, that. They're they're not getting rich by fucking everyone. They're getting rich by providing a lot of reasonably cost products to people that they desire. Are their employees getting rich? No, is that a barometer for goodness now? Everybody has to get rich? Uh, I guess as a barometer for goodness, I would look at, I mean, we, we are very much not a, um, a socialist kind of, a, of country here. And I look at some of the, you know, you look at what we, what we actually measure nations on for how well they're doing, not economic necessarily, but we look at the wellness of the people. We look at the people who score the happiest, the people who score the best lives. And they aren't us. And and the, the countries that are doing this are the countries that have done a better job of distributing wealth in a way that actually provides for people who fucking need it. I don't know, man. That's a that's a big leap of, you know, we're in some large, multifaceted survey dictating how happy people are in the country to then but saying, I, I guess so we need to cap these CEOs' pay because they're being just as selfish and ridiculous as somebody who uses their power for sexual advancement. You know? I, I guess, well, you're... you're Changing parts of what I'm saying. Uh, my my point about the, I, I know I'm I'm not I'm calling this attention. I'm, I'm that's why I'm addressing it. You know, I I come back to what I said about that. My point was more along the lines of power. Are you saying if, Taylor's using a straw man attack? That son of a bitch. Oh no! <laughs> I would never <laughs> use those words. Did he just change your <laughs> argument and words. debate against that one instead? No, no, dick. No. <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. Uh, Woody, you put me in such a corner. No, uh, so my point. My point along those lines was again the the same, which is that people in power are going to do whatever, who have the ability to do it, are going to chase the motivations that motivate them. And in some people, that is more wealth. And in some people, that is fuck that girl, even if she's not an acceptable target for fucking or whatever it happens to be. That was my point along those lines. So, okay. coming Seems away from me. that again, if if we're looking at like. I guess I don't know a better metric 
for how well your society is doing than how happy your people are. And maybe there are better metrics, and maybe you have some ones that you could suggest for that. But but these things are related, right? I don't know. Sure, but again, aren't these aren't these the same? Income is one. Yeah, income is definitely one. No, no, no. But that isn't a great one because we we know that you don't get to choose what other people's things are. Well, it's gonna. I was gonna offer a reason why I don't think that's a very good one, which was that the the relationship between income and happiness isn't 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 a particularly great relationship. What you see is up to a point. And this is this is this is just this is something in my field again from psychology, right? In this case, <laughs> yeah, not so much pedophilia. That's your domain. This is my domain. So again, this it's your is, domain. <laughs> so in this one, it's like you know you see that happiness increases up to a point with wealth. And that point is basically getting your basic shit covered. And Plus then after a point, it doesn't yeah. cover it again. It doesn't, it doesn't go any higher after that. In other words, there's a point in which people need to make, in our society, a certain amount of money so they can do well in that. And then after that point, the money doesn't actually increase happiness. So, right, but you're assigning your value system to other people, right? There are other people who's like, hey, I'm playing this game and that's how I keep score. Sure. I, I guess, sure. You could, you could play the game and, and keep score. But I, I, I guess... When I look at these things, if, if I, and, and I'm, again, like, let's say, say hypothetically, I'm not the happiest people lived on the beach, laid in hammocks while coconuts and bananas fell on them. They and that's they're all like they needed, fucking, right? They're all in the region right now. Aren't, aren't all the fucking happiest people Scandinavian that's, right now? What I'm saying Isn't is, that, let, me, let me keep going. I know you didn't mean beach. to interrupt me, but I hadn't actually finished my point. <laughs> <laughs> if the happiest people in the like world <laughs> are in hammocks with bananas and coconuts falling on them, I wouldn't say that was the most thriving nation in the world if their entire population was just doing that. I guess my point then would be I'd rather be happy than thriving. But then again, I I wouldn't take your value system and and assign it to the only way that the country should keep score. Sure. But what other – so when when I say, okay, I would use happiness as a pretty good uh, indicator of societal success, what what other ones would you want to include with that? And you're you're welcome to add ones to that. I'm not saying I have the answer. Life expectancy, child mortality rates – Okay, but I think these are. I, I, I'm going to write it down and look them. for you guys. These were child. You said child mortality, uh-huh. uh, life expectancy, expectancy, um, happiness. <laughs> yeah, is it, Kyle, this is the way I feel when you talk about cheese. <laughs> yeah, but everybody likes cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. I want the I don't comments. Know. What do you prefer, I... cheese talk or this? <laughs> oh, fuck off. We're having interesting <laughs> conversation here. This is interesting to me. This is something that I enjoy chatting about. I'm cheese. dazzled. I laugh for you. I, laugh I do for my duty too. as a guest. UFC uh-huh. talk was terrible. <laughs> says, I agree always. I would rather <laughs> talk about cheese or this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although cheese is sneaking up on this <laughs> yeah but that's just I, the thought of cheese it's hard you know because like I, I listen to other podcasts and sometimes i hear it and i'm like deeply engaged you know i, I very much want to hear about this guy's expertise and, and i had never had an interest in this before but now i am and then other times it's like uh skip this part uh mm. i guess that's why there's a timeline in the description yep so yeah you just jump past whatever you want all right or, hold on there is a uh, the- this with a quick search in uh quick google search we have um life expectancy by country and we have uh world happiness index in 2016 by countries starts with uh the first top five for happiness are denmark switzerland iceland norway finland 
I mean, are you comparing a homogenous country with a population of like 3.7 million to a country? I'm comparing a Google search right now, so I don't know what the demographics they use for that. But I, I'm sure we could go back and analyze that if you'd like, but I don't, I don't know right now. Maybe the problem is the farmers producing their monocrops, giving us too much corn-based food, making us die early. And the top five life countries by expectancy is Japan, Switzerland, Singapore, Australia, and Spain, Iceland. Singapore, that's fair enough. So Singapore's super rich. You kidding me? Uh, Singapore's a fucking amazing. Yeah, I've been to Singapore. It's I've never fucking been. amazing. That would be I really thought cool. America would you be better in life expectancy. You get executed if you smuggle in pot, but the rest of it's good. <laughs> Wait, they do what if you smuggle in pot? Executed. Oh, well, then I'm not visiting anywhere where like something <laughs> that minor is... Because, like, you don't know what else you're going to slip up with. Like, right? man, I, I love this monster energy. And they're like, oh! Like, like, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh, I, I didn't know! I didn't know! Like, I'll throw it away. Are you wearing Nikes? <laughs> That's yeah. capital punishment here. Like, I didn't yeah. know! United we States is Europeans. 13th in happiness and 31st in uh, life expectancy. Mm. What, were those, what was the first number? 13th in happiness and 31st in life expectancy. Hmm. Not bad. I, I'm kind of curious about, <laughs> well, so I haven't looked at education. I don't know that one, but I think we're slipping every year. Ah, we're tops in confidence, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are. We're dumb and we don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the thing about Americans being fat wasn't necessarily true. Mexico's the fattest country in the, in the world. But So America's often called second because we're the second heaviest, but Americans are big, and there are a bunch of countries that are actually fatter than us. They're just not as tall. I saw it on the internet. It made a lot of That's sense. That's what to I me. say. I'm tall. That does make a lot of sense. <laughs> I can't believe I never thought about that before. <laughs> it's just one of those thoughts that you're like, oh, of course we're not actually fatter than those like Samoan people on that little island. They're just, you know, five foot four. Like I don't know. Again, I go back to like when I think about when I read the politics stuff, it always it always amazes me on some level. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. And then I go these are probably not stupid people in here. The people at the top of their fields doing this are probably not stupid people. And then I look back when you when you're criticizing some of the, some of the um the the, uh, the study results here, and you're kind of suggesting things. I'm like, I have I have research experience, and I look back to that. And I'm like, yeah, I probably controlled for that. So when I look at these, I don't know. I, I would have to read into the uh, for the wiki stuff. I'd have to go look at the the sites they're using and actually read the papers they're citing off of. But I bet you a lot of that shit is controlled for. So when Woody says something That's not like, "Very you know, American," you should just keep looking for sources until you find the answer you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. USA I gotta, number one across I, the, the world. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I, I need to adapt to this new this new fucking world. That is clearly. <laughs> I gotta stop reading those sources. That's a waste of my time. I could be writing fucking fake news during that time period to counteract that shit. It'd be mm. much better. There's one source to go to for anything that I trust. Alt dot. Oh wait. Infowars.com. <laughs> get yourself some some bone broth. Get yourself some protein powder. Get yourself some neck thickening paste. That's new. <laughs> that's something that we've just come out with here. It will. It will. Uh, no red additive at this point. Uh, we are adding it though. <laughs> oh, all right kyle it's probably on you what do you want for another conversation you look totally bored over there i'm willing to let well, that lie anything that's that, that's not you legalities or, or politics talk um, right. or, or 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 something like that we've rehashed 13 times um I, let's see we i guess a bunch i'm of on stuff. here a lot but i haven't been on here for some of those things i got a thing so the police department in shit i'm looking for it somewhere in america uh new london who knows where new london is uh, new london 
Ah, well, it happened in the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New York, upheld a lower court's decision to discriminate against this guy. Uh, He took an IQ test to be a policeman, and he scored a 125, uh, which is 33 points on this test. And they said, we prefer IQs under about 104. And he was too smart, and they didn't hire him. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, reasonable, and actually intelligent. It, uh, I'm just looking for the words because I want to get it right. Oh, here it is. They found that candidates who scored too high uh, would get bored at police work and soon leave after undergoing costly training. So they yep. don't want smart cops. Nope. How terrible. I, I would much rather have a smarter cop. Yeah, like, like I've always Say said, that. That the real issue is the cops aren't paid enough. Like, like cops should be making like $85,000 a year or something like that. You, you, I feel like... Um, would you do a, a job for 60 k that you uh, found engaging and enjoyable or a job for 85 k that you hated? Ooh. I, I, I always want more money. Yeah, I'd want the more money. Really? Yeah. And, and, and it, it is not I'm just I'm a streamer. Me. I'm doing the opposite. It, and it has nothing to do with me personally. It, it, it's about the, the quality of candidates that you're going to bring to the job and the, and the amount of, and the level of professionalism that they would uh, bring to that job. Because right, I'm not talking about taking all the cops you have now and paying them $85,000. I'm saying that if, the, if all cops are paid $85,000, then the, the people applying for those positions would... would inherently be better candidates like 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 you should need you should have like a couple years of law school under your belt if you're gonna if you're going to enforce the law i think like you should you probably don't need a law degree but a couple years of law school might be good i I wonder if people who did that though would want to put themselves in harm's way if they'd already invested that much like an fbi agent like like same 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 it, it, like, but that is a much higher barrier to entry than like a regular cop right like they probably yes that's more. what i'm describing literally yeah. yeah you know you're never supposed to you're you're supposed to not imbibe alcohol ever while you're an fbi agent and you're not you're supposed to have not ever smoked pot and they'll polygraph you on that when you engage when you uh enter an fbi agent i looked into that at one point Man, what a shit yeah, job a, yeah <laughs> i was like i don't fit here well i saw a guy get his face peeled off and eaten today I'd like a beer, but uh, not for another 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> Wish something would take the shakes away. Let's. Uh, so, so I'm sure we all saw the video of the cop gunning down that innocent man in that oh, fucking, fucking hall. hell. I hadn't um, seen that before I, I logged in tonight with you guys. It's so fucking hard to watch. Like, like, I think the backstory of this is that the cops respond to some call that this guy is pointing a weapon out of his hotel room window, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the truth is that he had some pellet guns, pellet pistols, something like that, not a real firearm, and he'd been drinking. Um, so maybe he was brandishing a pellet rifle or pistol at his uh, hotel window. They respond by sending a cop, cops with assault rifles to the hotel, and they sort of do this like what he described it as like bop it, twist it, pull it. Like yeah, Simon it says, if Simon says the penalty if you fail is you die. Yeah, they got this guy crawling in the hallway, and the guy is like, "Please don't shoot me, please." He's and crying. Like, He's he, fucking crawling. Drunk. Like I'm really, I'm really kind of curious. I mean, uh, so please, at one you point, guys... where he went wrong. This is what he got killed for. Um, so at one point his pants were coming down. I think he was crawling on his knees or something, and, and they had, he had basketball shorts on, and people know what they look like, and that caused him to slide down. So he pulled his pants up an inch or two, and they got 
the police got very excited. They're like, do that again. I will fucking kill you. I'll shoot you. You're going to get shot. Keep your hands up. Now he's drunk, so he probably didn't think through the ramifications of pulling his pants up. And then they had him on his knees with his hands in the air, and they told him to crawl. What they wanted was for him to walk on his knees. That was, that was what they had in there, if I'm reading this, the room right. But what he did is he crawled, which would be hands and knees. And yeah, they shot yeah, him. Yeah, that's what crawling means. And to they most didn't people, just shoot him. The I cops think. got, I, I couldn't really tell exactly what it was, but he's got like a long gun of some kind. Maybe like a, AR-15 he goes, bang, 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 bang. Like, he fucking, like he unloads on this guy as lethally as possible and, uh, on this unarmed, and there's no race but like, but involved. This, it's a white guy. Not, this isn't like a 30 second thing. This is like a fucking three minute thing. This is like, you know, he's like telling him, he's telling him complicated instructions too. He's like, yeah. get on your belly, get your hands over your head, interlace the hands, put your left foot over your right foot, not your right foot over your left you foot. Do the hope get your left man, foot over you your right foot. Like, like, it's a I good line. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand this. Like, this is, this is, I mean, that's what I'm it's all about. I don't understand why the, I understand they're worried about their safety. I understand they're worried about the threat that he has a weapon. I understand that. But I don't understand the the insistence on like this degree of Simon fucking it? says. Yeah, I did. I watched it earlier. I mean, the well, I watched it. People might not. Yeah, have you want to watch it? that? Stream? Sure, sure. Yeah, if you want to play it, I, I fully support it. I, I, it might I personally, again, I'm Kyle. not going to watch it again. It, it's it, a, it really, it really makes me thumbs me out. Yeah, like like it's like that. You know, you see some videos and you're like, oh, I never, I'm never watching that again. Like I saw one where this this guy in China was like skinning puppies alive and serving them as food, and like I. I don't want to see that again. I also don't want to. I, I, I mean, feel free to play it for the show, but but Jesus, that's a terrible video. Okay, are we gonna watch it again? The rest uh, of us. I mean, we we have to agree because it's not I, like I we mean, can talk yeah. while it plays or anything. I'll, I'll sit quietly. I mean, I, I'll oh, okay. watch it. I'll watch it. All right, I'm in. All right, I'll give you guys a link so we all have the same version. All right, I'm queued at zero. Yeah. So, I'm ready. what you're going to see is some very excited policemen who can't seem to read the non-threat this dude is. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah, 600 people liked this video. <laughs> ready, set, play. Are we talking, are we commenting as it happens or after? Stop right there. We've all seen it enough. I think we can comment Stop. as it happens. At this point, I'm thinking... These people are com- compliant. Yeah, it should be over. Should go over and arrest him or do whatever. Yeah, like handcuff him. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like, why are the next fucking three minutes, Simon says? Is this guy a coward? Is he by himself? No, he has a partner. We see his partner later. If you make a mistake, another mistake, there's a very severe possibility you're both going to get shot. Do you understand that? Yes. I'm not here to be tactful or diplomatic with you. You listen, you obey. All right. He's come back. He needs to go to a fucking dungeon and get his rocks off and then go back to being a professional. Yeah, right? Filthy's expertise. I'm an amateur. I can comment. Sure, this isn't supposed to be a power play. He's supposed to be a fucking law enforcement. Yep. All right, here, I don't understand how anyone gets shot past this point. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. so clearly compliant. They're face down on the fucking rug. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the instructions they give them are like, you know, arms up, 
Arms down. Interlace fingers. Hands back up. Cross your legs. Walk on your this legs. Guy is this guy's getting his fucking rocks off, telling someone what to do, and like, oh, he's someone dies right. for it. This guy's so terrified right now. This and guy's rightfully so, oh, yeah. so, he dies. No, 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 no. The guy with the gun. Oh. The guy with the gun's terrified right now. That's that's your main problem. He's a coward. So. He's, oh, yeah. He's his so afraid right now. His heart is racing right now with fear. Kyle, I have sure, a question for you. Okay, I could say racing with fucking adrenaline makes total sense here, but... Sure. Kyle? Yes. Uh, I, I know you're not a cop, but you're a firearms expert. Should he have his finger off the trigger now, or is on appropriate? It, that, that might really depend on some sort of departmental policy okay. or training that they go through. My finger wouldn't be on the fucking trigger, because, like, when your adrenaline's racing that much, you, you fucking you can happen. twitch. Yeah. You can twitch. I guess I, I yeah I don't know this like for for as egregious as this this shooting is it really didn't explode as like a story no and in the world it did I guess I don't know you're right like mainstream I mean like it really didn't yeah it got big on the internet for a day and then faded I don't know you guys showed me this this killed me I hadn't heard anything fucking about this okay. this is ridiculous when you see the imagery of this you're like how the fuck did someone die so oh you might not know this the shooter. Um, no, Kyle, a dust cover goes over the injection port. The injection. I don't know what an injection yes. port is in a gun. So on the side where the bullet the shell or the, shell, the shells come out, there's okay. a little, uh, like a metal flap, and it's normally closed to keep dust and things out of the movement. But uh, when you pull the trigger and the bullets come out the side, this little metal flap falls down. Well, he had his laser hey, etched to, to say, "You're fucked," and. They wouldn't uh, put that in the uh, in the trial that his gun said you're fucked uh, after you shoot it because they felt like it would bias the jury. Yeah, yeah. that's a common. It probably would bias them. It'd be like if I said to you before I shot you, I want to shoot you in the face. Or like oh, you're saying, you're this. fucked. He's about to kill us. He's apologizing. He's trying so fucking hard to obey here. I'm trying to do what you say. Don't talk. <laughs> do not listen. Put your hands down for any reason. You think you're gonna fall? You better fall on your this face. This is a bad dom. The bad dom. Yep. You understand me? This is someone who's it's fucking crying. He's crying. Yeah. He's Call he's worried he's gonna me. die. Yeah, and rightly so. It turns oh, out. Oh, this guy. Oh, oh God. That's so fucking insane that oh, he dies there. Oh, he just there. murdered that child. I, I call him a child. He just, okay, he just, on, I can't, I don't know how old that guy is, but. I think he was 22. Was no, 26 year old Daniel Shaver. Okay. Oh, I mean, he's, he's just, he's a smaller guy. He's just, and look, they're, now they're going to check on the room instead of this person he just murdered. Oh, what scum. I don't know if I passed judgment That's on the pain. room thing. Like, That's so painful to watch. Like, all right, I don't give a shit if they go in the room afterwards or not. Like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. They're protecting themselves past what could be in there. But, like, that guy just died. Died yeah. obeying and died totally unnecessarily. Oh. Died without presenting a threat. He I died. what Ben Shapiro said about it. I hate Because he's, uh, he's inclined to be pro-police. And I wonder mm -hmm. if he saw that and still was. Uh, I, I bet he probably said it was BS because he also was very against the, you know, that guy who got shot in the back. That like the guy actually did get the cop got in trouble. 
I mean, I South remember Carolina. that? It was in, like, South I, I Carolina. Like, the there's, there's a clip of the guy just, like, running away, and he gets shot in the back and Oh, murdered. was he running into his truck to get his license, maybe? No, it, it was, like, uh, in a park or something, and he was... Police killed. Yeah, it was just another innocent guy that... Was he a child with paintball guns? No, no. no. I, 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 I it wasn't that. No, 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 I can I, imagine a scenario where I, I, die in a, <laughs> I die in a fucking corridor because I am listening to what is said to me and I obey and I die anyways. I, I can. That is not a. I mean, what? What would? If you look at that and you see that, imagine you're in that scenario. You've had a little bit to drink, a couple of drinks or something. You're probably not drunk necessarily. You have a paintball gun. I mean, Kyle is right. You know, you have a huge. You have a the, fucking arsenal on 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 campus where you are right now, right? You you happen to have a weapon weapon in the window for a moment. You know, you're within your rights to do that. It's not a you're not threatening anyone with that. The police uh, approach you, you comply exactly what the police say to the best of your ability. The best of your ability may be slightly compromised because you're drinking, possibly. But you do everything they're fucking told you. And you get shot. Sometimes I put I don't myself understand in it. that scenario, right? Like like the That's Trayvon terrible. Martin thing that would have happened to me. You know, like if I was Trayvon Martin, I'd have said, my uncle lives there, like whatever. Like I would have been able to de-escalate. Here's one. Sober Woody doesn't have a problem. You know, Sober Woody says, so crawl on my hands and knees. And they say, yes. Shut up. You listen. What? No, seriously. Yeah, the guy <laughs> they they might. Like... I hear you. They say you listen. But if I ask for confirmation, I feel like they don't pull the trigger at the question. You know, they, they might be mad at me. They might not like me, Maybe but they don't pull they pulled the trigger when he crawled forward there. Uh, well, when he crawled forward, he fixed his pants. If you watch it again, his hand went to the wrong spot and they killed him. Uh, now, they, they should have read the room a little better. This guy was clearly being yeah. as compliant as possible. But um, he, he pulled his pants up. I think his basketball pants were coming down because when you crawl on your knees in long shorts like that with an elastic waist, they can slide. But let the pants go down. <laughs> you're Just right. You're, but he's drunk. Arrested. That's the part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sober exactly. Woody gets out of that without being shot. Drunk Woody does no better than that guy. My I face is killed. hot. <laughs> 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 is your upper lip sweating too? Sir, are you drunk? No. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. That's not. funny. <laughs> That's funny, but bullshit. Because alcohol is like it's again, it's it's a line, right? Like, how drunk are you? If you're a little inebriated, all right. You're not you're not hundred percent on everything, but you're still mostly capable of things. And as this guy was mostly capable of obeying, right? He was trying to do what they told him to do. I, no, you're you right. Know? I'm not saying he's wrong. What I'm saying is that things are impactful for me emotionally when I wouldn't have done any better. You know, mm -hmm. when I say that guy got shot because he was an idiot or an ass, then right. you can say that's not something to be concerned about. Right. But if you get shot, but you put was... three drinks in me and I can't play Simon Says for shit. And, right. you know, neither can he apparently. And that cop was really big on Simon Says. That wasn't like a couple, like, two or three things to do in a little bit. That was like fucking 15 things to do that keep changing. Yeah, that, that yeah. was just, just that's disgusting. And, and you know the trial—he's been cleared of this thing. Like it's it's yeah. He murdered yeah. that kid. He'll be the fired, next guy. But... You get swatted the next time you're streaming. He'll be the guy who shows up. Well, he's yeah. fired, but I, well, I, he'll go, like he can him. go to another fucking department somewhere. He can go into private security. He can live. He can get a job. That kid's fucking dead somewhere in the ground. That's fucked. So hard to watch. I feel terrible about that. Yeah, it's that sickening. It's me out. very How hard. How am I going to enjoy my cheese shortly? <laughs> all this, these thoughts running through my head. Hey, nothing can right, ruin killer. cheese for me. Taylor, Let's just not have, go that just far. Just have two wheels. Just two wheels. Slow your roll to less than <laughs> 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah, that guy was a coward. That, that, that's the problem. He's, he's 
terrified right there. That or maybe he's he's really wanting to shoot someone. Either way, it, it, well, it's, they're going to remove the the. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't know. I didn't follow this, but that's it's a little bit scary to hear that you're the police officers who are there to enforce law and essentially try. I mean, they're people. They're going to have egos. I understand this, but their gun shouldn't say you're fucked. Yeah, he's a police yeah, officer. He's not. He's not in the fucking army. He's not. He's not in combat. He's. I, I, again, I don't know. Is this a special unit? Is this something that's only nah, called in certain circumstances? Why does this gun say you're fucked? Yeah, Cap gun response squad. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's absurd. It's a pretty common thing to inscribe things on dust covers. It's like a the, nice flat part of your that, gun that you can inscribe. I may have linked But that but slowly. you're fucked isn't all that common. Often people will put a skull on there or like a logo or an emblem or Molon Labe or something, you know, but I'm not sure a skull would is, be better in this scenario. Well, it, you know, I, it might be as accurate, but for for people that are watching, it looked something like this. I don't know if this is the exact one. The you're fucked part is the same. I'm not this has predator skulls on it too. But it said you're fucked so that um I wish I could show you the side of the gun. But when the bullets come out, this comes into view and it says you're fucked. And uh, it may have implied that this guy had a certain excitement level over shooting people. Uh, yeah. So, you guys want to call it a show? Yeah, at all. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, right. Kyle, any words? Filthy? Hey, guys. Uh, glad to be here again. Had a fun time. Glad we got some chatting about it. Always, Always enjoy having you on, my friend. Go check yeah. out uh, Filthy's streams and his YouTube videos. He's Please do. Please do. Don't make uh, him I, too successful. It will ruin him. No. Yeah, like maybe like he'll be 75% taking advantage of, of uh, <laughs> Dr. Disrespect would be fine. We don't want to go to 100% of Dr. Disrespect. We're in the same boat, but 75% would be fine. Yeah, quarter Lambo level. That's where three, we want. Three quarter. Okay, okay. three quarters Lambo level. <laughs> <laughs> nice Lexus. Uh, check out Movement Watches, Dollar Shave Club, Omaha Steaks with their wonderful deal, and Bespoke Post. Yeah, all those down below. Also, of course, there's a link to our PKA merch, having that special holiday uh, merch out there. So I think that's yes. all we got, you know? Yeah. yeah. Go buy cheese, American-made cheese. It's delicious. It's good for you. High in calcium. Wonderful uh, I probably snack, want to see you no guys in the New Year, too. So uh, Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you. All right. Have PKA, a good night, guys. PKA 365.